Johnson here at Ants in My Eyes, Johnson's Electronics. I mean, there's so many ants in my eyes, and there's so many TVs, microwaves, radios, I think. I can't, I'm not 100% sure what we have here in stock, because I can't see anything. Our prices, I hope, aren't too low. Check out this refrigerator, only $200. What about this microwave? Only $100. That's fair. I'm Ants in My Eyes, Johnson. Everything's black. I can't see a thing, and also I can't feel anything either. Did I mention that? But that's not as catchy as having ants in your eyes, so that always goes, you know, off by the wayside. I can't feel. It's a very rare disease. All my all my nerves, they don't allow for the sensation of touch. So I never know what's going on. Am I standing, sitting? I don't know. Episode 114. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. And we don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's fix it, hate it, erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're, and we're the Leftovers. leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, guys! I, uh, I I don't really give a fuck about either of your weeks. Yeah, you know, that's I fine. I don't give a fuck about it either. Your your week sucked. Dude. My week did suck. Tell every. Do you want to tell everybody about your shit? Fuck suck week. I'll, I'll, I'll be very brief. I was rear-ended pretty badly. Brief. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> I was rear-ended on my way to work, I think on Brief. Tuesday morning. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's okay, it's okay. I was still <laughs> laughing about it in my head, too. But yeah, guy was on his phone. I was at a stoplight. I could tell he was not slowing down and braced myself on the steering wheel for the impact. And he smacked me pretty good. My my car actually doesn't look too, bitty, too bad from it. Um, his car was like, had to get towed out of the middle of the street. Oh, Didn't wow. move anymore. Yeah. But... I didn't feel too bad when it happened, but then later on that day, I started feeling super sore, and I've been getting more sore and shitty feeling yeah. all week. So. Jake showed up with a full body cast and a neck brace this week. <laughs> so. And a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, my lawyer will be sitting in. Uh, as soon as he got here, though, he took the neck brace off. He's like, finally. God damn it. Started rolling his neck around and shit like a madman. So, so. itchy. Yeah. yeah, so it's been shitty. So I gotta love that shit. My I had to take the day off work that day and then work on my day I had off on Thursday. So my whole day off was being in an emergency room and then being half in a coma for the shit they gave me for that the pain. Sucks. So. But this is my other day off and I gotta spend it with you guys, so Hell yeah. It's a small upgrade. Takes yeah. your pain away, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Should I even ask? No. Okay. Don't even All right, moving along, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Nothing to, to see, see here. here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jake's wearing his pop culture leftovers oh, t-shirt. I am, I am. Look at that. Brilliant. Feeling all festive. Mr. Company Man over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Whose <laughs> <laughs> dick are you trying to suck this week? <laughs> uh, Frank's, but he didn't show up. <laughs> Five minutes later, we hear a knock at the door. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, did I hear something about dicks? <laughs> Uh, I did want to let everybody know that I, if I sound a little bit tired, I know I don't seem, I don't seem tired. Right? I feel good chipper. to go. I was yawning like crazy when I first got here, though. But last night I recorded with uh, the the guys from the League of Geeks. Nice. So that episode will be up then, probably Tuesday. We recorded two episodes for those guys. Uh, I they had done a Phantom Menace episode, and I told a Lil I just happened to watch Phantom Menace like the other day, and so he's like, "You got to be on." So. I did their regular episode with them, and then we did the Phantom Menace episode, and it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to hear that Phantom Menace episode. I'm assuming everyone superheroed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a superhero. Superhero. So, nice. Yeah. And then uh, Monday, I will be recording with Aaron Claude Miller over at Nerd Porn. So, yeah, I'm going to do three straight days of podcasting. So, definitely nice. listen to the League of Geeks episode if you can't get enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then listen to uh, Nerd Porn. Uh, I'll be on their next episode as well, hopefully. Cool. So That's super cool. Did you have fun all that podcasting marathon? Oh my gosh! Well, I, this is day two. Uh, last <laughs> night, man, they those guys are fucking troopers, dude, because they start late. I mean, you know, like Steve lives in California, and then you've got you know Lil's in Illinois, and then you got Sean on the East Coast. It's like they all have like different times and shit. So we didn't start recording until 10 p.m. Central. Wow! Didn't get done till like 2:30 in the morning. <laughs> we did two episodes too. So Jesus, two episodes. Wow. So yeah, yeah, but it was fun. Had a good time. Had awesome. a good time. All right, uh, where where the fuck are we this week? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, I placed a bet uh, with uh, uh, the Candalorian, Jesse Candelori. Mm. Oh, I saw this. Placed a bet on, uh, yeah, so she's saying, like, everybody was like, you know, people are calling me out on that fucking, the, was it trailer number two for the Star Wars The Force Awakens? At yes. the end of the trailer where, like, you know, uh, what was they like? We hear the voice, and it says like "let it in" or "let it inside." What's the, what's the, what's the quote? Uh, like "let it in" or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, I I thought it was Maz Kanata, and then everybody started saying it was Leia, and then I've gone back and listened to it, and it's not. It doesn't sound like very Carrie Fisher. No, no, we listened to it on the porch last yeah. week when we were recording. Yeah. I'm with you. I yeah. think you've got this bet in lock. Yeah. So I'm hoping they use those lines in the movie. Mm, not just trailer specific not just, dialogue. Exactly. So we place the bet, and if I win, she has to eat. She's from uh, the Pencil in Pennsylvania, and they're famous for their Philly cheesesteaks. And apparently, you know, I uh, uh, I went to a theater, and I uh, it was one of those AMC dining theaters, and the meal that I purchased was. A Philly cheesesteak panini. And that's, I guess that's fucking blasphemy when you're in Pennsylvania. You can't eat a Philly cheesesteak panini. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it has to be like a, like a, I'm sorry, I don't live in Philadelphia, so I don't have the luxury of getting a Philly cheesesteak. Right. So. That, Sacrilegious. I know. So like she gave me shit. So she has to eat a Philly cheesesteak panini if I win. Mm-hmm. And if she wins, I think it's for like a day or a week or something like that. I have to like hold a sign or something saying I love Funko Pops or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I don't think you're gonna lose that. Yeah, one. you're not losing. Yeah. Wish you would. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. It would be funny. <laughs> Too bad. I wish you would. I wish the who bet on what was flip flopped here now. Because mm. <laughs> you got this shit in lock. She's yeah. crazy thinking that's Leia. Yeah. 
Uh, guys, uh, we've been putting it off for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And you know, I, you know who I'm gonna blame for this fucking shit? Putting it off? The emails? Yeah. You know who I'm gonna blame? Chris Jehola. Chris Jehola. <laughs> God damn it. Chris Ahola? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Longest fucking email I've ever seen. Oh, man. So it's like, I gotta talk about that. A bunch of fucking Hunger Games emails, Pop Culture Leftovers Hunger Games emails, and, and, uh, yeah, I get, we gotta, I think we gotta do this, right? <laughs> yeah. Is the, is the email ban off now? Yeah. I still got some emails after I banned them. Yeah, that's true. It's off though. You can let the floodgate, let the floodgates open so you can start sending your fucking emails again. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, Wayne Brunius' fingers are furiously typing right now as we speak. Just tell me it's not the sleepy time email bumper we're getting ready to hear. We are. Oh. That's the that's the one I've got queued up. I like that one. So, oh, Jay. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's smiling right now. Yeah. There you go. All right, here we go. Mail is here. You've got mail. It's not spam. Oh, mail's here. I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! Master, I have mail for you. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Hey, I'll wait up for me. It's now time for the leftovers to dig mm. way, way down deep into their second <laughs> <laughs> mail. Jay's sucking up for tributes, I think. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they've already pl- they've already pledged their allegiance to you, though, right? I, he's trying to take them from you. Sparingers. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna get, jump into the old email bag. The first email comes from Sylvia Ultraviolet. Hmm. I wonder if that's her real last name. <laughs> be tight if it was. Pretty cool. Yeah, it would be tight. Hello, pop culture leftovers. Brian, Jake, and da da da. Whoever showed up. I would like to offer my tribute services to the one true leftover who I believe truly deserves it, and that is Jake. Oh. Hmm. Come the one true leftover. The one true leftover. <laughs> like, this is Highlander. I'll be taking your heads later. Yeah, gentlemen. exactly. <laughs> At the end of the episode, we'll be decapitated. Uh, I'm excited. I like, I like feeling that quickening. You know what? If you're going to cut our heads off, do it the right way. I don't want no fucking Governor Herschel head chopping shit. We have to like, how's, how's that happen? Where he's hacking his head off and it takes like three or four blows. I mean, just do it in one swift blow. I, you know What's what I mean? What's he use? What's the governor? He used Michonne's sword. It's a sharp blade. Yeah, how I did. He's just weak, huh? Yeah, it, yeah. Like it takes him. It takes him like three or four chops to get it in there, and like the whole time his daughters are watching. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> wow. You know, is that, does that really happen? It fucking happened. Well, it happened in the comic book, but it wasn't. It didn't happen to Herschel. It actually happened to Tyrese. Oh, spoiler! But in the, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. If you haven't read the fucking comic book from whenever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, oh, oh, let's talk about spoilers, yes. Jake. Let's talk about episode one hundred and thirteen. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not talking yeah. about it. Fucking awesome. I honestly think with our Star Wars shit, we need to have like a spoiler-free section. And a spoiler section, but I don't know if you can handle that. I don't think I can. The one true leftover. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sylvia? I, I did not say that. <laughs> All right, let's listen to what Sylvia has to say about the one true leftover. Uh, as to why, I feel he needs real attributes that will help him win. I must apologize in advance for not having a dickhole. 
that whole I like she did address the whole dick hole thing. Right. A lot of people kind of like, you know, not really, you know, we're yeah. talking about dick hole invasive news and people haven't really been it hasn't really trended. Not touching that dick hole. <laughs> not touching comment. that dick hole. And she she charged that dick hole. <laughs> You know what I mean? She's into the details of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing my Twitter handle after this episode to at one true leftover. Oh, I thought you were going to change it to at one true dickhole. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> all right. She goes on to say that whole thing about me being an empowered female and all. But I believe, but believe me, I compensate well in other areas. I'm five foot nine, 180 pounds, athletic build. I'm very fast and I have completed and uh, competed in several marathons. So the speed is there. I'm at third degree black belt in taekwondo and judo. I have few. I have a few national sparring titles. Holy shit, Jake! This is a good yeah, one wow, for you. Yeah, I know. I'm liking these stats. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, after the fight we saw last night with Ronda Rousey, I think she could kick her ass. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sp- spoiler! Yeah. <laughs> and also cold blooded. <laughs> I'm able to disarm assailants of various forms of weapons, knife, guns. It doesn't matter. Damn. Doesn't matter what they're holding. Bean bags, lightsabers, Funko pops. lightsabers, Funko pops. Uh, I am also a weapons specialist in bow staff. Nice. So we got Donatello over here. Wow. <laughs> got fucking Morgan and shit. <laughs> Every life is precious. Spo- spoiler. Spo- <laughs> wow. <laughs> and can clear a room of combat uh, combatives in seconds. Wow, this is good. Sounds like she's done this before. This is right. good. This like, is not her first Hunger Games. Like, well, it's the last. She doesn't get invited to any more parties anymore. <laughs> See, like, like, where is she doing? Where do? You, where are you going, right. Sylvia? <laughs> it's like a, you know, a costume party. She walks in and everybody's fucking on the floor within seconds. <laughs> Who invited Sylvia? Never again. Yeah. Shows up with her bow staff and just beats the shit out of people. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. <laughs> and, to t- and to cap it off, I teach Taekwondo at my martial arts school, so I will have a surplus of fighting students to back me up when called. That's not going to help you in the Hunger They're not allowed in the Hunger Games. Oh, no yeah. students. Yeah. Nice try, though. Yeah, nice try, Sylvia. <laughs> no try. armies. No armies. We, the, yeah. 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 My pledge is an entire army. Yeah. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Mine has guns for hands. <laughs> Mine has shields specifically against your pledges. I wish Bruce Campbell would be my tribute. Oh, yeah. That would be, be awesome. I'd give yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hail to the king. I win. Awesome. All of these tr- attributes are true and can be verified. Fuck shit. Ooh, that's not <laughs> that sounded like a, a burn on, on a few of the tributes that we've had. Yeah, that's true. Where they're just making shit up. Yeah. Except for Finn being thrown around. I firmly believe it. <laughs> I firmly believe it, too. Yeah. Did he uh, say that or did we, though? We, I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to go back. We'll have to go back and listen. Uh, there's pics. She goes, pics on my Facebook wall and martial arts school page. Well, I know Dave must be salivating now. Hands off, Dave. Not to sound obnoxious or anything, but I'm really a badass. And now for some stroking. Guys, I love your podcast. Don't change anything. The format is fine. Personally, I love the long hours. They get me through work. Can't wait for the next episode. Fuck yeah. That was a good good email. Nice. I'm going to try to see if I can find these pictures. And she sounds bad. Confirm how badass she really is. She says, P.S. I hate Twitter. I'm active on your Facebook page. So, yeah, we know that. <laughs> 
you know, usually you're only contact, you know, in contact with the one true leftover, right. though. Right. So the rest of us don't exist in your world. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm going you know, to start editing our episodes so she doesn't have to listen to me or you, Jay. It's just Jay. It's just, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to send, everybody else is going to get to listen to the regular episode, but she only gets to listen to the one true leftover. Nice. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. So right there, she would have just heard, nice, good for her, and, like, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next email comes from Basil Terabishi. He says, hey, Leftovers. For the PCL Hunger Games, I wanted to add myself as a tribute for Jay. Oh, nice, Basil. You can say I'm half healer and half bone crusher. <laughs> I probably will never say that. <laughs> that old Basil Terabishi, half healer, half bone crusher. <laughs> HH. HHBC. That's my Basil. Anytime I get a bone, I just look at a picture of Basil and it completely crushes it. (laughs) (laughs) He goes on to explain himself. He says, I work in a level one trauma ER. I mean, in the mean streets of Dallas, Texas. So he actually, he's a, he's a uh, level one trauma ER in the streets. Nice. So he's like performing like this shit in like the back alleys and shit. (laughs) He's like night nurse. What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) He says that where we try to save the craziest traumas a hospital can get. I'm also a radio a radiologic technologist. So does that mean he works at Radio Shack? I, I, don't, know. Oh, I don't know. No, he's a he's a radiologist. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, where I get my knowledge of the human anatomy and ten different ways to break each bone in my opponent's body. Nice. No, it's fucked up. I like that. No, it's fucked up. Like Dexter. He's supposed to be a healer. He's supposed to be a fucking healer. And he's like, I'm half healer. I'm half bone crusher. When I look at the x-rays, I'm not thinking about, like, helping these people and putting them back together. I'm actually just thinking I can, like, how could I crush this fucker's collarbone? Yeah, that is a little fucked up. (laughs) A little fucked up, Basil. Mm. (laughs) A little unhinged. A little dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That's how you're using your time as a radiologist? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I got into it. Uh, nurse, can I see that chart again? <laughs> okay. okay. Ooh, I got some good ideas. I wonder how many chart. pounds of pressure it'll take to break that fucker. <laughs> Being in the radiology field, I also have access to unlimited amounts of gamma radiation, where I will be able to transform Finn for a short amount of time from a scrawny <laughs> kid to a Hulk-like beast. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. Actually, gamma was, will kill him. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Anything could kill Phil. My own teammates are killing each other. Sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you have plenty of, like, Claritin D on hand. <laughs> Otherwise, Finn's dead. He's like the boy in the bubble, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, but then he might die a slow and painful death because, well, gamma radiation will do that to you. So he agrees. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. He agrees. He okay. agrees. But he, there's a lot of other reasons that Finn will die, Basil. That's <laughs> not the only... Yeah, he won't have time for a slow and painful death. Small airborne particles can kill him. (laughs) That's one good thing Finn's got going for him. It'll be quick. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of sneezing, I think I'm going to. Uh Uh-oh. Bless you. And that happened on air. I don't give a fuck. Gazunite. And here we go with the old Chris Aholi email. Jeez. Get ready. All right, here we go. (laughs) Is he one of your tributes? Unfortunately. (laughs) 
He's going to put us all to sleep. And I haven't chosen him, and I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> so, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, leftovers, dot, dot, dot. I, you know, I think, like, we can do we can do the whole, like, Hunger Games thing. If it works out well, we can do, like, it every year and have different tributes. No, so. that's true. That'll be cool. We yeah. can restart. Yeah. Hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and left outs, question mark. No, the left outs are gone. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no one's left out. Yeah. Either you're here or you're not. Frank's done. Dave's done. So, no more of this left out shit. Yeah, so yeah. they're gone. <laughs> Just left over, hundred percent pure leftovers. One hundred percent left. Ex- oh no, except for uh, except in Sylvia's world, the one, oh, the yeah. one, the one true leftover. I'm the only not diluted leftover. <laughs> Sylvia playing favorites over there and shit. <laughs> it's the last time I read your fucking email. <laughs> <laughs> the one true emails. <laughs> Talmaster Booner here with some updated information on the wife's, uh, a.k.a. Uh, RJ's attributes. So she sent us that long email, an equally as long email, and he's following it up with an even longer one. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah, here we go. First off, I'd like to say that, yes, I may have embellished a bit on my attributes when applying to be the one and only Darth Bryan's tribute. Sure, I don't know. Uh, I don't own a raptor, and, yes, the buster sword is my wife's, but what's mine is hers, and what's hers is mine, right? No, maybe. That's, I don't know. That sounds like another marriage counseling thing you guys need to work out. Yeah, we're not marriage counselors. So. Not at all. No. I've been divorced, so don't ask me. For we anything. give great advice, but not expert advice. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. Now that I've got that off my chest, let's get down to the wife's attributes. First and foremost, the reason Darth Bryan would want her as his tribute is that she is physically dominating. I know this from personal experience. Just the other night, she picked me up and power slammed me onto the floor. Most women, aside from the Ronda Rouseys of the world, (laughs) not so much anymore, Chris. This email's real dated. It is a little dated. Uh, Aside from the Ronda Rouseys of the world, and for that matter, most men would not stand a chance. The other tributes are going to look at this 5'4", 125-pound woman and be like, really? And before they even know what's coming, they will be lying in a puddle of their own blood. Jeez. Fuck. <laughs> Hopefully those other tributes listen to this so they're ready for that. Yeah, that's, yeah I guess. You can block that. I'm not choosing her either, man. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so, more spoilers. More spoilers. <laughs> She's out of the mix. <laughs> How will they be lying in a puddle of their own blood, you ask? No, no not no. really, actually. <laughs> I kind of counted her out as one of my tributes, so no, I, I didn't ask that. So <laughs> I got a feeling he's going to tell us anyway. Pretty much. <laughs> he yammers on. The wife doesn't go anywhere without her knife, and she is not afraid to use it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> without her knife. Wow. Isn't she like, she's a writer. Yeah. I think she'd have a pen. Yeah, the pen is mightier than the sword. And apparently not in this case. <laughs> Not to mention her other arsenal of weapons around the house, which he, which includes a hammer and a screwdriver. <laughs> wow. What the, fuck is, what the fuck is going on in that home? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> he t- knows all about him, apparently. <laughs> He's handing out towels and she's stabbing people with screwdrivers and hitting them over the head with hammers and shit. Breaking fingers with hammers and shit, yeah. Here's a towel for you. <laughs> Wipe up that puddle of blood. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the towels. Yeah, him and his towels. <laughs> This tells you that she is not, he puts that on all caps, she is not afraid to get down and dirty and to fuck shit up. (laughs) Wow. She will crack your skull in, stab you in the neck with the screwdriver, and stab your ass with her knife. Wow. Who stabs somebody in the ass? I know, why would you? I have never seen that in a movie. (laughs) No. 
Uh-uh. That would hurt. <laughs> no, I've I, never seen I it. have never seen that. Like, people, like, stab people in the chest. Yeah. They stab them in the head, the neck. I think Saddam got stabbed in the ass. What the yeah. fuck? I think that's on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, really. For real. I think he got stabbed in the ass. I wonder if Chris is scared in his relationship and he's trying to send his wife off to death in the Hunger Games. I wonder if he's got, like, a fucking <laughs> scar on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple scars. She has many weapons. <laughs> Oh, she will probably laugh as the tributes trip and f- trips and falls in an attempt to run away. She thinks it's hilarious when people fall. Not really sure why, but I digress. <laughs> Want another reason why RJ would be the best tribute in the PCL Hunger Games? No. <laughs> I think you covered it. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> Here it is. Hangry. Look up the definition of hangry on the in- No. On the internet. Not gonna no, I'm not going to do that either. And next to it will be a picture of her. If there is one thing that she can't stand, it's being hungry. And when she gets hungry, you don't want to be anywhere near her unless you have some food in your hand. Like, like, like this is a petting zoo, and you have to show up with fucking like, like fucking food in your hand and feed yeah. it to her. Wouldn't you have what a plate fuck? or like a bowl, a Tupperware dish? You know? well, I don't understand. No, I've never had to meet anyone where it's like, oh, uh, you don't want to talk to so-and-so unless you go there with, like, a fucking dish to hand them. Right. Give them some fucking cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that asshole? You won't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that asshole? <laughs> and when she, yeah, he says you don't want to be, you got to have some food in your hand. She goes, she will kill a motherfucker, including myself, if she is hungry. Wow, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I think he is trying to send her off to death. I think that is his plan. He says she needs to feed. And we all know that there isn't much food lying around during the Hunger Games. So she's going to be in a constant rage and search for food. And tributes who get in her way will not last long. Just tell her there is a nice hot pizza waiting at the end of the games. And you pretty much have the win in your pocket. Mm. Hot pockets. (laughs) I was thinking she's not going to find much meat on Finn. No. That's true. I already said in my prior email that she was also... Yeah, let's reiterate on what you said in your prior email. God forbid you don't do that, Chris. And I quote. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> let's, let's fucking cover this shit again. <laughs> fuck my life. <laughs> fuck you, Chris. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to fucking take that towel and fucking snap him with it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That was a funny image. <laughs> <sighs> I already said in my prior email that she was also a teacher. So dealing with kids is like second nature to her, which means Finn is pretty much fucked. <laughs> Sorry, Finn, you might want to give it a couple more years for your balls to drop before you go head to head, to head with Mrs. Ahola. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd hate to see you die a virgin. <laughs> wow. Poor Finn. Abuse for Finn from the listeners, even. Ha <laughs> ha, just kidding, Finn. We all love you. After you fucking rip him a new one. Smiley face. Yeah. <laughs> In the ballest virgin. He says, but you will die in the Hunger Games. Fact. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. How threatening saying what they're going to do to Finn. You guys want to take a guess as to how many paragraphs are left? Nine. Four. Higher. Uh, the nine, too? Hold on. You said nine? Yeah. No, we're in between that. Okay. Seven. Uh, let me see. <laughs> we got one, two, three, four. Five, six, and then like yeah, and then he there's six, so six. Ugh. What the? And then fuck? he end, and then he finally ends this fucking torture. 
Just skip to the meat of it. Yeah, what's the meat and potatoes? <laughs> if I knew, if I knew where that was in this clusterfuck of an email, I would take us there, Jake. All right, I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> Next skill we have on the list is persuasiveness, huh. and no one cared. <laughs> This woman has one of her degrees in psychology and understands how the human brain works. If she did that, she would stop sending us emails because she would have picked up on that my brain doesn't give a fuck about their emails anymore. (laughs) So study that, Poindexter. (laughs) Oh, snap. (laughs) Therefore, I like this, though. I like this next sentence, though, and that's about it. I should have just read this one. He goes, therefore, she is highly skilled in the art of brain ninja-ing. Ninja-ing. I like like that, brain ninja-ing. Yeah, that's new. Yeah. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I hope they don't think I really hate them. I really hope they don't. No, this is I don't always think fun. They think that? Yeah, we've already been this critical of them before, and they sent us books. That's true. So that's true. That is true. I've seen it at conventions time after time. Onlookers will pa- walk past her her booth with no intention of buying anything, and as they are walking away, she pulls them in. Next thing I know, they are walking away with a book or two in hand, and she has their money in hers. They, did they bring her food, though? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that con food is pretty gross. Yeah, that's true. Is she going to be bartering in the Hunger Games? <laughs> he goes on to say, I can just see it now in the Hunger Games. Tribute's ready to kill her, but somehow she convinces them that they don't want to kill her and that she isn't the tribute they were looking for. So she kills them? I don't understand. Yeah. Like a force power. I'm not the tribute you are looking for. And she takes a fucking sharp object to the neck. and right. then. Pool I'm, I'm down a tribute. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stabs the tribute in the ass. Apparently, it's, she may have the art of persuasiveness, but he doesn't, and I'm not buying this. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think I think you sealed your own fate here, Chief. <laughs> anyway, he goes as they lay let their guard down and turn away. They fall to the ground dead. Their heads caved in by the hammer wielding RJ. I'm telling you, force manipulation is a real thing, and she knows how to use it. It's not a real thing. No, though. it's not. It's in the movies. Right. <laughs> so. Next. Yeah, next. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, last but not least. And, and by all means, it. it's not yeah. the last. It, it just keeps going on and on and on. The Energizer email. It is. Last but not least, not paragraph-wise. <laughs> <laughs> does he say that? Yeah, he does. Oh. But skill-wise, at least, is loyalty. If RJ were your tribute, Darth Brian, she would fight for you until the very end. I mean, whenever I have a bad day at work, due to some idiot coworker, she is always asking me where they live so she can go over there and lay the smack down. She is always ready to defend the ones she is loyal to, no matter what the cost. You will never find a more loyal and ruthless tribute in the Hunger Games. These are RJ's PCL Hunger Games attributes. If you want to win whatever the fuck the prize is at the end of the games, it's, you get to live. That's basically what you guys get. Yeah, That's and then it. we just get bragging rights. We get bragging rights. So. <laughs> yeah, you guys get to live. You get to live another day, which I hope is not a Funko Pop. No, it's... No, no. not a Funko Pop. I got a bunch of them I can give away. <laughs> <laughs> You'll want her on your tribute team. I know you, what you were all thinking, and the answer is no. What? She did not order me to write all of this and send it 
to you guys. No, you do this on your own accord every week. No, we never thought that. Yeah. No, never <laughs> again. <laughs> She's got a fucking knife up to his ass. You will write this. Right. <laughs> I did it on my own accord, I promise. And thanks for the concern leftovers from last week or five weeks ago. Uh, when you were reading her email about my attributes, I know you were worried there for a bit about me, but we have been happily married for seven and a half years, together for ten Love you, wife, and here is hoping we make it as the one and only Darth Bryan's tributes. Oh, man, sorry. Tough breaks. Tough breaks. Sorry. (laughs) Wow. If I had had feelings, that would hurt. (laughs) Thanks, Leftovers, for providing a show that the wife and I can listen to and enjoy together. You guys keep us laughing and entertained for the four to five hours a week. You guys talk about nonsensical crap. Keep up the bantering and bullshit. We love you guys. Oh, and if I don't make it as a tribute, Darth Brian, please know. Okay, yeah, well, let's see what you want to know because oh, that you're not. Please know I would be more than honored to build you whatever you need while you sit back and enjoy the PCL Hunger Games from the comfort of your protected home. And when you need a towel, I will be there with just the right one. Just the perfect towel. Do you have a jizz towel? Yeah. <laughs> no. That's no. all I need one for. Right. <laughs> I don't even use towels otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Unless for jizz? Yeah. So just all jizz. towels are just Right. Towels. Use my a towel. No, Jay's like a skunk. He just sprays wherever he wants to. <laughs> Jay doesn't give a shit. It'll just, dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoa, hey, Jay, not in the mic. <laughs> he says, Jay, keep on f- pop funkoing. And Jay, all I have to say to you is gobbledygook. Okay. I hope this email wasn't too long. This is Booner signing off. Booner, also known as the fan formerly known as Chris Hohola. So we got, we got through it, guys. Oh, yeah. Good Oof. job. I'm ready for a smoke now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. That was long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next email comes from Jeff. No, thank you, Chris. Thank you, RJ. I know I give you a lot of shit, but you guys are a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. So just don't send any more. <laughs> next email comes from Jeffrey. Give, give us a month or two. <laughs> Let us recover. <laughs> <laughs> Next email comes from Jeffrey Tuhig. I, as a rejected tribute from he who shall be not named, Jar Jar, Fun- Jar, Jar Funko Pops. Oh, ouch. Talking about you there, Jay. Ouch, bitter, some- bitter much. <laughs> <laughs> I now offer my... Oh, shit. No, he's just, he's just whoring himself out. No, no. I now offer my services to Jay. Oh, you don't want this fuck. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound appealing at all. I mean, I never, I never specifically <laughs> turned him down. I this, just, is, this is like Joaquin Phoenix saying <laughs> no to Marvel for Doctor Strange and then being stuck with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> this is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This guy's just making the rounds now. Yeah, I don't this, know. This guy is not loyal, Jay. Ooh. Next, he's going to be giving his tribute to Dan, who we haven't had on for a hundred fucking episodes. <laughs> <laughs> The wow. one true leftover. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of true. Yeah. And now for my services to Jay. <laughs> and will use my skills as a survivor of divorce court and as team member I will bring flowers for Finn and a helmet for the tribute who likes to be thrown. <laughs> I will keep my back filled with snacks to keep our energy up as it seems we be we will be <laughs> running for our freaking lives. <laughs> That's this guy's a real benedict, all right. He followed it up. He said so Jake rejected him. Wait, wait no, no, he didn't send another one. I'm reading something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
has something else with Jake Rejected. Yeah. Oh, there's more Jake Rejections? No, no, no. I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm reading the wrong email. But yeah, uh, fucking, uh, what are you thinking, Jay, about that? <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking no on that one. Yeah. I already have enough issues with my team right now. <laughs> I didn't officially reject him either. I just told him it was still up for consideration. No, I, I think he did say no at the end of it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he kind of... You kind of poo-pooed the idea, though. Yeah, I didn't completely shut the... I mean, it's shut now. <laughs> the door yeah. is shut. Yeah, but at the time, I think I think the door was still cracked open a little bit. Honestly, I think, like, he, I think he takes our theme song a little too seriously, where it says, uh, we're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, I, that, that's me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Jay will pick me up. <laughs> I just won't be able to forget the fact that he originally chose you, so... I don't blame yeah. you. I'm not taking your sloppy seconds either. Jay. Jealousy. Yeah. 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 Fuck well, you. I'm going to listen to Admiral Akbar on this one. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. Correct. Yeah. So is that in our theme song too? Yeah. Now he's gonna. Yeah. Don't even. Hey, Jeff. Don't even ask me, Chief. All right. Don't. I don't. Even, you're barking up the wrong tree. Dude. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm having a hard enough time choosing. You know. Be, you know. Between all the tributes that I have. Yeah. So, you know. The millions. <laughs> and millions. I'm on Jay with the wrestling reference. There you go. No. We're rock for you. <laughs> Next email comes from uh, Andre Garola. Hey, pop culture leftovers crew. No left out. This is for Brian, Jake, and Jay, the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering. At least he, at least he acknowledges us. That's nice. We got fucking Sylvia. Yeah. The one true leftover. <laughs> it was just Jake at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought in Dan Hill. Jake, do you think this is post-converted yeah, 3D? Yeah. Uh, and then me and Dan Hill brought you two in. Gen- oh, that's right. Genesis 1-1. <laughs> in the beginning, there was Jake. <laughs> Jake wept. Those are the only two verses I know. That's it, yeah. yeah. I broke off a rib, created, created you two guys. <laughs> did, did you break off the rib from Finn? Yeah. It, came, it came off really easy. It, no. it, was like a, it was like a Chili's baby back rib, very tender. It just came right off. I could never make you guys from Finn. You guys, you guys have spine. Oh, that's oh. oh, Finn. Andre Garola, this is for the original trilogy. I was just wanting to know if you guys were ever going to get back to Jake's tributes. You put out the shout-out, but we have heard nothing since then. I love your reviews on all the latest TV shows, movies reviews, and all the nonsensical bullshit that comes in between. Oh, Brian, it's Andre, not Andrew. Thanks for the shout-out, though. That was from that one, that listener that mispronounced my name. Well, he misspelled it, so... And uh, blah, 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 blah. thanks for the shout-out, though. I also agree my next anticipated movie is Spectre. I'm a James Bond fan all the way. Way to go, Jake. Oh, yeah, don't forget, Man of Steel still sucks. Yeah, it does. And spoiler, Spectre was pretty bad, too. Well, I mean, I was talking to Grub, and he enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't toss you it. You gave it a low yeah. taste. It. But, I mean, I'm sure Grub agrees it was no Skyfall. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But so, he, he enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah, I want... I want movies to get better each installment. Like that's the way it should be. Like if a movie, if the next movie isn't better than the last, then on some levels it's a failure. To that be. doesn't always happen though, and in the most cases, like they don't get better. Yeah. In a lot of movies, like it's very rare that you get like a Dark Knight or you get like a Godfather two or you get Superman two. Or, yeah. It's very rare, or even like uh, the second uh, Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I consider that a superior movie to the original. Oh, I do too. I do too. So, yeah, I still, I want, you know, it's it's a little bit of a letdown if the next one wasn't as good as the last one. Like right. you're more excited every time. Yeah. 
especially after a series that has run this long. You yeah. expect nothing but excellence if they're even going to bother, you know, putting it out or whatever. Especially as advertised as the closure of the Daniel Craig era, James Bond. I want him to go out with a big bang. Right. Yeah. Next email comes from Richard Kreider. He says, hey, Leftovers, just wanted to drop a line and say, after review of The Martian, I want to see it badly. Thanks. Also, thanks for being as passionate about Donnie Yen and martial arts as I am. I have followed martial arts since I was a kid, and I am old now. He's 50. So Nice. Yen or Kreider? Kreider. <laughs> Kreider is 50 years old. Isn't 50 the new 40? I believe so, yeah. Sure. Not the Kreider. He's fucking got one foot in the fucking grave and shit. <laughs> I can barely do these martial arts. <laughs> is he British? <laughs> no. 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 No, no. no. he's not. Sorry, right. loves Jay loves all our listeners. Just go ahead and offer your offer your uh, tri- as a tribute to Jay. <laughs> he, he doesn't even know any. I of know you. so much about. Is, is he British? <laughs> <laughs> he sounds British. Crider, Crider. That's what Crider. Richard Crider. Yeah, it sounds British, right? Hello, I'm Richard Crider. His- Jay, can I be your tribute? <laughs> oh, I. His Facebook profile picture is that motherfucking. Jay Leto Empire Magazine. Oh, I know. I've seen it. What the fuck are you doing with that shit, Richard? (laughs) I thought you were 50, not 16. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Justin Bieber Joker. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Joe Blow had uh, an article about that. The tattooed Joker. So we're going to talk about that, maybe. Fun times. (laughs) If we ever get through these fucking emails. So no. All right, so he goes, I I knew about Yip Man back uh, when in the early 70s, my dad always bought me Kung Fu magazines. I followed everything. I thought the martial arts world was dying, but after seeing people like Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, Tony Ja, and Donnie Yen, I know the martial arts world is very much alive. Woohoo. He puts that in there, and it's like, I can read it, you know, and it sounds fine, but, like, I have to read it in the email. And I don't know how to give a proper woohoo. Yeah. Woo! Or woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Richard, think about it. I want you to think about me next time, the guy reading it. You know what I mean? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have a little bit of consideration for me. Right. I'm a 37-year-old man. Yeah. And you're forcing me to say woohoo. <laughs> Why, instead, you know, might, might as well just put in there, hey, Brian, you're a big fucking pussy. <laughs> It's, it looks fine. I mean, as you're reading it, yeah. you can read it in your head and it's even fine. But I have to read it out loud to, like, you know, thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and i got to say woo-hoo. <laughs> Am I, you know what I mean? Yeah, you present that. I do. There, there's certain things. <laughs> there's certain things that I don't want to, like, you know, like, if you go to, like, a, I hate it when restaurants, like, name something fucking shitty. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll like, take the Rudy Tootie Fresh, fresh and fruity. fruity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my masculinity back. Can I get my dignity back after I order this fucking meal you have? God. And he's making me say fucking woohoo. Woohoo. Thank God. You know, like, if you buy a yoo-hoo, at least you don't have to, like, say anything about it. Right. You You just scan it. Yeah, scan that fucking thing. Yoo-hoo is so gross. Yeah. Any it milk, is. It's fucking milk water. Yeah, any milk chocolate that you water. don't have to refrigerate creeps yeah. me the fuck out. It's chocolate water. Yeah, it's gross. gross. It is gross. <laughs> Jay's like, God damn, I love you, who? I hate you. <laughs> I hate it too, man. Give me a tang any day. 
Oh, I, I loved Tang growing up. That was my fucking drink. I, I ate it raw. How's it feel, Richard? Your uh, your email's so fucking riveting that we're talking about fucking like classic drinks and shit from our childhood. Classic drinks. How's that make you feel, Chief? Oh, man. I'm still on the I'm still on the bring back ecto cooler train. Oh yeah. yeah, that was good, man. Yeah, with that new Ghostbusters movie, we need that ecto cooler back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave me energy, too. Paul Feig was on The Soup a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's what oh, you were cool. saying. He's great, man. He was great. And he made... He was, he was fucking... He was talking shit... Kind of, well, kind of talking shit about the fanboys that were going off. He goes like... Because uh, he, he produced the Peanuts movie recently, and, and he's doing the Ghostbusters movie, and like he came out on The Soup, and he's like, Stop killing my childhood, Paul Feig! And it was funny. <laughs> it's funny. So, I'm all, I'm all for the reboot. So... Donnie has two Hong Kong cop movies I am sure you need to watch. You'll see some of the usual co-stars. The movie that comes to mind right now is Flashpoint. Wow, what a movie. Surprised you didn't say woohoo again. Yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. What a movie. How do, how do I say woohoo? Woo. I think it's a little higher, right? Yeah, woo-hoo. I think I, woo-hoo. <laughs> like the blur song? The blur song. <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> When I feel heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a movie. Do a search on Donnie on Netflix. Uh, well, enough of my bullshit banter. Love you guys. No, <laughs> Love you, Bay. No. I, I, Richard Kreider, he's very vocal on our Facebook page, yeah. so I want to thank him. He's a yeah, good dude. guy. He's a good guy. And so I'm glad that, that uh, you know, I'm glad that we have listeners that are passionate about uh, our show. And then also... You know, shares like a, a love for Donnie Yen, who's new to me, yeah. and you've been a fan of him for quite a while. Yeah, so. fucking love Donnie Yen. Are we done with Donnie Yen emails? Fuck no. We got another one from... <laughs> we got another... We got, I'll take a Donnie Yen e- email over a Chris Vajola email any goddamn day of the week. That's true. Shit, 10 Donnie Yen emails still add up to like <laughs> half of a... <laughs> yeah. I'll say woohoo a hundred times before I need, read another fucking Chris Holy email. <laughs> These woohoos wake me up a bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Next email comes from Mark from Florida. Hi, leftovers and left outs. Just wanted to mention a couple of things. Number one, couldn't agree more with you all. Donnie Yen is the bomb. Netflix has a new film with him called Kung Fu Killer. I loved the movie. It has a couple of things going for it. Movie is set in modern times, but still features Kung Fu. The villain is outstanding. I believe his name is Bai Kwang Wang. He is something to see. And of course... (laughs) 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 Fuck it, let's do it again. (laughs) One more time. What's that villain? What's that villain's name? Bao Kwang Wang. Uh, I'm, I'm really trying to pronounce it here. I'm not trying to be offensive. It's <laughs> Bao Kwang Wang. Get Jay to pronounce it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, then it'll be offensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is something to see. And, of course, Donnie is great. Number two, Kung Fury on El Rey had the director on during commercials and mentioned some interesting things. Like, they only had one cop uniform. So the police station scene that they had to film it one person at a time. Oh, wow. Great show and best of luck to you all, old man. Old man Mark from Florida. So these old men, they love their fucking Donnie Yen, don't they? <laughs> I just love that Donnie Yen. <laughs> old man standard. Yeah. yeah, it's like once you hit fifty, it's like you got the Donnie Yen poster hanging on the wall. <laughs> you two are like old behind your beyond your years, loving oh, Donnie yeah, Yen, right? For sure, your old souls. Isn't Yen a form of currency? It is. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> interesting. How <fact>. interesting. <laughs> guys, our studio needs money. <laughs> this guy's last name, I think it makes money. Right. <laughs> Are you saying Donnie Yen's going to be the next leftover? I'm saying Donnie Yen's going to show up in the next dollar bill. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is dumb. This, is all, this conversation we're having right now is stupid. It needs to go away. Dumbest conversation we've ever had. <laughs> That's saying a lot. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And it's it's all the inspiration from a Mark from Florida email and also yeah. Richard Kreider. So thanks, guys. Old You've man. contributed to one of our worst conversations ever. <laughs> old man Mark. Old man Mark. And then there's a, there's old uh, Richard Kreider. At least he knows where he belongs in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Next email comes from Josh because these don't end, man. This is like four or five weeks of like emails. Oh, stop it! It's like <laughs> actually, I feel like I'm being waterboarded. When, when I when I when I when I when I said I said when I basically told the listeners to stop sending in the emails, most of them did, um, except for Jacob Harmon and and Jared Gafford, and I think maybe one or two others. Like they, I mean, I said stop the bleeding, and they're like, now let's open this wound up a little bit more. <laughs> And they sent some emails, but they're they're good emails, so I will read them. But the next email comes from Joshua Gutierrez, and he says, "Hi, leftovers, and whoever the fuck. It's been a while since I've wrote in. In conclusion, man of still still sucks dick holes. Oh man! Wow, another one. And he says, "Adios, Joshua. Butcher my last name because fuck my heritage, right?" <laughs> Yeah. Joshua Gutierrez. It, that is how it's pronounced. If I'm wrong, you tell me. But that it's Gutierrez. That's the whole email. That's the whole email. Oh, that's a great email. That's a good email. Man of Steel is not like a fine wine. Dude, Man of Steel is an amazing movie. I love that movie. Can, can, I, can I say something that's going to offend you? Sure. Big time. I'm going to put Man of Steel now mm-hmm. over Avengers. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. I, there's not a single Marvel movie that I would put over Man of Steel. Oh, oh man. Man of Steel, I'm going to put it over Avengers now. I'm putting it over Avengers. I think, I think some of the other Marvel movies have soured me. Right. I, I don't go back and watch the Avengers like I used to. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't go, I, but I will watch Man of Steel. There'll be times where I'm just like, I want to watch Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and um, I think it is an amazing piece of film. I really do. I would rather watch Tank Girl. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. guy, he collects Funko Pops. That's true. true story. Take true that story. into account. Yeah. I do not have a Man of Steel Funko Pop though. Man, <laughs> some extreme hatred. I like Man of Steel too, and I wouldn't insult it with a Funko Pop either. So. <laughs> they're, they're out there. Next email comes from uh, Kai Anderson. He says, "Hello, leftovers, Frank, and uh, dot dot dot. If Dave is there, I highly doubt it. Good guess. Yeah. Uh, this email was sent before Frank left, so um, you know, let's just not read it then. Okay. I'm Shoot kidding, Kai. One. I'll read it. <laughs> Damn it. He says." <laughs> Kai's, Kai's good. Kai's cool. First, Frank, I'm glad that you've come back. <laughs> well. Oh, man. Sorry to break the bad news. Yeah. Sorry to hear about your unfortunate recent events and hope things get better. Let us listeners know if there's anything we can do for you. Second, I don't know if you guys have spoken about the Comedy Central show Inside Amy Schumer. Either way, it is quite fantastically hilarious i have talked about yeah, you've gone links talking yeah. about it before yeah I've, well we've only got yeah kai let's go back through the library of 113 past episodes and if you can find which one i talk about inside amy schumer and yeah we need you to, can be a, you can be a fucking one of my tributes we, we need to we need a pcl historian yeah we do we need a fucking wiki page yeah <laughs> wiki 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 
No, but I mean, it's yeah, I've talked about it in the past. I Tupperware this show. I fucking I love Inside Amy Schumer. It Me is too. phenomenal. Yes. It is so good. I attached an hour-long Best of Inside Amy Schumer show YouTube video. If you get a chance to watch this, Frank and Jay, I know you won't. <laughs> but he knows us all too well. Yeah, no, not at all. Let me know what some of your favorite clips are. Um, dude, I, there, I, I'll be honest, just going off of memory from like the first few episodes, I still love the um, – the uh, the one from, I think it was like from the end of the first season where it was they took that show Aaron Sorkin's The Newsroom mm-hmm. and they put it inside of a fast food restaurant right <laughs> that was brilliant epic. yeah yeah uh, the one where the the one where she does the song about like poop uh, milk milk lemonade oh, yeah. or what was it was it and she talked she had like uh, yeah she had like two other workers it was like an ice cream shop or something no no I'm talking about the music video man where she's talking about oh, she's, the talking, music about, video, she's yeah. talking about women like their asses right like, we look at them as, like, as sexual and she's just telling us like, no this is where women shit right exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know I don't know there's just there's so many good inside Amy Schumer sketches I like how they throw in a little bit of her stand-up, and then I like it when she talks just to, like, interviews, like, like other comics that she's known from the business, or, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I just like that whole interview thing that she does, too. I, I love it. I think it, it, it is, uh, I, that and Key and Peele were, like, two of the best comedy shows on Comedy Central, and it really brought sketch comedy back. Yeah, for sure. So. Are those shows both done? No, Inside Amy Schumer's still going strong. Key and Peele had their last season. Okay. So, uh, third, I recently watched and read Gone Girl. The book has a lot more details than the film, of course, but what would you think of Gone Girl becoming an episodic series on either Netflix or HBO? Mm, I tossed that idea. I mean, I, it seems like the sto- the meat of the story is done. Right? I mean, eh. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, if you were to ask, like, people, like, uh, should they do, uh, an episodic TV show of 12 Monkeys, I would have been like, no, what can you do? And then, like, now I'm watching 12 Monkeys and I absolutely love it. And if you were to ask, like, people that are watching Fargo the same question, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it now. But, like, before they'd be like, "Ah, no, I saw the movie. I don't need anything else. It depends on the creative team involved. Those shows seem like they have, like, an open environment, though, with, with, like even though I agree that I'd be like, oh, do we need more of that expansion like, can, on the I, on the female character? Yeah, because like like uh, I always have thought that an excellent TV show would be based on the movie Memento. Yeah, I think that would be a great episodic TV show. Maybe this doesn't fit. I mean, but if somebody, I'm not I'm not saying like I'm all gung ho about it. Yeah. But on the flip side, I'm not counting it out either. I'd watch the pilot. I would watch the pilot too. So I agree with you. I, I would Memento would be interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. I love Memento. Yeah, Memento's great. Man, I I own that movie. I need to watch that again. One of my faves, man, for sure. Very good. One of the better Nolan movies. Brian, I I know you're annoyed by the length of this message, but this one, la- dude, Kai, I read a Chris Hahola email. <laughs> this is nothing. Small potatoes here. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like he he fucking dwarfed Cameron Wilson's email, which we used to fucking laugh at how big those were. Yeah, that shit's like nothing now. Exactly, it's like a kids' meal, right? Brian, I know you're annoyed with the, by the length of this. I'm really not. But this is the last point. After listening to the last episode, I went out and bought Ex Machina DVD, and I plan to watch it tomorrow night. I hope it lives up to the high ratings and boastings. You guys are all awesome. Keep up the high quality of shared content. Kai, I want to know your thoughts on Ex Machina. Uh, he, oh, he says, P.S.J., your personality and voice reminds me of Gabe Lewis from The Office. 
Uh, God damn it. Is that not good? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, Gabe's kind of an ass. Yeah, he kind of He's sucks. kind of a D-bag. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gabe's like one of the biggest D-bag characters on the show. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> You're way more of a gym, Jay. I got your back. No, I'm not. Well, compared to Gabe. <laughs> whatever. Whatever you guys think. That's uh, fine. This right. is over my head, yeah. not not having watched. Wow, calling you a Gabe. <laughs> As a compliment. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to the new... Uh, he's talking about Ex Machina. But Matthew Chikella talked about it again on his podcast no. on the last episode. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen to it. Because he rewatched it, right? I don't know if he rewatched it again. Oh. I, he probably did, and he's probably shitting on it again. Man. So, I'm excited to hear what Kai thinks. How could you? about it? Yeah, Kai, let us know what you thought about Ex Machina. Hmm. Not in an email. You can just, just let us know. <laughs> That's a, that's a lot of faith in us to go spend your hard-earned money on a movie you've never even seen. Actually, no, Kai, send me an email about what you thought about Ex Machina. And at the uh, if you liked it, at the end of the email, just like put, like, Matthew Chikello, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Matthew, you know, Matt, Matthew's awesome. I love Matthew. Matthew's great. Matthew's great. So, next email comes from, you know what, you know what, fuck this next email. Let's take a break. Yes. <laughs> Break time. We're going to break it up because uh, next email is going to come to – it's uh, Eric Marable with, oh, a, cool. with an email. Oh, shit. How drunk was he? Dude, he sent like a few of them. <laughs> Honestly, I love you guys. He, he got drunk and he sent us like – he got like – he sent us like three emails. I got two of them here. I'm not going to read the third one. But like he sent like – he gets drunk and he sends us emails, like drunken emails. <laughs> yeah. Last awesome. night, Jacob Harmon got drunk and was tweeting us. Oh, I saw that a bit. Yeah. I saw a bit of that. We had a, uh, another drunken Harmon spotting. So that was fun. <laughs> drunken karaoke. It sounded drunken like. karaoke going on. So yeah, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Uh, finishing, uh, you know, another give, bro, another fucking hour of your fucking emails, <laughs> motherfuckers. Christ, listen to me. I'm I, so important. I'm gonna quit. You think you guys can get Dan Hill back? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him some tributes. <laughs> All right, be right back. a good one. <laughs> Inside joke, leftover army. Yeah, you'll never, you'll never learn. In your final episode, final episode, we might tell you. Yeah. 
All right, guys, we got an uh, email here uh, from Eric Marable, and uh, the the the, the iron. Uh, you know, fuck it, I'm going to read this fucking thing. Here we go. Hey, leftovers. Dot dot dot. And Frank, welcome, welcome the fuck back, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry to burst your bubble there, Chief. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Fuck Heroes Reborn. He oh. can suck a bag of dicks. Okay. He, he's he's a poet, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric Marable. Isn't he? Such a well-spoken, yeah. eloquent. Regular long fellow of emails. Yeah. Drips up the tongue. He's, he's the fine wine of emailers. <laughs> Yeah, half of that's true. I mean, Oracle of Wisdom. What do you What do you have to say this week about Heroes Reborn? Uh, g- give me Give me the wrap up. Oh, it can suck a bag of dicks. Yeah. Hmm. You guys keeping up with Heroes Reborn? Huh? No, no yeah. I watched the second episode and I was out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. have you guys seen Hand of God on Amazon? I wish. I know. I don't have the Amazon service. No. Looks good. If Amazon would charge a monthly rate, I would think about it. You got to be Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, and you got to like put out like 80 bucks right at once or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to do that. Ron Perlman plays a corrupt no morals judge that's uh, son is on life support after shooting himself in the head after being forced to watch his wife get raped. <laughs> Sounds like a light show. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> after he was forced to read a Chris Ahola email. <laughs> 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 is this on, this is on ABC Family, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Comes on right after Melissa. Starts off pretty light, but it gets dark later. It's on Disney. Disney, Disney XD. XD. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Sex D. Am I right? Whoa. Somebody gets sex in the, with the old D. Whoa. The big D. <laughs> Extra D. Are, are we, we're not making lighter of this rape. No, we? we're That's not. horrible. No, That's nothing no. to do with That's, rape. No. Maybe, yeah. maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> he says then Perlman gets a religious epiphany and gets signs that lead him to look for the rapist and he hires Garrett Dillahunt from Raising Hope to be his muscle. It's dark, brutal and fucking good. Not as good as these uh, four October fests. But good. Yeah, if you don't know anything about uh, Eric Marable, he's our resident drunk. <laughs> yes, true story. So I got another email from our favorite drunk listener, Eric Marable, the creator of the old cock block at mm. 2.24 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> he's up. Fucking, no, he's wasted. He's he, past 10 p.m. Yeah, he's fucking drunk out of his fucking gourd. <laughs> Here goes his, his second fucking email. Fucking incoherent ramble. Heroes are born. <laughs> Sucks a bag of dick. Bag of dicks. Hey, leftovers. Dot dot dot. And Frank, I'm not drunk, but my wife wander, wandered into the garage today. Shit, it's after twelve. So yesterday, and I was what the hell? Why are you talking about your wife wandering into the garage? <laughs> like this has nothing. To, does this have anything to do with anything in this email? Causes <laughs> drawing cocks. This is so. No, it's just. No, hold on, hold on. It goes it, right after that. He goes, shit. It's after twelve. So yesterday, and I yesterday, and I was listening. That makes no sense. <laughs> he is drunk. It was duting Jake's leg. He spelled duting. What the fuck is duting? Duting. D-U-T-I-N-G. When you're drinking, you got to turn spell check on. Yeah. It was duting Jake's Lego oh, during. But he's... He, oh, yeah. It was It was during Jake's Lego review, but Brian's rant on Lego movie. So apparently he's... He's wanting to let us know what we were talking about and when his, he was, as his wife is fucking wandering into the. 
just wandering just around. Sleepwalking? <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? We, we know what we're talking about. I don't need your help. Oh, okay. So she's in the garage at midnight. And she was like, oh, my God, I think he hates the Lego mu- movie. Talking about me. Because yeah. I do hate it. few swear words. And she said, this is the podcast you did the cock block for? <laughs> yeah, I see why you like them. Shit, I'm drinking again. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck the Lego movie. Fuck Funkos. Can't wait for this month's loot crate. And I'm working on the next cock block. It's going to rock. <laughs> he is a poet. There's that poetry, yeah. Damn, I'm drinking. Keep on kicking ass. And then he sent another fucking email. I'm not going to read that one. I kind of want to hear it now. Complete the trilogy. But now, yeah, here we go. Here, no, it, there's the third one, but I'll read the fourth one that I literally just got like two hours ago. Hey, leftovers and army. Sorry I haven't drunk emailed you. I passed out. May the force be with you always. <laughs> That's, it? That's the email? That's the fucking email. It's like, why well, you got to follow up with that? <laughs> Draw a dick or two. <laughs> Just draw, draw a dick. Settle down. Yeah. Drinking Jeez. on a Sunday, too. Eric, Jeez. Drinking on a Sunday. <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, me, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very accepting drink. <laughs> Next email comes from Wayne Brunius. Oh, that guy. Can't get enough of him, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's World. Party time? Not so excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, leftovers. That, 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 and Frank, maybe. Stop it with the Frank! Uh, We miss him, too, though. Yes. We do miss him. So I've been watching Heroes Reborn lately. (laughs) 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 Heard some things about that show. Uh, something about a bag and some dicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's it. And I have to say that this show has the worst special effects on TV today. Uh. I thought that ABC shows had bad green screen budgets, but Heroes looks like they're using a moldy green screen and their camera lenses haven't been cleaned in ages. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but The Flash just isn't exciting this season. I think that they're relying too much on the procedural aspects while sacrificing the mythology. Meanwhile, I've been loving season two of Gotham and iZombie. Yeah, I'm flip-flopping there. I haven't watched iZombie. I'm going to check up. The first season's on Hulu now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start watching that, hopefully. It's on Netflix, too, I think, if you want to avoid it? commercials. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I've been uh, loving the season two of Gotham. I started, like, the first ten minutes of that last fucking Gotham episode. I haven't finished this last one, the Barbara Keen centric mm-hmm. one. And uh, man, she's a horrible actress. Yeah, she's awful. Is that Gordon's X? X, okay. Horrible. Yeah, she's yeah. awful. And it, she, the transition of her character from being like normal Barbara Keen to like crazy psychotic in the season is just unwarranted. Yeah, she right. watched. She 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 killed her parents because this guy brainwashed her. It's like. I don't understand like how everybody in the show gets brainwashed. Like the the one dude that used to work for the the thug that used to work for Fish, Fish Mooney, right? Got brainwashed into working for the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Then they brainwashed him again. Now he's working for Gallivant, right? <laughs> and uh, it's bizarre. And now he's got that fucking uh, uh, Gallagher mallet for a fucking hand. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen that f- yet. Yeah, they cut off his fucking uh, Penguin. Cut off his fucking hand. Replaced it with fucking Thor's Mjolnir hammer. <laughs> And he's running around with a big goddamn fucking mallet on his fucking hand. So it's not getting any better. <laughs> well, I mean, we had two episodes that I enjoyed. I mean, uh-huh. we had, you know, the penguin after his mother got killed and shit like that. I was like, this show is like, it's on to something. Right. Something cool is happening on this show. I'm digging it. 
and then they go back to this fucking Barbara Keen bullshit, yeah. which I, I could give a rat's ass about fucking Barbara Keen yeah. and her fucking weird mm. Harley Quinn transition here. And so. <laughs> I just think that both of those shows are firing on all cylinders. Uh, they are currently my favorite of the DC shows right now. Also, I think it's about time for a DC news bumper. <laughs> I, I know it's so bad, but I made it while hopped up on King Cake Vodka while watching the Saints and Falcons game. Oh, shit, I don't have that ready to play. Oh, damn. Is Got- it good? No, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Wayne Brunius. <laughs> Maybe I'll play that next week. I just don't. I don't have it loaded up right now. Sorry, right. Wayne. It was garbage anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. Next email comes from Joe Bruno. What's up, my PCL amigos? I just wanted to hit you guys up about the Marvel versus DC directors debate. First off, I just want to say I am a fan of both, and I also enjoyed Man of Steel. I don't mind that Marvel continues to hire no-name directors and micromanage them. Marvel knows what the fans want for the most part. So they try to translate these classic stories to film without the micromanaging and directors with egos who want to do things their way. We get movies like Fantastic Four, Batman Forever, and Superman Returns. Angley's Hulk, uh, yeah, just uh, Ang- and Angling's Hulk, just to uh, name a few. Uh, it has taken years for these superhero movies to be awesome. Marvel's formula works, and they are giving unknown directors a shot that other studios wouldn't. Here's hoping Zack Snyder delivers with Batman v Superman, but I have my doubts. Keep up the bad work, fellas. Gangsta as fuck as always. That's <laughs> Joe Bruno. I don't know, man. Um, I, I honestly think like a lot of the... I think Batman Forever is Schumacher's fault. Mm-hmm. Superman Returns, it was the fact that I don't think that... that um, Singers that great at action, right. no. Uh, Angley's Hulk. That let's not even get started there. But <laughs> Fanta- dogs. But Fantastic Four. I think that was studio involvement. I think they made a bad choice of the director anyway. They, I think they knew what Trank would do with it anyway. Mm-hmm. He wanted to turn this into like uh, like body horror movie and like more sciency. And I think it's Fox's fault for hiring him if they didn't like what he was doing. Yeah, he was untested. Yeah. So, not enough body of work, I think, to give him that much responsibility. Right. Next email comes from Connor. Hello, Leftovers. I've been loving the new Star Wars board game, Star Wars Imperial Assault, and I was just wondering what your favorite board game was. <laughs> Keep the swears coming. Fuck. Remember, remember Connor? Uh, he's, he, your clean mouth friend, Connor. Remember oh. Connor? He was the one who, he doesn't curse, but he's like, you know what? You guys can curse. I don't give a shit. Right. He's he cool didn't say him. that. That was just me paraphrasing. <laughs> That's fucking nice of he's him. He's like, I don't give a, uh, a, 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 did you see crap? Crap. Shoot in the bucket, maybe. Yeah. I don't give a Sith. <laughs> he's a Star Wars fan, too. Right. <laughs> so he loves that board game. What's your favorite board game? Hmm. I want to know more about the Star Wars board game. Is it a new one? I don't know. Yeah. Ask fucking Connor. Connor, let me let me know. Should I be playing this? Is my game? name Connor. You're looking at me asking me that question. I'm looking at. I don't know. Making me. Make... So, right. <laughs> no, you could you could address it to Connor. Connor, let me know. Yeah, you're looking at me and asking that question. How much does it cost? How many players do I need? Because I don't have very many friends. So let me know. <laughs> I always like Clue. Clue. That was my favorite board game. I think. Yeah. I'm a Monopoly guy. Monopoly. Yeah. I always got mad, too mad at Monopoly to enjoy it. I like playing Monopoly for money. Can I blow your mind? Yeah. yeah. I have never played Monopoly. Really? In oh, my entire sure. life. Wow. It's fun. 
Never played Monopoly. We should play Monopoly. Right yeah, we should definitely play Monopoly. We should break your Monopoly cherry. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mine is probably Risk. Risk is a good one. Risk Love is Risk. Fun. Yeah, I yeah, like Risk. So. Risk is in my top five for sure. Next email comes from Bridget. She says, hey, Leftovers. Bridget, you know Bridget Bacala. Oh, yeah. Long-time listener. Hey, Leftovers. First of all, welcome back, Frank. Hey, Frank. Yay. Welcome back, Frank. Welcome back, Kata. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's about to choke on his beer. <laughs> Wait till I'm done. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> she says, so happy to hear that you're back. Oh, wah, 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 wah. But she says, and my sympathy, sympathies. Uh, on your loss, I almost said symphonies. Symphonies, yeah. like you know. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's an orchestra. Yeah, I wish I had a fucking. Symphony. That'd be yeah, yeah like be whatever I'm feeling. I had like a symphony behind me. Yeah, don't like, be sorry for know. my symphonies. If I'm, yeah, if I'm my symphonies. If I'm happy, like the woodwinds are like all up and like. Absolutely. You know, if I'm sad, you hear like. Burr, 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 you know, <laughs> frantic. You yeah, like, flight of the bumblebees. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm telling a bad joke, they'll just go, wop, 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 Yeah, the big cane will pull me off the stage. <laughs> I felt compelled to write in regarding Batfleck after hearing Brian's opinions about people drinking the Kool-Aid after only seeing a few seconds of footage. Batman isn't my favorite superhero but by, by any means, but I have enjoyed watching the films that have come out. However, Christian Bale's Batman drove me bonkers because I could hardly understand his growling or grumbling, (laughs) so anyone besides him just might be an improvement. As far as Ben Affleck in the role, I'm freezing Batman v Superman. I'm not a Ben Affleck fangirl by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't go see Gone Girl because the ending of the book pissed me off so bad I literally tossed the book across the room in frustration. (laughs) Lastly... The PCL hunger. Okay, we're gonna talk about the. Are we gonna talk. We talked about that in fucking. Yeah, she's a bail hater though. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was. I, I mean, it was. It was more so in like uh, the second one. Oh it was yeah, really bad. In that yeah, one. it was really bad. He even in that admittedly one. said yeah. that he did more of it in this one. <clears throat> <laughs> Lastly, the PCL Hunger Games. I'm offering myself up uh, up as a swing fighter in case someone either dies prematurely or backs out. Since I am Slytherin, I'm all about self-preservation. Mm. Can't trust a Slytherin. No. Mm. Can't trust a swing fighter either. No. 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 What are my qualifications, you ask? No, we didn't. We don't, we don't, we don't trust you, so we don't. <laughs> they assume a lot of yeah, us. Yeah, they do. And those guys are they like, like asking a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of assumptions here in the old PCL Hunger Games. <laughs> I'm a Reiki healer. I've survived a Battle Royale LARP, which says a lot. <laughs> Since the DM used the cosplay detonation collars, Ooh. you don't see those in the Hunger Games, do you? No. no there don't. will be no LARPing in the Hunger Games. <laughs> and I have keenly honed intuition. This may not sound like much to you guys, and it's not, but that's why I'm volunteering for Swing. Okay. So, mm, yeah. This isn't promising. <laughs> <laughs> Just an aside for Brian, the collars were used as a way to keep track of the 42 students in Battle Royale. Operated by remote, it had a satellite GPS system and monitored the students' vital signs as well as held a microphone. If one of the students was caught in a danger zone, 
After the posted time, their collar was detonated by remote and they died. If there was no winner at the end of the three days, any remaining students were killed by remote collar detonation. Okay, that's it. Take care, guys, and keep up the great work. You haven't seen that yet? I have not seen Battle Royale. Is it on Netflix or something? I, I believe so. Yeah, I should probably watch that one. We're seeing. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. It's good. I'll take your word for it. I hear in uh, Europe they call them a Battle Royale with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But uh, boom. That is true. <laughs> a little bit of Pulp Fiction uh, humor there for you. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next email comes from Finn Beatscreen. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jay, Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Somebody Jay take loves him. his tribute. He's yeah. been taking a lot of shit lately. I had to give him a little. So, somebody, <laughs> somebody tickled your funny bone there. Jeez. I love you, Finn. I like Finn. Yeah. He's a good dude. I like Finn, too. Hey, leftovers. Yeah, we always have to. We shit on him, and then like we have to end it up with, oh, we like him. Love you, man. If we hate you, we just don't even talk about you. That's true. Very that true. is very true. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice your name not ever being mentioned, mm-hmm. we think hate, about it. Probably yeah. hate you. That's, that's uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and downloads go down again. Look at that. And I continue to not care. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Leftovers and Frank. I'm very glad that Frank is back. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Frank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I miss this fun-loving self. I've been continuously listening to nerd porn. I had a hard time saying listening there, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> that was a struggle, wasn't it? <laughs> I was continuously listening. It's like an Eric Marable email. I was thinking the same thing. Fucking incoherent. (laughs) She just wanders into the room. Doobing. Doobing the Frank talk. Words hard hurting. Ouch. Uh, I've been continuously listening to nerd porn, and it just gets better and better. Thank you guys for turning me on to them. I have been watching a lot of the fall TV shows. Uh, and I have now officially dropped off of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, buddy! It is shit. Thank you, Finn. Garbage. I didn't enjoy what they did with this series and thought it could have been much better. It was poorly acted and overall not very interesting. <laughs> My new favorite fall TV show is Quantico on ABC. Here's the description. A diverse group of recruits has arrived at the FBI Quantico base for training. They are the best, the brightest, and the most vetted, so it seems impossible that one of them is suspected of masterminding the biggest attack on New York City since 9-11. The show keeps you interested while not falling into being a procedural crime drama, and I Tupperware it so far. What fall TV shows are you guys still watching? Blindspot and Limitless are both taste-its for me. Yeah, what am I still watching? I'm still watching The Muppets. Oh, I dropped off to that after three episodes. I'm still watching Scream Queens. Dropped off of that. Jay Tupperware, did how, how many episodes are you in on uh, the old Scream Queens there, Jay? Uh, two. Two? <laughs> Big old Tupperware for I'm you. I'm like six in on Scream Queens. I will be catching up on Scream Queens, yeah, for sure. I'll watch all those. I think that might be it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not watching Limitless or Blinds. I, I wasn't interested. I dropped off both of those. Yeah. I dropped off Minority Report. I'm three episodes in on The Grinder. I'm going to continue to watch it. I, I love The Grinder. I do want to watch The Grinder. It's so Rob Lowe is fantastic yeah. in this. What's the other one? Grand Grand with the grand grandfather. grandfather. I watched the first episode and I kind of liked it, but I haven't watched any of the others. That that seems like it's up my alley. But yeah, other than that, I haven't. I'm still trying to watch Supergirl. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. it. I'm still watching it. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, what, what, uh, what else? 
Uh, second season of Last Man on Earth. Mm. So good. Has it been? So good. That show's awesome. The whole I love show's the first great. season. I need to catch up on some Oh, it's season. so fucking good. Did you watch the season finale? Yes. What about, what did you think of Jason Sudeikis at the end? I liked it. I love Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I need to watch that. I think that's all on Hulu. Yeah. Sunday night's a bad night for my DVR. Mm. Trying to think, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the new shows that I have been watching that I'm still sticking with. I know there's got to be, like, one more. I know Gafford's really been pushing that Quantico. I haven't hmm. seen it. I haven't even heard of it until this email. Yeah. I've heard a lot of negative things about it. Really? From everyone but... Quantano. Quantano. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not the type to hate something that I've never seen, but honestly, Quantum I, I am that type. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum no-go. Quantum blow. Quantum oh no. <laughs> Quanta... <laughs> Quanta blow. <laughs> that one hit me. A little bit of an aftershock. <laughs> if I like it, I'll quanta eat crow. Quanta oh! Wow. Yeah, I think that's it though. Muppets, Scream Queens, that's it. Uh, I dropped. I couldn't. I couldn't continue to watch Muppets. Yeah, it's getting a complete overhaul. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it needs it. The writer quit, and they're like. It got a full season order, but like they're going to completely switch it up for the second season. Yeah. Not a lot of good new comedies came out. No. Life in Pieces, I dropped off of that one. Yeah. And it might be good. I just, like, it's just, I'm going to, I just can't watch too many. You guys were so high on that, too. It didn't seem worth my time. I don't know. It's just like, I, I just wasn't fiending to watch that second episode. Yeah. And even though. I've I've been watching more original series on um, the one show I will talk about maybe in Good Pop Bad Pop is a Hulu original series called Casual. Oh, okay, that's the show that has and then of course I've been watching Nathan for you. I'm all caught up. I've yeah. watched every episode. I've been watching like more like Hulu original series than I have been like what's on TV because like I and Casual you'll like this Jake. They drop it week to week. It comes out every Wednesday. Oh, I love it. I do so, love it. So, fuck that, dude. I want to watch. I would binge watch the fuck out of Casual. Yeah. I would, like, if they had, like, all, like, ten episodes or whatever, I would watch all ten right in a row. Because I watched the first six in a row. Damn it. I want to skip ahead. Skip emails. Tell me about Casual. Do <laughs> uh, you want me to tell you about Casual? I do want to hear about Let me it. Go, fuck. I'm, uh, uh, we'll... We'll get back to this email, but I'll talk to you about Casual right now. Uh, Casual, it's a new comedy series about a bachelor brother and his newly divorced sister living under one roof again. Together, they coach each other through the crazy world of dating while raising their teenage daughter. Uh, it stars uh, Michaela Watkins. Um, she plays Valerie Myers in this. She was in the Wet Hot American Summer First Day of Camp. She's been in Wanderlust. Um, she was in Children's Hospital. She was in. She stars in The Goldbergs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a very funny, yeah, she's uh, comedic awesome. act- actress. Uh, Tom Tommy Dewey is Alex, her brother, and then Tara Lynn Barr is her daughter, Laura Myers. Uh, and then also, if you're a Melissa and Joey fan like I was, Taylor Spritler, she's also in this. She plays one of uh, uh, Tara Lynn Barr's friends in this. This show is a Tupperware. I love Casual. It, it is, it's a smart comedy, and there's nothing really like it. Eliza Coop has joined the cast within the last two episodes. I was a big fan of her on uh, Benched and Happy Endings. Um, but it's basically it's, – it's a very progressive type show. It, it shows like a woman. She's living with her brother, and she's like in her late 30s. She's like 30, 39 or something like that. Okay. And she's been in – she had been in a marriage, and now she's back out there in the dating world. And it deals with like the relationships between her, the brother, and the daughter. 
and she's very like open to like her daughter and like you know she gives her daughter condoms and stuff like that if her teenage daughter is going to have sex she wanted to be protected it is it's funny it's progressive it's it's a great show. I Tupperware this. I highly recommend watching Casual on Hulu. Half an hour format. Half an hour format. Okay. Definitely watch like the, at least the few the first few episodes. And there's, um, I love the character of Leon. He's only been in three episodes, but he is a funny character. I, th- th- this show is so good. Okay. It is so damn good. I love Casual. So Hulu's doing some good shit. Yeah, it took yeah. Hulu a while to get caught up to like Netflix, but it yeah. seems like they've been. Yeah. Doing a little bit better on original programming. Absolutely. And casual is, I think casual is a good step in the, the right direction. Definitely watch like the first few episodes. I think you'll, you'll get sucked in. I like how like the beginning of the show, even like during like the, the opening, uh, like credits or whatever, like they'll show like, um, spinning through like the, you know, single, divorced, married, or what, no, what people are looking for. Oh, okay. And then like it ends up on casual. And right. It, it, the, the brother actually, uh, is like the, uh, he, uh, created a dating website and it's got its own algorithm to find a match for you and mm. everything. And he put up a, a real profile and he'd never had any hits on it. And then he put up like a fake one because he knew what women were looking for. Mm-hmm. And he had like over 4,000 women <laughs> that he matched up with. And he like, you know, he was just having like, you know, like meaningless sex with all these different women. And he finally meets one woman that meets all the criteria of his real profile. And it's Eliza Coop. Come to find out she's just looking for casual sex. She's, right. she's got a boyfriend and uh-huh. he's like the mistress. It's mm. this show. And that doesn't even happen until episode six. The, the young girl has a crush on her uh, teacher, mm-hmm. like her uh, English teacher, writing teacher or whatever, and uh, the mother starts to kind of like have a relationship with him. This show is so good. It's funny. It's, 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 it's a smart comedy. So if you don't like smart comedies, if you just want dick and fart jokes, you're not going to get it here. <laughs> okay. This is a smart fucking comedy. I love it. So that's casual. Cool. All right. Thank you. Fucking check that out. Yeah. yeah. Back to Ben's email. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the middle of a After the scathing yeah. review. <laughs> back, to, back to Quanta Blow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quantico. As I am writing this, I have just watched the new Star Wars trailer, and it's a Tupperware, Tupperware, Tupperware. This trailer blew my balls off. Wow. <laughs> Not saying much. Not hard. They haven't even dropped it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I think it I think it did everything right. Probably the best trailer I have seen in recent memory. I personally do not think that Ray is crying over Chewbacca's dead body for the sole reason that she most likely hasn't known him for very long and probably doesn't have a huge emotional connection to him. My best guess is she is probably crying over Finn. Seems like they would be the closest out of the characters. It sounds like the Hunger Games. I'm getting confused here. <laughs> sounds like somebody we'll on, crying over Finn. Too. Somebody on Jay's team is crying over Finn's dead body. Spoiler. <laughs> it's weird how fiction imitates real life. It's close to home. <laughs> it does. It seems like they would be the closest out of the characters. Who knows? I could be full of crap. Thank you guys for always reading my emails. It is most appreciated. Your loyal, scrawny, throwable listener, Finn. Hashtag Team J. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Throwable. Thanks, <laughs> He's very throwable. <laughs> yep. It's going to be a new Olympic sport. Finn, Finn, Finn throwing. <laughs> That'll be like the... Actually, that's what the Hunger Games is going to be. Who can toss him the farthest? <laughs> yeah. you know, he'll be dead after like the... The first toss. Yeah. They'll just be throwing a dead carcass around. 
<laughs> I feel sorry for the guy that actually has to throw like the live fin. It's going to be harder. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's going to be a lot easier throwing a lifeless fin. Yeah. yeah no, no, sure. he's not going to put up a fight. Yeah, just grab him by the ankles and swing around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next email comes from Rob from New Jersey. Hey, leftovers and Frank. God damn it! Second to stop. <laughs> just, take a couple weeks. It's going to take a few weeks for people to catch up. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you, uh, thank you for all you do. I've had a rough month. My girlfriend of five years broke up with me. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that too. It sucks, dude. I take care of my grandmother who's very sick during the night until usually three in the morning. Then I'll get my younger sister up at seven thirty for school, all while going to work and getting through school. I'm a pretty shy person and don't have many friends, but when I listen to your podcast, it feels like a conversation I'd have with the people about geeky shit that I love. You guys have helped me get through some rough times and just wanted to show my appreciations. Uh, appreciation. I put, I said plural. Why did I say appreciations? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to show my multiple appreciations. It's a lot of appreciating. Hi, my name's Brian. I can't read. I'm a fucking idiot. You guys kick the shit out of all the other shows I listen to. That's the best compliment I think we've ever got. And I think it's Fuck, true. Yeah, yeah, we literally kick the shit out of other shows. We yeah. do. Last week I would have said we're the Ronda Rousey of podcasts. <laughs> Maybe not this week. No, no. <laughs> not this week. <laughs> no one's fallen over yet. Rubbing it, rubbing it in. <laughs> help me, Rhonda. Help, help me. Somebody needs to put that on the internet. Oh, yeah. For they need sure. to play that Beach Boys song while she's getting her fucking head kicked oh, in. Oh, that's terrible. Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Help me, Rhonda. Now, stop kicking my head. <laughs> Please stop kicking my head. That's the best part. That's great. <laughs> Thanks for all that you do. This Right off the top of my head, guys. Yeah. That's I know. That's right right you know what I mean? The free, ro- the Rhonda? Free flowing, man. Free flowing. Jeez. Nice. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Love good that shed. Song, good too. shed. Anyway. <laughs> Love that <laughs> shit. Sounds like we helped Rob out in a hard time. He says, Thanks for all that you do and being there for me whether you knew it or not. I didn't know it until you just told me and yeah. it, that's awesome, man. Because like we've all been there. Fucking, you know. Oh, for sure. Girls can fucking they can break your heart, man. Yeah. They can fucking they can rip your heart out and then fucking like step on it and shit. Yeah. And it's <laughs> nice to be yeah. We know this, man. Right. Podcast did the same for me after I was in a 6-year relationship and all that went to shit. It was podcasts were like my best fucking friend. Yep. Yeah. So I can totally relate. Yeah. So, Rob, thank you for letting us know this, man. That's awesome. But you know what? What you need to do is you just need to take just take it head on, like like Ronda Rousey. Maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> don't hurt, don't hurt yourself. Maybe. Leave Ronda alone, right? Next email comes from Jacob Harmon. He says, "Hey guys." Sorry for the Sunday email, Brian. But hopefully, does he sent this two weeks ago? Oh, I was going to say, was it this Sunday? No, he sent it two weeks ago. Back when we weren't reading these damn things. <laughs> hey guys, sorry for the Sunday email, Brian, but hopefully it doesn't mess up your show notes too bad. It's like a little bearded bonus email mm. just for you. <laughs> so uh, he says, I do hope you're feeling better. Uh, also, living in rural New England, there are a bunch of deaths each year attributed to people hitting deer while driving. Mm. Glad to hear that there wasn't much damage done to the car, and more importantly, that you're okay. Uh, yes. That's I nice of him. Very nice. 
so, big news first. We have our official cast for the January 2017 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Naomi Scott as the Pink Ranger. Dake, da- let me spell this name out for you. D-A-C-R-E. Is that Dockery or Daker? I don't know. Dacker. Green Dacre. Dacres. Is he the Green Ranger? Uh, Dacre Montgomery as the Red Ranger. <laughs> oh, darn. Green Dacre is the place to <laughs> yeah, be. Exactly. Arnold the Pig as the Blue Ranger. <laughs> Zsa Zsa Gabor as the... <laughs> this is legit, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Dockery Montgomery as the Red Ranger. RJ Seiler as the Blue Ranger. Ludy Lynn as the Black Ranger. And Becky Gomez as the Yellow Ranger. Um, basically, uh, random names as random characters. Yes, people I've never heard mm-hmm. of in my life mm-hmm. that I couldn't pick out of a police lineup. Yeah. Billy Thompson <laughs> as the Fuchsia Ranger. Um, Scott... Penkle butt, yeah. Jerenthal. Yes, Scott Jerenthal <laughs> as the uh, Periwinkle yeah, Ranger. Periwinkle. That is a color. Look it up in the Crayola catalog, everyone. Periwinkle. The bright side is that all of these people have acted before. Well, that's a yeah. There you go. Thank God. I did not know that. Well, shit. <laughs> I honestly didn't. Yeah. Things are looking up for the old Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a pre-Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> Actual actors. That'll be a first. <laughs> Scott and Siler have acted in two pretty big movies, The Martian and Me, Earl and The Dying Girl, respectively. I still haven't seen that Earl and The Dying Girl yet. I want to see that. Yeah. Ludie Lynn looks pretty badass. Dude sure is built to be a ranger. Montgomery has acting credits, but nothing I'm familiar with. His character is supposed to be a quarterback, and he sure looks the part. Becky Gun... Well, that, you know, shit, fucking Daniel Cudmore. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our Colossus. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a fucking, you know, football player. Yeah, and look what happened to him. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Fired, basically. No, we will not be using you in the Deadpool movie. <laughs> nice crew cut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Jay. Glad he's been working on that Russian accent. Oh, wait! <laughs> no, that's a part of the character we don't give a shit about. <laughs> Becky Gomez is, is better known by her stage name of Becky G. She's a pretty popular singer. Has acted on the show Empire. Mm-mm. Who is she on Empire? I don't know. I'm. I haven't finished the first season. Uh, I wonder if she's. The, I'm like on episode nine of the first. I season. wonder if she's the girlfriend of um the one some that does all the rap. <gasps> oh, I bet she is. Yeah, I bet she is. Yeah, that sounds about right. All in all, I think this is a pretty solid cast. As long as the plot isn't shit, I'll be happy. Aside from the cast, there is some talent on the crew side. Various people with various credits and including a few pre, uh, producers from The Hunger Games. The music will be put, done by the great Ron Wasserman, who originally made the music for the TV series. He's an incredibly talented dude, and I can't wait to hear what he does for the soundtrack. Aside from that, I'm headed to Rhode Island Comic Con next week. Two years I got, two years I, uh, I got my uh, All-Valley Karate Championship poster autographed by Zapka. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. This year, uh, Machio. We'll add his signature, and I will be very happy. Carrie Fisher will be there, and I can't wait to ask her what it was like working with two of the biggest legends in cinema history back in their prime, Aykroyd and Belushi. So you're talking about the <laughs> talking about the Blues Brothers there. Nice. I'll be sure to try and get a bumper or two recorded for you guys. 
I haven't gotten those yet, so it looks like he failed mm-hmm. on that level. No so. Carrie Fisher PCL bumper? Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I just came. Yeah, I would still, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what would you still do? I'd still come, for sure. <laughs> on Back to the Future Day, I bought two Thursday night tickets for Star Wars. My mom took me to see episode one of the midnight release. And now I'm taking her to see episode 7 at the early release. The force is strong with my family. I took the 17th and 18th off work. I've got a feeling I'll be in the theater at least twice. Finally, that's awesome. That's sweet he's taking his mom. Yeah. It is cool. Finally, I just wanted to say I love hearing Frank on the show again. Mm. God, sorry. Emails are depressing. I know. It's been great hearing his input. The dude is authentic. He's a character. And while he gets a little pervy and crazy sometimes... (laughs) He's the best left out ever. Aww. Take care, Jake Harmon. I agree. Frank yeah. is the best left out ever. Absolutely. Best left out ever and best left out that ever will be. Mm. Probably. Hi, it's Sutton. Named after a shitty hotel chain. <laughs> you guys ever stayed at Hyatt Sutton? Hell no. I've been there. Hell yeah. no. Stole some towels. <laughs> <laughs> well... Now they know. Sounds like, is this a Chris Ahola thing? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he says, hey, squanches. What is that? Man? I have no clue. <laughs> is that an insult? You want to go to Urban Dictionary and look up squanches? I don't know how to Somebody spell. look it up. S-Q-U-A-N-C-H-E-S. Squanches. Hey, squanches. I'm Hyde Sutton. Hey, squanches. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy? Squanches. Are you looking that shit up? Yeah. It's a universal term literally meaning anything and everything. Huh. Mm. Well, I agree with that. Yeah, okay. we're, we're anything and everything. I agree, too. Well, <laughs> unless you're asking fucking Sylvia. Apparently, we're not, uh, we're not oh, leftovers. We're, not the, we're not the one true leftover. I agree. So... <laughs> <laughs> Should, should be should be addressed. Hey, squanch. That means Jake, the one true leftover. He said he he goes on. He says just started watching the leftovers. Nice. He, yeah, yeah. And he goes, what would you guys think about getting John Constantine in on this HBO Sig budget? What is this a a joke? What the show? Like, well, John Constantine smokes cigarettes. Oh, okay. Is it is he is he wanting the actor to to like join the cast or is he is this like a joke about John Constantine being a smoker and then we got the guilty remnant smoking? I don't know. You lost me. I don't know. You lost me at squanches, man. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> or you had me at squanches. <laughs> you had Jay. Well, you had Jay. I'm on board, bro. It doesn't count because he's not the one true leftover. But oh well, you know, you can't win them all, can you? Hyatt. <laughs> I can't wait to fucking rate his hotel on Yelp. <laughs> One star bitch. Next email. You know what? Uh, Riker XL sent us a gift. I might. I might. Uh, I might do this one next week, okay. or uh, we can uh, we can talk about it after the show. So Riker XL sent us uh, another email. Nice. But I did get an email here from Jared Gafford. That guy. Yep, Jared Gafford, the host of the uh, Joe Schmo comic show. He says, "Hey, leftovers." It's a good email. Okay. He's, he 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 gave me he like he like text messaged me. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm sending I'm sending you an email." I said, "Okay." I read it. I let him know it's a good email. 
<laughs> but he loved that feedback. He did. <laughs> He's a he horror did. for feedback. He like was. That. Yeah, he he sent his email with like a fucking selfie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. I'm please sure please did. rate both. <laughs> What'd you rate the selfie? Did you tell him it was nice? Oh, I didn't address it. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feed him. he needs an intervention. When yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Him and Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Hey, Leftovers, it's been a long time since I sent you an email, so here are my thoughts on many different things. First, I binge-watched the entire new Netflix series from Aziz Ansari called Master of None. I think one of you guys, or both of you guys, are going to talk about that in your good pop app out this yes, week. Yes, sir. Sure. And it is fucking phenomenal. The absolute highest of Tupperwares. It may very well may be my favorite show of the year. The writing is absolutely brilliant, and the acting is top-notch as well. I've never seen the ups and downs of relationships so intimately and expertly portrayed in a show before. This needs to be at the very top of everyone's must-watch list. Second, I've been watching the show Quantico. <laughs> told you. And, <laughs> and, and I also have to give it a Tupperware. It keeps getting better and better with every episode. I love the uniqueness of the show, and it does a great job of keeping me guessing. Plus, as a kid, I always wanted to be part of the FBI, so seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff is pretty cool. I also love the way the show attacks stereotypes head-on. It's refreshing for a network show. Third... Fucking Star Wars. I can't wait for this movie. I don't even think I've ever been this excited for a movie before. The final trailer was an absolute Tupperware. I love how it shows us so much, but also shows us so little that it doesn't give anything away. I've also been reading one of the Star Wars, new Star Wars novels called The Dark Disciple, and it's incredible. It takes place shortly after the Clone Wars and follows Asajj Ventress and Quinlan Voss as they are tasked with assassinating Count Dooku. Mm. We talked about actually uh, on the League of Geeks episode. We kind of talked about Ventress a little bit. Okay, and I, like I, I they, they we, we had the debate of like was Ventress a Sith, and I I was firmly under the belief that she was not a Sith. I agree with you. And they called her a Dark Jedi. Hmm. Is that like the official label for her, a Dark Jedi? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he goes, a must read. Quinlan Voss has now become one of my favorite Star Wars characters, so much so that I went back and got the entire run of the comic Star Wars Republic from Dar, uh, Star Wars Republic from Dark Horse to read more about him. Fourth, a couple of comics that I've been reading that are absolute Tupperwares. First is the new Brian K. Vaughn book, Paper Girls from Image Comics. Easily my favorite new comic and could be my favorite first issue of the entire year. I have read this. By the way, I'm going to give it a taste. It okay? It's 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 good. It's good. I just want to see where the story's going. How many issues are in one? Or, okay. I, I think the second one just came out last week. I haven't gotten it though. Um, second is the book Midnighter from DC. Not only is it, in my opinion, one of the best books from DC, but also one of the best books out today. Steve Orlando's writing is brilliant. I have not read Midnighter, hmm. so. All right, that's all I've got for you guys this week. Sorry for the book of an email. Keep up the good work, Jared Gafford. That was nothing. No. That was nothing. That was, that was a good email, too. It was a good email. Very good email. So thank you, Jared Gafford. Hey, if you're not listening to the Joe Schmo Comic Show, you're a fucking idiot. Listen to it. <laughs> that's how I like to address my listeners. Yeah. Hey, if you're not listening to this, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're a fucking piece of shit. Give us a one-star review on your way out the door. Next email, it actually it was a Facebook message, and it came from Vincent Jankowski. Oh, yeah. The only from list, Great America. Great America. When we went to Six Flags, he's the only one of you bastards that showed up. He's the only one that gave a shit. 
You got a you got a selfie with the one tree leftover. Yeah, the one. Yeah. <laughs> I have since seen that picture, and he cut me out. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the ex husband and all the pictures of the family and shit. <laughs> anyway, Vincent Jankowski says, "If this is a little sexist for the show, you don't have to read it. Thought it would be fun, dear leftovers, just from the MCU, Gamora, Black Widow, and young or old Agent Carter." Fuck Millie, fuck Mary, kill and go. Oh, F, F Mary, kill. F Mary, kill. Who are the three again? It is Gamora, Black Widow, and he gives us a choice and young or old Agent Carter. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fuck old Agent Carter. Yeah. Thanks, Vincent. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down a road. And- That's for Brooke. Brooke Smith. Brooke. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna f Gamora. You're gonna fuck Gamora? Yeah. Okay. These are tough choices. And we saw what happened to Tony Stark when he fucked her. Yes. Yes. He's hurting. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna marry Black Widow, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna kill old Agent Carter. Wow. Yeah, she's on her last legs anyway. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. It's a mercy kill. Yeah. <laughs> Put a pillow over her face for three seconds. I figure I might as well marry Black Widow because I'm sure she'll be going out. Welcome to the afterlife, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think I could fuck old black. uh, I could fuck old Agent Carter and kill her at the same time. It's a a fucking twofer. twofer. (laughs) God forbid I set the wedding six months out. She might not make it. (laughs) We we need more F. Mary Kills on this podcast. We do. do. Jay, F. Mary Kill, Gamora, Black Widow, Young or Old Agent Carter. I'd fuck Young Agent Carter. I like the classiness. Uh, Black Widow, I don't trust her, so I'm killing her. Mm, I don't blame you. What's my other option? Gamora. Gamora. That, that yeah, Gamora. You're marrying Gamora. I'm going to marry Gamora. I trust her, and, and I also think she can take care of me for the rest of my life. Aww. <laughs> That's some sentimental shit. Yeah. Can't take care of myself. <laughs> I'm going to fuck old Agent Carter. <laughs> like, you slide off. He's a jilt. I, because, you know, like, I, I'm going to fuck old Agent Carter. <laughs> <laughs> like, when she's on that bed, it, she won't remember it. <laughs> You're right, you're right. <laughs> Brian, who? I'm going to give her that fucking, the, the notebook Big D. <laughs> call me Ryan Gosling, you won't remember shit in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to call it a day from there. <laughs> That's it, I'm just, fuck Mary Kill, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fuck her. <laughs> That's not fair. It's going to be like Groundhog's Day with her vagina. Every day I'm coming back. She won't remember a damn thing. <laughs> like Bill Murray stepping in that puddle, I'm going to be banging that vagina every day. <laughs> I'll, uh, I will, uh, I'll marry... Black Widow, because at least I know in most marriages they're going to be lying and cheating and all that shit, and I know what I'm going to get with her. <laughs> That's where I was too with that. And then uh, I will uh, kill Gamora. Wow. Oh, that'll be so, tough. Yeah, very tough. <laughs> <laughs> no one said it'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's my my F Mary kill. So thank you for the uh that was a very sexist email. So yeah. uh yeah. I think 
I like it. Though. I, want, I want more F Mary Kill emails. We need more. We need more. Want all F Mary Kill emails this if, week. Uh, honestly, <laughs> if, if we get more F Mary Kills and if this becomes like a thing, yeah. I have a bumper made. We'll, nice. we'll have a whole new oh, fucking F Mary Kill, F. Mary Kill segment because that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Why not we say fuck a thousand times an episode yeah, and we're saying true. F Mary Kill? Yeah, F Mary Kill. <laughs> it was fun, but not as fun as fucking old Agent Carter. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, I don't know. I killed her. I don't know how fun it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Old Asian car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, guys. Uh, we are going to take another break. We are done with emails. Whoa. Yes. Done with the emails. Done with the emails. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our good pop, bad pop. <laughs> <laughs> Now time for good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. Good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Uh, we have a uh, we we may like or dislike these things, and uh, we have a rating system. And if this is your first time listening, you probably turned the show off about uh, an <laughs> hour and a half ago. Yeah. But if you're still with us, I don't know, let's say you're paralyzed <laughs> and you're still with us, then uh, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, take her down a notch, Clyde. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, wow. Jeez. <laughs> Lay off the downers. <laughs> Somebody's excited for no reason. <laughs> anyway, good pop, bad pop. Uh, first thing that I wanted to talk about is with Bob and David on Netflix. Oh, oh nice. I think it dropped, like, on Thursday night, really late. Yeah. Uh I mean, Mr. Uh, Mr. Show with Bob and David was uh, 
David Cross, Bob Odenkirk vehicle uh, uh, back on HBO back in the day. And HBO thought it was getting a little too, I don't know, racy for them. And they had to get rid of the show. They <laughs> back can't... when they thought things were too racy. Yeah. <laughs> back in 98 was when that's the last time we, so 17 years later, here we are with the reunion. I watched, I, there was five episodes. I didn't watch the fifth episode. It was kind of like a making of like the whole series, but I watched the first four episodes. Uh, I, I'm, I, you know, it, it's, I, I'm going to give it a Tupperware, number one. I, I love this show. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was great to see everybody back, except for Jack Black. Yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't make any appearances in this, but mm-hmm. too busy making goosebumps, <laughs> <laughs> which I can rate, honestly. I talked about it on the League of Geeks podcast. Yeah, I did go see Goosebumps. I'm not going to talk about it at length on our podcast, but I'm going to give it a low taste it. Oh, wow. For Goosebumps. But, better uh, than I would have thought. But, um,. Well, the kids were great. It was like, it, but it's a Jack Black vehicle. I mean, it's mm. like, it's his movie, and it's like, what the fuck? I mean, he wasn't like a standout character at all. So, mm. anyway, with Bob and David Tupperware, Paul F. Tompkins is back, Brian Posehn. I mean, everybody from the original cast, like Tom I said, Kenny. Tom Kenny, everybody except for Jack Black. I, I thought it was great. I was laughing um, a, pretty much into, through the entire four episodes that I watched. Yeah, I watched the first three episodes, mm-hmm. and I yeah, I absolutely Tupperware it too. Giant Mr. Show fan. I, I love. It felt just like Mr. Show too, where they had the intro and the live crowd, yeah, and, and then they kind of set up uh, what the overall theme of each episode was going to yep. be, and then they brought it back to the live crowd by the end of the episode. So good. Yeah, it was. Did you watch any of this, Jay? Yeah, I watched it twice actually. <laughs> did you watch all five? <clears throat> yeah, I watched all five. Yeah, um, yeah, phenomenal, man. Like this was a godsend this week. This was like the highlight of my week. Yeah, you guys didn't hear about this, and then I was like, yeah, yeah guys. Hey, I text you guys. I'm like, hey, I'm watching with Bob and Dave, and you're like, what? That's out? <laughs> yeah, because I've been really excited for this. And, yeah. and Ryan sent me his text. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, didn't know about it at all, and uh, totally like totally the bright spot of my week and and i like you know i told my girlfriend like we got to fucking watch this again yeah you know? so we watched it the next night too and man that's great i i can watch this repeatedly and repeat oh i yeah me and my uh, uh me and my buddy dan and jared back in the day i used to have like all the mr shows mm-hmm. recorded off of hbo on vhs cassettes oh, that's awesome we wore them and nick mosser yeah we would sit down at my place and fucking drink tequila and watch fucking mr show all night yeah. we we would quote it religiously mm-hmm like uh oh my gosh like what was the band the band sketch from back in Mr. Show he's like oh, oh. those guys were you know they they were acting like they weren't about one sucking each other I'm gonna suck on that dick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> suck on that weenus yeah. <laughs> oh man it's so funny but yeah this was great man yeah it was so good it, it definitely uh, it, it definitely you know like uh, uh rekindled that process of how they write these skits and yeah. like how geniusly layered they are. That's why I can watch it like again and again. Yeah. You know, it's not like a normal sketch comedy thing where you see it once and yeah, that was funny. Like there's so many things you pick up from each of the guys. Right. And it's yeah, it was phenomenal, man. I, I was so happy about it. Yeah. I purposely stopped after three just because it was so good. I was like, oh, I don't want to blow the whole lot of this in one night. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but it's an easy one to watch because they they do carry threads throughout. You know, it's just like Mr. Show where there's this kind of weird, stupid thing at the beginning, but it carries over into all the other you know episodes. So it does kind of string it along a little bit, which is awesome too. 
So like you see old jokes reappear, and then the final punchline comes about. So yeah, there was some good stuff with that. The yeah. first episode was good with that when they had the uh, sketch about all the all their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were some of the standout sketches for you guys? Oh God, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, good cop, bad cop. That was the yes. one I was going to say. The interrogation. <laughs> the interrogation scene. Uh, no, the the, the 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 bet, the bet, uh, the guy in the in the surgery room, right? That, yeah. That kept losing the limbs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's blind by the. Oh my God. That Hilarious. must be the, the fourth episode. Yeah. That yeah. one was totally out of context. Yes. <laughs> it was totally had nothing to do with anything. That was my favorite. Yeah. I loved yeah, it. it was good. I, I loved the uh, dry cleaning sketch when, yeah. when Odenkirk is eating the ribs. I, yeah. I, I mean, I was just fucking <laughs> rolling. And Cross comes out with the ink all over his hands. Yeah. The, the salesman sketch. Yeah. Where, where he, he gets, they're selling the Quran. Yeah. <laughs> door to door. The, the, look on, the look on Odenkirk's face, he's like, I've never been this far in a sale before. I, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go wait in the car. <laughs> he looks like he's gonna cry, yeah. and it's just so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The same with the good, good cop, bad cop, where it's like, yeah. you know, what did he say about me? <laughs> he called me an asshole. <laughs> you serious? He called me an asshole. <laughs> Tupperware all day. Oh, Tupperware all day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it starts off with kind of like the time travel stuff, and then it just. Oh, that was funny. The hyphen, the dehyphenator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, kid goes to heaven sketch. Yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. That was great. What a, heaven is totes for reals. <laughs> is the name of his book. That was great. I, I love that David Cross was trying to show police brutality sketch. Oh yeah, that, that was, was fucking hilarious. What was, that, what was that one about? He kept driving up to the same cop. Oh yeah, trying to get the cop to harass him. That was a uh, 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 key Michael yeah. Keegan. Oh, from uh, Key oh, and Peele. That was hilarious. That was great. That was really good. And the Birthday Boys, who we've had on our show, oh, yeah. made a couple appearances throughout mm-hmm. the throughout the series, and I thought that was very cool. Were they the guys that made the comment about being in the scene but not having any lines to say? Was that them? Sign my tits. Oh no, it wasn't that. Was it the crap? Wasn't it? Was it was. Remember the, uh, the they were gonna at the end of the uh, that second episode where they would get like a hundred virgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The, the guys that were talking to them at the end of the episode. So those were all the birthday boys. Right. Okay. So there were seven of the birthday boys. And then like – and the next episode, uh, there's the, the – yeah, the next episode, I think it was Mitch and one of the other guys mm-hmm. were in, in – in, uh, they they had some characters in that episode. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool to see the birthday boys involved in this. Another great comedy yeah. sketch troupe yeah. for sure. But yeah. this this like – it made me remember how much I love like good sketch comedy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. you don't get. And, and actually watching that – Watch that making of because it's really okay. it's really it. awesome. Like into it goes in depth. How do they they make these things yeah. work, man? It, oh, I planned on going back to it and watching it, yeah. but so many other things that I had to watch this week. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that we all got a chance to see this. And I knew as soon as I told you guys that you would make it your mission to see this. Yeah, I, but, I know you're big fans of Mr. Show with Bob yeah. and David as well. So absolutely, I actually um, all my DVDs are still in boxes for moving. And mm-hmm. once I finished the three episodes, I was digging frantically through my boxes, and I found my uh, season one through four of Mr. Yeah. Show on DVDs. They're I'm so good. Planning on watching some of the classics this week. Yeah, so good. My Fuck God. yeah, I like uh, that that. With the one sketch where, like, uh, in every inside everyone's head, there's a there's an old Asian man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it's not one I've not a seen. A gay guy. Yeah. It, it was like, it, it was in the subway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It was Jack Black was the gay guy. Oh, from the original. From show. the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man. So many, <laughs> so many great sketches from that fucking. I love the roller coaster that decapitates you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like this miles of line to get decapitated by this roller coaster and everything. Oh, uh, the, the sketch on the new one where the, uh, it was, uh, the, how David Cross's mother was so proud of. Oh yeah, the, uh, awesome moms. David and Donnie. Yeah, yeah awesome moms. <laughs> His shitty brother Donnie. <laughs> that was great. You know what also source was Digital. <laughs> yeah, Digital. <laughs> that reminded me of a Tofuti break yeah. <laughs> from, from the yeah. original series. Digital. digital, right? Digital, right? Digital. <laughs> Shh, digital. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, they they haven't. We are not. Ma- if you haven't watched it, this makes yeah, no sense. But you, you need to watch with Bob and David on Netflix, and then go back and then watch Mister Show with Bob and David. My yeah. God, hard to find. It's actually unfortunately not on HBO Go. It's like one of the only like they have fucking Dream On on HBO. They Go. had a huge fallout with HBO though. Oh, I mean that's HBO did not renew them, mm. and. They went onto their own website, the Mr. Show website, and basically attacked HBO for like not, you know, like re-upping their deal because HBO is saying like you guys are for HBO too racy for HBO. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> and then ten years later, every show is about rape. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got fucking Game of Thrones on. Yeah. But I remember the one sketch where David Cross was like trying to shit on the American flag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the what, the... what the fuck was that one fucking sketch uh, this year? It was fucking Tom Kenny was... Was it the fucking... Was it like... Uh, he had like the, the fucking KKK mask on. They were talking about the... They, they did... They talked about blackface in this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Talk, they did. What else did they talk... This fucking... They, 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 they don't... They tackle everything. Oh, yeah. For sure. Didn't they tackle like pedophiles in this season or something? <laughs> Wasn't there something about that? God damn it. See, that's I why mean, I need to watch so much. I, I gotta watch keep it again. watching. I gotta watch it again. There's so many fucking jokes. Yeah. It's so packed. Dude, it was fucking crazy. The Tom Kenny is the censor stuff was pretty hilarious. When they, when it was the whole yes. version thing and yes. then they were talking to all this. Well, he was playing HBO. Yes, yes. He was playing right. HBO. And I thought that that was brilliant. It was brilliant. Oh, this was so good. So good. Thank I'm going to go back and watch it too. Yeah. I would have been pissed at you if we would have came on for this episode. And I would have been talking and about you it. would have been good popping this and I didn't know it existed. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? It, it, it did cross my mind. But I was like, no, I would rather talk about this with you guys. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, man. Oh, so yeah. everybody that I knew that I used to watch it with back in the day, I like text them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. And so like now they're watching it. So are they going to do more? It was such a short season. <sighs> they need to have a season two. This has to come back. I mean, you know, between, you know, Better Call Saul and, you know, whatever David Cross has got going on right now. Yeah. They have to do this. But everybody's schedule has got to be so hectic. I mean, Paul F. Tompkins mm-hmm. and fucking Brian Hossein and. Everybody's schedule has to be so fucking such a dick tease if this is all we get. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. At least for we sure. got it though. Yeah. I mean, holy shit! It but has- if, yeah, you're right. Four proper episodes. I need more. Oh, I know. I that's, need more. That's like I said, that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to save this one more, just so there's one more episode that I still have to watch of this. Because mm-hmm. I watched the three just back to back to back, and I could have went on. Yeah, I was like, ah. Oh. Gonna, gonna save this one. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. It, <laughs> it is like a gift from God, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, thank God for Netflix. I yeah. mean, you know, they brought back Arrested Development, which is my favorite sitcom of all time. Mm-hmm. And they brought it back after its uh, premature exit on fucking Fox. 
So, and now Netflix fucking does it again. They resurrect another David Cross show. Yeah. What's your favorite sketch comedy show of all time? Is it Mr. Show? It would have to be Mr. Show. Yeah. I would I, agree. I, I think I'm Monty Python and then Mr. Show right under it. I would say Monty Python second, but Mr. Show for me all the way. Yeah. Because it, it, they, they tackle everything. Yeah. It, it, they don't care. Monty Python is the inspiration for what we get in Mr. Show. I agree. But I think it surpasses it. Just because it's it speaks more to like my generation yes. and growing up. Even when you when you watch old Flying Circus episodes, yeah. like some of the references just go over your head. The thing is, it's like you can watch a lot of sketch comedy. Like we talk about the Birthday Boys, we talk about mm-hmm. Mr. Show, and it's inspired by Monty Python. Mm-hmm. But I think that Mr. Show just took it to that next level, and that speaks to my generation. But yeah, I can. I can go back and like appreciate fucking Monty Python for like what it did. Oh yeah, and some of the sketches are completely timeless. Timeless, yeah. Yeah, I mean like yeah. the dead parrot sketch is funny no matter like what decade it is. Agreed. So, all right, guys, uh, let's move on. Um, I had an uh, I had a homework assignment for us, and everybody fucking came through. And I wanted everybody to watch uh, a movie on Netflix called Stretch, and we all watched it, and. Uh, uh, synopsis, a hard luck limo driver struggles to go straight and pay off a debt to his bookie. He takes on a job with a crazed passenger whose sought after ledger implicates some seriously dangerous criminals. It's directed by Joe Carnahan and, uh, Joe Carnahan, uh, before Fox lost Daredevil, um, Joe Carnahan was going to be the director for the Fox Daredevil reboot <laughs> And he actually had made like a sizzle reel that you can uh, for the, his Daredevil film, which you can actually still see on YouTube. Cool. Um, but uh, Joe Carnahan directed this. It stars Patrick Wilson, um, Jessica Alba, Ed Helms, uh, and then we had like you know we also had like Norman Reedus in there. We ha- uh, of course Chris Pine. Yes. Uh, it had Randy Couture and then David Hasselhoff. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I loved this movie. Mm. It is the coolest movie, like that since, in my opinion, since True Romance. Um, it was cool. It was funny. Patrick Wilson. I've seen him in you know Watchmen. I've seen him in other things, but man, Patrick Wilson, his performance in this, I thought was phenomenal. And people have been looking for Chris Pratt to be the next fucking Indiana Jones. If they're going to have another Indiana Jones, I'm saying fucking Patrick Wilson. This guy can do it. I can see that. This, He's in the new Fargo, too, I believe. Is he? Yeah. This Patrick Wilson just – I loved this fucking movie. Chris Pine was so good in this movie. I loved him in Horrible Bosses, and he takes that character to the nth degree. <laughs> and then we get this character in this fucking movie. Um Dude, I, I loved this movie. I'm going to Tupperware. What do you guys think about fucking Stretch? I had never even heard about this fucking movie before. Like, I didn't even know if it was in theaters or whatever. Yeah, was, was it a Netflix original? Was no, it's not. I think it was in theaters for a very short time, if it was. Okay. Yeah, it was like a direct-to-video, basically. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I fucking loved it, man. <laughs> I loved it. I tupperware it as well. It was fun as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pine's character steals the fucking show. Yeah. God, uh, he's so fucking good. He's so good, and it's definitely not what you would expect from from him as an actor. Like, I didn't expect him to be able to pull that role off. I see. I saw Horrible Bosses, mm-hmm. and I mean, it, it's he he's kind of like the same character in that, but like he yeah. takes that character to like the fucking like. 10th degree yeah. it's times 10 it's crazy it's so good it's so good uh just just the the action itself but also like it's it's funny as fuck it's got action mm-hmm. 
And the soundtrack's kind of out of nowhere. It's got a killer fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of dark and foreboding at times, but it's still this funny fucking comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Patrick Wilson, the main character. Yeah. Yeah, fucking loved him. In Wasn't this. he great? He was great. Uh, you know, <laughs> doesn't it start off with they're just fucking at the beginning? Like, yes. yeah. him and his now, like, ex-girlfriend or right. whatever, ex-wife, and, and then it goes down this whole fucking, and it's, it's absurd at a lot of times. Ed Helms' character. Yes. Being the, the ghost. Yeah, like, and that, that, that like, 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 when I said true romance, it was kind of like when, uh, Christian Slater kept saying, you know, uh, you know, Elvis Presley in the mm. mirror. Right. You know? I could see that. It, this was so, a very cool, funny movie, like true romance, and then it had, like, this huge ensemble cast just like true romance yeah i love fuck yeah so good and it's on fucking netflix for sure yeah it was it was, it was just like an oddball kind of fun story man yeah. I, I had no idea about this movie um but yeah just kind of an oddball fun fucking like one of those movies you're glad to be like hey dude did you check this out yeah, yeah like you're gonna be like the guy that knows about yeah. this movie and you can tell people to watch it yeah. and then get their reaction and be like oh i'd never heard of this either but it was really good it's like one of those word of mouth films that like grows you know uh because of people telling other people how damn good it is yeah for sure now jake's gonna toss it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to spoil the Tupperware party, but I'm not going to toss it. But it was a taste it for me. Wow, I okay. did. It, it, it's it, it's no true romance, in my opinion. I, that's some really high phrase for it. But I, I do agree that Pine was really great. I thought he was really great. I don't know. The story was a little bit cliched for me, and I was never like fully invested in it. Hmm. There were moments I really liked, and there were moments I laughed out loud. I really laughed at the. Um, bouncer scene. I feel like I just made my bed and Jake came in and shit on it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like happy about the hospital corners and shit. I'm like, hey, look at my bed. It looks really good. Look at the throw pillows on there. And Jake's just like, at the same time, I can't even get that sentence out and Jake's squatting on my bed. I'm not not tossing it. I did did not hate this movie by any means. When the bouncer noticed Ray Liotta on the bad scene, I I really cracked up at that. I thought that was really What about Hoff? I mean, the Hoff was great. (laughs) Hoff was okay. Hoff was hilarious. Norman Reed Reedus was hilarious. Norman Reedus was hilarious. I thought the ending was kind of trite and really predictable. Oh, it, we saw that coming from a mile away, but the fucking movie was so goddamn cool. I could give a shit who he ends up with at the end of the movie. Yeah. I saw it coming yeah. a mile away. Too. I wasn't sure taking that seriously. I'm sure you did. I don't know. It, it didn't stick the landing very well for me. I did like Ed Helms' character. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This isn't... Uh, yeah, it's not fuck you, Jake. It's a, it's a seven. Fuck you. It's a seven on the one to ten. I didn't hate this movie. <laughs> it's a taste. It's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> I eight, nine, or ten are my Tupperwares. You know what I'm saying? I did pick out if they ever do another Street Fighter movie. That fucking Russian. That's our Zang. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if they made if they made Stretch Part Two, I would watch it. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Brian, I take another shit in your bed. <laughs> I'm not taking a shit in your bed. I'm taking a tepid pee. I'm going to give another meaning. I'm going to give a new meaning to deuce when I do it again in your bed. Not, not shit. A little bit of spitting. Next time, I'm putting plastic sheets down for you next time. <laughs> you stretch too. Stretch Son of a too. bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> you know what else it does? It like it like makes fun of movies like The Transporter and stuff like that. That's what I thought at least. Oh, you know? good call. It, it definitely yeah. like mocks that stuff, yeah. which I thought was really funny That's too. Awesome. I, I had a fucking blast watching it. It's just yeah. one. Of, it's just one of those fun fucking movies. I like how like he, you know he's he's an aspiring actor. Yeah, and then you have other characters like calling him out on it, like Ray Liotta. Right. Yeah, and then the the guy who's pretending to be the French guy. Oh yeah, yeah even at the very end, <laughs> the he cop. was like, "You you were a fantastic actor." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes it so seriously. He's like, "Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you." Oh yeah, I I highly recommend. Would you say? Would you recommend? That I people- would tell people to watch this. Okay. Good. Especially a, a friend like that watches a lot of movies. Jake likes shitting in other people's beds too. Yeah. <laughs> so. I would tell people to watch this. I mean, like I said, if you know, he's an of- equal opportunity bed shitter. <laughs> The movie slipped by. Like, it kind of slipped by everyone's radar. Yeah. So if someone comes to me and like, man, what's a movie I should watch? Yeah. It's one that you know they probably haven't seen. Right. And I'm, yeah. I, I'm sure – I mean, it's very – it's a very likable movie, right? Like I said, I I did not hate this movie. By I don't want means. our listeners to overlook this film. I want I want our listeners. If you have a Netflix script, if you if you can finish a fucking sentence, number one, <laughs> and if you have a Netflix subscription, then fucking watch Stretch. I I completely agree. Yeah, all of our listeners should watch this movie. Yeah, and if you don't, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and Jake knows that because he'll, he'll shit in your bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, man, I'm hearing you guys. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to hate me. I'm not Tupperware in this movie. I knew you weren't going to Tupperware this. I could tell. I, I could tell. From when we started? I could, uh, Yeah, I can tell. It's like uh, I've got like this uh, – <laughs> I'm like a Jake weather – I'm like a meteorologist when it comes to Jake. I can predict what what we're going to get. Yeah, I, I head knob. And if you're saying a bunch of stuff like yeah. that, I agree with uh, you. Uh-huh. Here, like bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I was yeah. just sitting there like – <laughs> I was like, his rectum is really loose. He's gonna shit in my bed. <laughs> no, I'm not tossing this. <laughs> All right, what do you guys have? I mean, do you have do you guys have any individual good pop, bad pop shit that you want to talk about this week? If not, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think the only thing I saw this week that you guys didn't see was um, I went and saw the uh, the Peanuts movie that came out last week. So the Peanuts movie, the Peanuts movie. Oh, okay, yeah, it was it was rated X. <laughs> X for extra long dick. Yeah, was it directed by Eric Marable? <laughs> he did the art for the poster. <laughs> All right, talk to me about the, uh, the 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 Peanuts movie. The Peanuts movie. I'm a big fan of the old old school comic strips. I swear um, to God, if he fucking Tupperwares the Peanuts, yeah, and spoiler, he fucking, spoiler, and he fucking, I'm not Tupperware. And he tastes stretch. <laughs> I am gonna stretch my arms over there and wring your goddamn fucking neck. And then I, you know, instead of shitting in your bed, I'm gonna shit down your goddamn throat. Whoa! This isn't affecting my rating at all. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. If I was gonna Tupperware this movie, I'd still. I'd still Tupperware. I would take the shit down my neck. <laughs> if that if that was the bring on the shit torpedo, Brian. Yeah. All right, I'm open and wide. <laughs> down the old gizzard, right? Yeah, real quick. This was a low tasted for me. Oh, wow, I was I I'm was surprised. I was really disappointed. You I like this cutesy shit. I mean, I'm a big fan of the old school strip. It's just not the same. Yeah, and I thought it didn't have an original story for one. It just played on all the like it's Charlie Brown. Attracted to the red-haired girl yeah. and trying to get the red-haired girl to notice her. Right. And then, like, every Peanuts cliche right after another. Wow. And some of which are – like, I can watch Charlie Brown try to kick the football 
a thousand times, and that's yeah. funny to me every time. Like, I'm okay with that. But just, like, every fucking cliche just, like, jammed in there. Yeah. And the biggest... Dis- How was Snoopy, man? Snoopy was okay. Was he playing different characters? And he did the Red Baron, the Red Baron. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of went too much with that. There was, like, a five-part Red Baron story that was, like, interlaced throughout the movie. I think this is Watchmen with the comic book. Yeah. And by part three, you're just, like, rolling your eyes at it. Right. You're like, all right, what the fuck's going on here? Mm. The biggest disappointment of this movie to me, though, was the music. I'm a huge fan of the classic Charlie Brown cartoon, like, really jazzy score and the mm-hmm. music they do. And this movie was, like, cluttered with, like, Megan Trainer pop bullshit throughout Ew. the movie. And it really detracted. Like, it really felt like not what Peanuts is all about. And, oh, man, it, it almost made me toss it just from the music alone. Like is, was, is Charlie Brown still, like, a uh, a sad character? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like That's he, good. He's pathetic. Yeah. But he gets his comeuppance at the end, yeah. and everyone's happy and everything. My favorite Peanuts character is Lucy. I love giant bitch Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking shits on everyone's parade. Yeah. And gives bad psychi- psychiatric help. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's by far my favorite. Always has been. I just like how, how fucking mean of a character she is, and there's no apology for it. Like, they never try to, like, apologize for Lucy's bitchy behavior. Like, yeah. in, like, 30, 40 years, Peanuts has existed. So I love me some Lucy. Uh, so Paul Feig continues to shit on our childhoods, right? Yeah, with that Megan Trainer music, that's what raped my childhood. Mm. I don't need to hear any of that shit. So yeah. I was really disappointed in this. I was expecting to kind of shut my brain off and yeah. be like, ah, I love the Peanuts. I love the old comic strip. I love a bad week for movies the anyway, the releases. Yeah, what even fucking came out? Like Peanuts came out last week. Peanuts came out. I can't think of anything else that really came out because I, I was not raring to go to the theaters this week. I watched... Yeah. You know, uh, I'll talk about another movie I saw, but I saw the Goosebumps in another movie, so. I also saw Peanuts in 3D, which was a giant mistake. Oh, hey. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it was more like scheduling. <laughs> it was that scheduling. Foot, that football come out of the screen? No, nothing came out of the screen. Jake, could it you, was like could, they charged me three bucks to put the glasses could on. Could you my smell face. the fabric softener from Linus's blanket? No. I mean, what the fuck? No. <laughs> It was it was either you, that or could, wait an hour and a half. Did you to smell go. the pussy on Peppermint Patty's breath? No, no, I could not. No, sir. Thanks for eating. <laughs> thanks, for eating my, thanks for eating my pussy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with Peppermint Patty and Marcy? Right, they're lesbians. <laughs> she seems to, she seems really attracted to Chuck, though. Uh, yeah. So, uh, is that just a play? Is Chuck like a beard? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's just trying to appease her parents. Yeah, sorry, they're not going to be great. Have you guys speak? Have you guys seen the really the the? Um, it's awesome. I'll be honest with you. Like, of course, we support gay rights mm-hmm. on on the show. I mean, but have you seen the new uh, Campbell Soup commercial, huh. no, Star Wars not. commercial? It is awesome. You've got um, a little boy and he's eating his Campbell Soup, and it's a Star Wars Campbell Soup. And the, his dad looks at me. He goes. I am your father and feeds him. And then another guy on his other side says, no, I am your father. <laughs> and it's a gay couple. That's funny. With their child. And I was just like thinking to myself, did I just see what I saw on TV in a commercial? I was like, go Campbell's. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. yeah I fast forward through all the fucking commercials, so I, I've never seen it. That's cool, though. Yeah, when two gay men are feeding a kid soup, I can't st- <laughs> Whoa. It's the back button. Whoa. Yeah. Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> rewind. Rewind. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> 
I've seen those soups at work though, because I work in the grocery store. I, I see them too. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I can't lie. I've thought about buying one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna watch this commercial. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a very progressive commercial. Yeah, I had no idea. No, it was Campbell's, not progressive. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Progresso soup. Yeah, they're in the dark ages. They, they still have like a heterosexual couple feeding their kids soup and shit. No kid oh. wants that. No. I fucking I, I want I want a gay male couple yeah. fucking feeding the kids soup. It was awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Go man. Campbell's. Yeah, good. Good for them. It was mm awesome. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I found it. You did? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you gonna watch it right now? Yeah. Okay, go for it. I'm gonna shit. I'll turn it up so we're good. Yeah, here. everybody can hear this shit. Dun, 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 dun. Cooper, I am your father. No, no, no. That's gotta be the worst hair ever. <laughs> 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 made for real real life it's, oh, this is, yeah, that's, that's awesome that is an awesome very commercial. cool that's awesome very cool i so bravo campbell's i yeah. think that's awesome yeah i don't know why i brought that up i don't know i fuck i had no idea man yeah <laughs> thousands of right-wing families are boycotting campbell's yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and go eat your chick-fil-a <laughs> Fucking libtard Campbell's. <laughs> libtard. <laughs> Campbell's a bunch of libtards. I like that. I like that. Jay, yes. do you have anything this week? Uh, no. Okay, um, cool. Moving no, on. Go ahead. <laughs> God damn it, Jay, you fucking libtard. Uh, <laughs> uh, participation. <laughs> Uh, Jake, let's talk about, we can end it on this with good pop, bad pop. Let's talk about some comic books that we read this week. Nice. Um, I read comics thanks to you. Yeah, well, you can kind of thank me a little bit if you want to. I'm, I'm gonna. That's fine. Go ahead. And thank me. you so much. You're welcome. I've, I've been missing comics, man. Six months past the point. It's good. It's cheap, but it's nothing like being on the cusp of new comics sometimes. Who can you thank for that? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I'm Jake's comic dealer right now. So yes. what, what, we read some comics this week. We read uh, Doctor Strange, uh, the yes. new Jason Aaron Doctor Strange. We read the new Brian Michael Bendis Guardians of the Galaxy and then also the new Brian Michael Bendis Invincible Iron Man. Yes. Let's talk about these and let's go in that order. Number one, Doctor Strange. Uh, Jake, what are you going to rate, man? Uh, fucking Jason Aaron on Doctor Strange. It's a Tupperware. Yeah. And to be honest, it's a huge Tupperware for me because I am not a fan of um, – what is it, Baccio? Is that how you say Bachelo. it? Bachelo. Bachelo. Yeah, his art drives me you, up a fucking wall. You botched his name up, yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bacha yo. Bacha yo. Sometimes his art just like gives me a fucking headache. I feel like I spend way too much time deciphering what the fuck I'm even seeing. Mm-hmm. But I thought with this title, it worked. Yeah. Like with Doctor Strange, it's all about mysticism and crazy ass shit going on every panel. 
and he can definitely draw a bunch of crazy ass shit going on in each panel. He does that. So I really think it works much better here than it did when he was doing Wolverine and the X Men, another yeah. title he did with Aaron. Yep. I mean that drove me half the time. I didn't know what fucking X Men I was looking at. Yeah. Or what the fuck was going on? But I thought it really worked a lot better here than it did with that title. I've been telling everybody it's the perfect blend of what he was doing with the Dark Thor and then the funny and light Wolverine and the X Men. It's a perfect blend of those two things. I agree. And this is Jason Aaron at his best. It is so fucking mm. good. Yeah, I mean, at least a dozen actual laugh-out-loud moments happen in this comic book. Mm. And then you, there's also shit you read where you're like, ugh. Like, yeah. That's fucking creepy. I like the... They, they broke it up into, like, the main story, mm. and then there was, like, a side story at the end, and I love that second story. Was, yeah, I like the second story, too. Yeah. I, I kind of get annoyed at that, um, what's, like, that format a little bit. Like, I understand it's a different artist and everything, but I, it's like, can't this just be a fucking epilogue? Do we have to pretend like it's it's it, it's a continuation of the same story and a lead into a future story? Right. Can't this just be the last four pages of the fucking comic book? I mean, there's been plenty of comics where they change artists in the book, and we don't have to like do a whole new title page for it and everything. It's a minor gripe. It is a minor gripe because I, I, for me, I I think it helps me understand. That it still ties in, but it just gives it a different feel. I don't know. For if it me, just it said worked. epilogue at the top of the page, though, I that feel like sense. it would have served the same purpose. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's literally four fucking pages. Yeah, and you have to have a whole new title card for it. Yeah, mm. I liked it. I like I liked it too. That is a minor grade. I Tupperware the book. Yeah. It's, it's just me being anal about the format. That's true. But I it did it does kind of annoy me. Gosh, let's feed this fucker some soup. <laughs> No, I need some Campbell's soup, man. I'll go get it. <laughs> Will you both say you're my father? Yes. <laughs> Next book we read is the, uh, it's, uh, Brian Michael Bandis is still on Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's the new reboot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, and I Tupperware Doctor Strange too. But anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy, we've got, uh, we've got Kitty Pride taking over the mantle of Star Lord. Uh, of course we have like the, the classic, we've got Drax, we've got Rocket Raccoon, we've got Groot. But I mean, they've also also added the thing to the team, yeah. as well as Agent Venom, uh, Flash Thompson, and uh, I, I'm going to give this a taste. It. It, it it was good, but it was not great. Um, I think Brian Michael Bendis was really killing it on Guardians when he first started mm-hmm. his first initial oh, run yeah. with the characters. I read the first eight issues of Good that. Stuff. I remember I'm around that too. So I, I loved it. It was great. This is not as good, but. It's not a toss it by any stretch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the title. Cool. So I give it a taste it too. Um, my biggest complaint about this book was I hate when number ones don't feel like number ones. I, I'm like, if you're gonna renumber the fucking shit, then make it feel like the first issue. Right. Make it feel like I'm coming in fresh, and I don't. I, I felt like from the first five pages that there was a lot of backstory that. I was just having to pick pick up from context clues. And Bendis made it easy for me to pick it yeah, up and follow yeah, what was going yeah. on. But I, it seems like there was enough continuation from the last run that there was really no need to renumber this title other than to boost sales. Like, it easily could have been issue 27 mm-hmm. of his last run. Right. And it, it, it could have been the same exact story, whether it was issue 27 or issue 1. And that always kind of annoys me when it's just like, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna renumber it because it's all new, all different Marvel with the same writer. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking out the uh, Invincible Iron Man. I'm gonna show Jay this book. Uh, first off, you'll notice, like, feel that cover. I mean, feel this book. Oh, wow. Isn't that, that great? That what? cardstock cover? Feel that. Ooh, that's smooth as shit. 
<laughs> Smooth as a baby's ass. Wow. I like that just yeah. off the bat. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to feed young children soup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Can I, can I rub this on my face? <laughs> uh, as long as you don't shit on it like you did my bed earlier. Oh, uh, yeah. But, Jake, we read the new Invincible Iron Man with Brian Michael Bendis on this title. Has he? He's never written Iron Man before, has he? No, I, I do believe he has not. And... As much as I wanted to love the Kieran Gillen run, mm-hmm. I didn't love it. No, but I uh, I know we're only I know we're only one issue in, but I absolutely loved this book from the beginning to the end. Hmm. I liked it a lot too. It was great. I want to see a lot more of this suit in action. Tony Stark's voice is great in this. I loved him being on a date. It was fun. The date was fun. The action panels are great. I'm a huge fan of both villains that were in this book, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Madam, I'm a huge Madam Mask Madam fan. Mask is awesome. I think the movies are, are wasting potential not using Madam Mask. Man, this book was so great. And um, I love the last page reveal. The last page reveal. What's oh, that? man. Yeah. Don't don't give it away. Oh shit! But yeah, this book is definitely worth it. Oh, that's read. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah. One of my favorite Marvel characters shows up. Wow, so. gotta love that shit. shit. Jay, you definitely need to read both that and the, and I don't know if we said it when we were talking about Doctor Strange, but you yeah, have yeah. to read Doctor Strange. Definitely. I will keep these titles here. And yeah, I'll can, check them out. You can read them. Cool. But I tupper with that. Last book I wanted to talk about is uh, an Image comic book. Uh, I've read the first two issues. Um, it's called Plutona. Uh, it's by Jeff Lemire. Cool. And uh, uh, Jordi Belair are the team on this one. Um, I really like this. It's a kind of like a coming-of-age story, and it reminds me of um, uh, what's that movie where uh, Lean On – is it Stand By Me? Stand, the Corey Feldman yeah. and uh, Will Wheaton movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically uh, – these kids, they're just kids. Some one, you got your bad boy. You've got like the kids that aren't cool in school and shit like that. And they're out and, you know, the cool kids picking on him and shit. But he has like an abusive Jonathan Bender relationship with his father and mm-hmm. shit. You know, Breakfast Club yeah. reference there. And then like, um, fucking, they end up going out into the woods and shit. And they come across the body of a superhero. Oh, like a superhero <laughs> stand by me. That's cool. That's yes. awesome. And uh, she is dead. And so like now they are forced with the decision of do they become famous for finding the body of this superhero or if they let this out in the media, that means that the villains will run wild on the city. Like the, she is the equivalent mm. of Superman and the rest of the superheroes are kind of like your – I don't know, like uh, fucking uh, the Wonder Twins. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the city would be fucked. Think about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, Superman dies and now we're, we're left with the Wonder Twins. God, one can only turn into like a pail of water. Exactly. Shit. Holy shit. Oh, we're going to clean up this town, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, would you shit in the bucket? Yes. I figured you would. <laughs> but and, and, and then each episode ends with Plut- – it's called Plutona uh-huh. and each episode ends with Plutona's last adventure. So it's showing Showing us like how you know Plutona, her life when she was alive, and like how she ended up in the woods where the kids find her. That's fucking dead. cool. It's man. a very good book. Uh, two issues in. It's Jeff Lemire. Jeff, yeah, absolutely. It's Jeff Lemire. I highly recommend this book. I, I'm looking at you, Jacob Harmon. I think this is right up your alley, buddy. I think that this is a book that you would absolutely love. 
Um, so uh, definitely check it out. Plutona, I'm going to give it a Tupperware right now. The first issue was a taste for me. The second issue, it, it made the, all the difference. Um, so I am going to stay on Plutona. And I want to thank Jared Gafford from the Joe, Co- Joe Schmo Comic Show. Uh, he, he asked me, he's like, are you reading Plutona? And I said, yeah, I read the first issue. It was okay. He's like, read the second issue, mm-hmm. read the second issue. And I read the second issue and I 100% agree. This is, this is a book that should be on, uh, everyone's pull list. It I love is, this art. Really it has a very, um, Mike Alred meets Chris Somney type of feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect blend of the art style. I, I really enjoy this book. So I'm going to, I'm going to Tupperware Plutona. So yeah, cool. what a great idea for a story, man! Mm-hmm. It is a great idea for a story. I love that cover too. And I know you know Paper Girls came out with Brian K. Vaughn, and it deals with like these Paper Girls, and it deals with like aliens, and it it feels very eighties, and it's fun. But honestly, I'm only one issue in on Paper Girls, mm-hmm. and I got to commend it, Image again for giving us like a forty plus page book for only two ninety nine for <laughs> yeah. Paper Girls. I, I love it when Image does that. Yeah, it's great. But on the flip side. Right now, I'm enjoying Plutona a little bit more than Brian K. Vaughn's Paper Girls. Yeah. So sounds like Jeff Lemire is having fun not being um, not writing a corporate book right there mm. too. Yeah, it's it's weird. If you've listened to the comic slabs, those guys are really knowledgeable when it comes to like these guys working for the independent com- companies. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know this, but like you know, Scott Snyder makes more off of like doing like his independent books than he does making Batman. Oh, for sure. And it's just like wow. wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like DC gets a huge cut of that. Yeah, he's not getting as much sales off of like say Batman as he does whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when he does, I, I but Batman keeps him in the mainstream. Yes. So then he's able to do books like The Wake. But he, Wake was even that was Vertigo. That was Vertigo yeah. too. But he is doing. I, he is working with Image or one of these companies on something else. I know that as a fact. So awesome. I love how you. Uh, Every now and again, refer to an issue of a comic as an episode because I do the, I do the same. <laughs> yeah, thing. we talk so much TV. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't even catch myself. They're so episodic they anymore are. too that it, yeah. I, I do the exact same thing. I'm yeah. like, have you read that last episode of? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just called it an episode, but the, it's a compliment. Also, I'm going to throw out there uh, if you if you are interested in the uh, Star Wars comics, uh, the Lando run for me finished on a high taste. It awesome. Okay. It was a Tupperware all uh, all up until like the last couple episodes, which were. St- <laughs> Issues, excuse me. <laughs> I, I wasn't making fun. I, I, I love know. it. I know, but so you shit all over the Lando comic. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Take that, Lando. Uh, but uh, the Chewbacca comic, the first episode uh, issue. <laughs> don't God st- damn don't it! Stop! Don't it. stop! The first issue was good. The second issue was just awful uh. and so the chewbacca comic just needs to end it just Damn. needs to end. this <laughs> the story is just it's so bad it's just like people that are being people that are trapped in slavery and chewbacca's there to save them and it's just so boring mm-hmm. it's like fuck. chewbacca never says anything do they translate what chewbacca yeah, says and- it's a little girl. You know what he's saying when he says what he's saying. Okay. It's, but yeah, it's basically I am Groot. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a little girl. Like, she's the one that has the connection with Chewbacca, and she's the one who's trying to get him to, you know, save her people that are being enslaved and stuff like that. It's not so. his little sister from the holiday special, is it? No. <laughs> Thank God. No. No. It... Oh man, it's, I wish it was better. It's Jerry Dugan who was writing for, uh, Deadpool for a while. Oh yeah. I, I'm gonna stay on it, but 
Is that a mini? It's a mini. Okay. Just like the Lando was five issues and, and the Leia was like five or six issues. Mm. Um, I'm still reading, I'm still getting Star Wars, I'm still getting Vader, I'm still, I'm getting Vader down. I've got all the issues of Shattered Empire, I haven't read any of them yet though. Um, but, uh, I, I, and Kanan, of course, the last Padawan, I am loving that run. That's, nice. that's my favorite Star Wars comic that's coming out right now. Is that, is that a mini? Book? No, that's ongoing. Oh, nice. I did not know that. And it is phenomenal. It is so good. Um, another comic book that finally, after six issues, I read the first six issues, I'm hooked on Autumn Lands. Hmm. God damn it. That book's so good. Issue seven finally came out. So I'll be getting that shipped to me here shortly. Who's the writer of that? God, you would ask me that. I know, uh, Jordy. Oh, I'm sorry. I, no, it's okay. I can't remember. God damn it. Now, Jordy Belair is on art. And I can't remember the, I can't remember the, the writer on that one. And I feel awful because it is phenomenal. It's that one where I told you where, um, the, the characters look like the anthropomorphic. Is it, is animal. that a, is that the Busiak book? Busiak. Thank you. Oh, it's man. the Busiak book. Um, you could probably pick up the first trade of Autumn Lands. I highly recommend that you do it. I want to read that. It is if this was ever made into, if it was ever adapted into TV or a film, I'm there day one, getting tickets or, hmm. or watch or subscribing to whatever service is going to. This is this is a great story. It's it's magic. You got anthropomorphic animals. You've also got like a kind of like a the chosen one character who's kind of like a. Kind of like a Conan type of guy or something like that. And he's a human being that's thrust into this world. He's the, he's the chosen one. And all these animals for years, they'd never, they didn't know who the chosen one was. And so like they're all guessing like, oh, is he an owl? Is he a, mm-hmm. is he this kind of animal? Is he a lion? Is he, what is he? And it's a human being. And they're just like, when they see him, they're just like really upset that it's not one of, you know, <laughs> he's, he's not an animal. Right. It's such a good. It's it got magic. It's just a great story. Can I, I see that artwork? Seven ninety nine for uh, the first six issues on digital. I might jump on this actually. Yeah, I highly recommend reading Autumn Lands. Oh, that looks cool. Little Spuds McKenzie character. There. Yes, <laughs> I love that character. Too. I love that character too. I love that character. And then you've got like the Bison characters, which play a big part in it. I'm a huge Busiek fan too. I mean, it really makes me want to read it. That looks great. And there was like a three month break there from like issue six, and they finally got onto issue seven. So I'm I'm ready to jump back into that world, man. I Tupperware Autumn Lands. So I'm sorry about taking so much time talking about this, but I think more people need to read this book. Yeah. It's so damn good. I, I love hearing about comics, especially since I really can't afford them in my budget right now. So it's always nice to know what to go back and pick up in trades once I get a little extra money. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, there's a lot of other books. Like, of course, like I've talked about Southern Bastards till mm. I'm blue in the face, and that's a Tupperware all day long. Um, trying to think whatever uh, what other books that I'm reading right now. There's quite a few of them that I'm reading. Um, I seem to be a lot more in sync with you when it comes to comics than I do. Other mediums. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a stretch. No pun intended. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the news, and then we're going to wrap this bitch up. <laughs> not a stretch. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. It takes a lot to make a stew. A pinch of salt and laughter, too. A scoop of kids to add the spice. Of love to make it nice, and you got too many cooks, 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 too many cooks. 
right, we're back, you stupid assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking to me? No. Our listeners. That's Sorry, okay. our listeners. That's okay. <laughs> back, you ignorant fox. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know there's good podcasts out there? <laughs> the we're just fuck? we're just reinforcing that right now, aren't we? <laughs> In the five six hours it takes to listen to us, you could listen to like three good podcasts. <laughs> Shit. Time is important these days. I mean, Hulu has a fucking no commercial option right now. Yeah, people are paying four dollars extra so they don't get commercials. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, and then people listen to this fucking piece of shit for free. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, as soon as we come back from break, I'm calling them assholes. <laughs> there's no asshole. There's no asshole free option on this podcast, though. No, no, no. Uh, but, oh, excuse me. Bucks or... Ex- excuse me. For Sylvia, though, there is going to be a uh, only Jake episode right. though coming out. Oh, nice. Just for her, I'm going to edit her her own episode. So <laughs> she she only will listen. To the one true leftover. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's on her way to be in my tribute, I'll tell you that. <laughs> she's like Gwendolyn Christie, right? Yeah. She's like your Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Bri- that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be one tough cookie to get down. Yep, yep, that's true. Yeah, All right, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> funny every time it is <laughs> all right welcome back to pop culture leftovers you stupid morons <laughs> listen to how many of them are willing to die for us how yeah. dumb can you be <laughs> all right guys uh let's move on to the pop culture leftovers news oh. yeah, 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 yeah. read all about it it's a leftover news and there's no doubt about it this news is gangster as fuck yo it's gangsta as fuck, yo. Our listeners are stupid as fuck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> They're stupid as fuck, yo. Time for dickhole news. <laughs> Straight up your dickhole. Straight up your dickhole. <laughs> All right. The Hollywood Reporter, they write that Snowpiercer is being adapted for TV with Josh Friedman. The 2013 Korean film fe- uh, feature film is being adapted as a TV series with Josh Friedman, who uh, is responsible for the Sarah Connor, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. I almost said the Sarah Chronicles. <laughs> I like that, actually. Combine uh, I'm calling our idi- uh, listeners idiots, and here I, I can't even fucking say Sarah Connor Chronicles. Connor Coles. No, Sarah Connor Coles. <laughs> the Sarah Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the Idiots. <laughs> That are our listeners. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's a little bit of Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> a little, oh, a little bit. <laughs> uh, he's also responsible for the War of the Worlds. He's attached to pen the script for Tomorrow Studios, which has optioned the rights to the film. So it's not like this has actually been. It's not guaranteed. They're going to make a pilot. That they're going to make a pilot. It's just mm-hmm. been optioned. Okay. So this reminds me of everything that Mark Millar has ever written. <laughs> yes, yes. Is it going to be a continuation of the story? That's a great story. I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I mean, is it going to be like, are we going to be on the train? It's so tough. Yeah, where do you go from the movie? Yeah. You know? That's a tough fucking nut to crack. Early we talked about, what was it, like the fucking Gone Girl series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, 12 Monkeys, and we talked about Far and stuff like that. What are, they, what are you going to do with fucking Snowpiercer? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even imagine what a sequel would be yeah, like. Yeah. Let alone a TV series. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to watch old Thomas the Train reruns. 
Ant-Man's dead. Call Fuck it. Snowpiercer. Call it a fucking day. <laughs> you gonna watch Ant-Man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one, man. I don't see it. I don't see it. Where where do you well, go? I, okay, number one, I, I want to know the creative team involved, mm-hmm. except for Josh Friedman. I want to know who else is involved in this. I want to know what network it's going to be on. Yeah. I mean, answer some of those questions for me, and then maybe I can give you – right now I'm going to freeze it. Sure. <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic frozen world, Whoa, I'm going to freeze it. No problem. <laughs> nice, no, nice. It's a little too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look away. Is that Clive? <laughs> Did he just lose his shit? <laughs> Clive's got barrel. Whoa. He's a comedian now. <laughs> and he's shitting on my bed. <laughs> hey, move over, Clive. <laughs> Something meteor is coming. That's my, my, that's my spot. My bed only has room for one shit. <laughs> and that is a sign to Mr. Jake. Thank, thank you. But I mean, who are you going to cast in this thing? I yeah. mean, you, I mean, you had Chris Evans, you had Tilda Swinton, and I mean, they were great. I mm-hmm. mean, like, are you going to have these same characters involved? I mean, how are they going to do this? I don't know. This seems ambitious. Mm-hmm. I loved the Snowpiercer movie. Great movie. But I mean, do you want to taint that? No. <laughs> I don't know. I got to. I got to hear more about this. Is it going to be Fox? Is oh, gonna, that's scary. Sarah Chronicon. Sarah. God, that's <laughs> Chromacon. <laughs> the Necrochromacon. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna totally go into Sarah Comic Con this year. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Linda Hamilton's gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, What's her name? Uh, yeah. Amelia Clark's yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> yes. And then the chick from uh, Game of Thrones that played Sarah Connor on the yeah. Sarah Connor. They're two, both girls were for Game of Thrones. Yeah, two Game of Thrones girls. Mm-hmm. Lena Headley or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Sarah Connor Chronicles that was Fox, and then uh, that was a Fox TV show. And War of the Worlds was that Fox? That was made by Fox. Yeah, right? I never even knew. I that think it was existed. Fox. The Tom Cruise movie. Oh, the movie, not the show. Not was there a show for War of the Worlds? Uh, that's what I thought you were saying. No, no I'm thinking. I think it was the Fox War of the Worlds movie. I could be wrong. I don't know. I think it was Fox. Yeah. That sounds right. It was a Spielberg movie though. I, I don't know if that it was Fox. Yeah, it was a Spielberg movie. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't think he's done a 20th century Fox movie in fucking forever. We know nothing. Yes, <laughs> we are not experts. <laughs> Jake is. Jake is looking it up. I mean, I. I want to know if uh, Bong Joon Ho, the was he the director or the writer? I want to know if he's involved in this at all. Yeah, that that'd be a little bit reassuring. Yeah, but for right now, it's scary as fuck. Okay, Bong uh, is going to be a co-producer. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's good news. Yeah. He's like, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> All of our listeners are like, I want to smoke his name. <laughs> Bong. Yeah. You and get talk, it? And talk you to get his it? hose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, In the man. month of June. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, his name just gets more hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's a paramount. Oh, okay. It's paramount. Yeah, I'm totally wrong, so. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, guys, we have our Negan for The Walking Dead. They have cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who played the comedian in The Watchmen, as uh, Negan. Uh, I'm going to Tupperware this. Tupperwareing the casting. I love the fucking actor, man. I don't know much about the backstory of Negan yet. Uh, I know bits and pieces, but uh, from what I've seen visually... Yeah, it looks fucking perfect. Him and Glenn have a special relationship. Yeah, I know that much, yeah. yeah. I tossed this. 
What? I, you don't I, like I, him. I just, it's because he's he was in Watchmen. <laughs> I, I just wanted to shit in your bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking bed shitter. I'll freeze this. <laughs> what a great choice for a fucking villain, though. You know? Yeah. yeah. Spoiler, I guess. <laughs> so we're gonna spoiler. we're gonna see him this season, right? I would think so. Fucking a. I think they're bringing it on. Yeah, I think from everything we've already seen. What has he done since Watchmen? He, he was in a show called Extent. Never saw that. I think which was like was it like an Amazon Prime original or mm. something like that? I don't know. Hmm. So I, 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 I when I saw that, I was like, maybe his stock has gone down a little bit since fucking right. Yeah, I know. Based on Watchmen, yeah. though, fuck. Should be cool. Yeah, I got a Tupperware the selection though. I like him as an actor. Oh yeah, and him, for sure. Him and fucking fucking uh what's his name? Andrew Lincoln mm-hmm. together. Fuck, holy shit. Gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. What are you looking at, Jake? You're flipping through. Watchmen. Watchmen cast. Watchmen cast. Yeah. I was trying to see what other, what other stuff this guy had been in. Oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah. What else? I know he's in like a romantic comedy. I was having trouble finding him on the fucking IMDB though, so I failed. Get the fuck out of here. I know. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. He was in, like, this romantic comedy or something that I saw. And he played, like, the hunky guy. Oh, yeah. He is quite hunky. With the mustache. There are a lot of people that were saying, like, if, like, Robert Downey Jr. stopped being Tony Stark, they wanted him to be. And I was just like, I don't see it. No. Not this guy. No. He was in the Red Dawn remake. Oh, God, Jeffrey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he was in Jonah Hex. Oh, God. <laughs> that don't mean shit. Twelve episodes of Supernatural. Okay, well, maybe it means something. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big Supernatural I, I do kind of like Supernatural. God, I, I've always wanted to get into Supernatural, yeah. but they're like on season 11. Yeah. With 20-plus yeah. episodes each season. It's like they don't make it easy for newcomers to jump no. on board, do they? No, but it, it's pretty fun series. All right, you guys ready to move on to Marvel news? Marvel. Marvel news. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs to bumper? Me and Jay got it. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel news. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Jay's dancing again. Marvel news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it looks like Gambit has its director. Oh. Uh-oh. After chasing some big names like Darren Aronofsky and then losing Rupert Wyatt, uh, it looks like they have their guy, Doug Lyman, the mm. director for Edge of Tomorrow and Born Identity. Cool. Is joining Gambit. Tupperware, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Great director. I'm down for that. For, first, I've been excited for a Gambit movie since we started talking about a mm-hmm. Gambit movie. Guys, I, Doug Lyman is responsible for one of the my favorite movies. Like we've talked about doing a uh, top twenty movie podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a movie that makes that list, in my opinion, that is directed by Doug Lyman, and that movie is Swingers, the Vince Vaughn, oh, yeah. John Favreau written movie. That movie for me is my favorite romantic comedy. That and When Harry Met Sally. Those are my two faves. But man, fucking swingers. And Doug Lyman is responsible for that fucking movie. I Tupperware the fuck out of this news. I mean, I thought it was bad. I was sad when Darren Aronofsky was like, I'm not going to do it. And then they had Rupert Wyatt signed on. And I was just like, okay, that's good. That, they, they saved the movie. He's serviceable. He's not as good as the Matthew Matt Reeves who did the second Planet of the Apes movie. But Rupert Wyatt, he's serviceable. 
guys, they have gone above and beyond fucking Rupert Wyatt here with Doug Lyman. Yeah, fuck. Am it. I right? Yeah, 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 I agree. I thought you were going to say Jumper with the great Hayden Christensen. Oh, God. I, and, <laughs> the great. And, and people will stick up for that movie and say it's so good. I, I couldn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, that's easily Lyman's worst. Anytime somebody talks shit about Hayden Christensen, those the, the, there's people that say, oh, but there's Jumper. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> if anything, that proved the point. Like, I tried to defend Hayden Christensen, too, and then yeah. Jumper came out. Right. Like, fuck. Well, I'm done defending this. Yeah, Swingers is top ten, man. Fucking A. Classic fucking film. Fucking A. Yeah. Swingers is great. I'm baby. happy to see that guy do anything. Yeah, baby, babies all grows up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And First ba- I knew who Favreau was was because of Swingers. Because of Swingers. Mm-hmm. I have loved Agent Tomorrow, too. Agent have, you, Tomorrow. have you ever seen the Rocky Marciano movie that stars John Favreau as Rocky Marciano? No. Fucking amazing. Wow, yeah. Such a damn good movie. Watch it if you ever had the Fuck chance. yeah, I didn't even know about that. Ooh, Lyman did Go. I love that movie. Go's great. Yeah. yeah. I just watched yeah. Go like um, like a couple weeks ago. I hadn't seen it in years. Yeah. And I was just – such a brilliant movie. Like each act is broken mm-hmm. down into mm-hmm. like each character's uh, involvement in, in, in that in that time period of like from the you – know, it's such a great yeah. – Go is so good. Fucking good Jay Moore, fucking yeah. Scott Wolf. Uh, Katie Holmes. One of the movies of that generation that kind of so damn out. good. Yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Omar is Omar Epson? No, he was in. I'm thinking of fucking Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Thank you. Yeah. Timothy uh, Oliphant from Deadwood. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was really good. The drug dealer in that movie. God damn, goes so, so fucking good. Yeah, goes a goodie. So some things to be fucking happy about. Yeah, fucking Doug Lyman taking over. This yeah. is huge. So we've we've got our lead. We've got Channing Tatum. We've got Doug Lyman. Promising things happening for that gambit. Sounds movie. like a good team. I'm yeah. gonna Tupperware it. Yeah, for sure. Doug Lyman did the movie Everest. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, see, that's not like original source material right. either. Right. So it's like anytime he's involved with like you know swingers and like you said, go and 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 uh, uh, fucking um, you know Edge of Tomorrow, Born Identity. Edge of Tomorrow was so damn good. Edge of Tomorrow is great. Tomorrow. Yeah, fuck. love it, love it. Yeah, Born Identity is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and he stayed on as producers for like the sequels as well. Yeah, so. Yeah. I Tupperware this news. This Fuck is yeah, man. so fucking good. Uh, guys, Nicholas Holt, uh, who plays Hank McCoy, uh, the beast in X-Men, the X-Men films, uh, he's gonna be coming back for X-Men Apocalypse, and he talked recently about the film with IGN. He says, first class was the first time we went back in time with the younger cast. Days of Future Past dealt with the time displacement and all that sort of thing, and blended casts. And this one, I think, is just going to be pretty huge in many ways. It's set in the 80s, introducing younger versions of Cyclops and Jean Grey and Storm and those characters. So you get a bit of backstory to those guys. And then Apocalypse. Oscar Isaac turns up and is a badass. Hmm. And it all goes quite extreme. So some praise there for our Poe Dameron, our fucking Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Not surprising. Not surprising. God dang it, man. You have... I, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that fucking Oscar Isaac is going to be in Star Wars, and he's also going to be playing Apocalypse. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, what a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
God damn, Oscar Isaac. I nothing, l- nothing but faith. X Men Apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, that's my number one comic book movie for next year. I'm, Is it? Yeah, I'm super hyped. You were surprised when when we asked that email asked that question. Yeah, that's true. God damn it, that 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 actually that warms my heart, man. It is, I, and it's mostly because of I can't see Oscar Isaac being shitty in no, a movie. I agree, and he's the main fucking villain. He's the main so villain. I, I'm just super excited. Like if, if this goes wrong, it's because of writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not because of Oscar. No, I, th- I still think that we're gonna get his performance every time he's on screen. He's gonna command your fucking attention, dude. He can make the whole movie absolutely, you know, just absolutely. based on him for sure. God, he's he's amazing. Man. He is amazing. Olivia yeah. Munn doing her thing. Oscar Isaac, yeah. Olivia Munn is Psylocke. Yeah, hot. Pete Nine. He says like he he doesn't agree that fucking. She looks good. He thinks that some of the cosplayers look better. And I think the suit looks pretty good. I yeah. think they did yeah. a good job. Yeah, I agree. So what the fuck do you know, Pete? <laughs> not, mu- not much. <laughs> For Pete's sake, you don't know shit. Pete told it. us all to fuck off on Twitter. That's right. Oh, man, that shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Pete's awesome. Dude, where's my fucking Pete's tweets? Yeah, where's the Pete's tweets? Where's should, my fucking Pete's tweets? You should have done a segment about him telling us to fuck off. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Here, I'll get the tweet up. <laughs> get the tweet, raring to go. <laughs> Where's my fucking Pete's tweets? Oh, I, man, even, I need the time anyway. I don't even know where that shit is. I'm totally excited to see Olivia Munn in fucking less clothes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Totally excited. All right, I got a Pete tweet ready. Yeah, I don't have the fucking bumper going. I don't know where the fuck it went. <laughs> Can I play? I'll play Kevin Sparebergs. No, yeah, play dude, that I just woke up. <laughs> hold on, here we go. Wait, hold on, he's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> hold, hold. <laughs> oh, okay, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. At PC Leftovers, spoiler alert, 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 fuck you, Brian. He said, fuck you, Brian. What? I wasn't the one that spoiled it. Brian says, me, with multiple exclamation points and question marks, two sheds dropped it, and Pete Neen returns, well, fuck Jake, too. And then uh, he also says, LOL, throw Jay in there, too. Fuckers. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Pete. <laughs> I got a word for you, Pete. <laughs> well, after you say spoiler like, four times in a row, that fifth and sixth time gets hard. That's when the Candyman appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Nicholas Holt went on to say, fuck you, Pete. <laughs> yeah. No, he says he goes on to say uh, they, 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 ta- they talked him um, – <laughs> They asked uh, if h- how often he uh, becomes face-to-face with uh, Oscar Isaac's uh, apocalypse. And he says, to be quite honest with you, the times we were acting in the same scene were often quite distant. So I could sense the presence of him, and he certainly got a lot of presence. In life, he's a really fun guy to be around. And that character is a tricky one to play. You know, essentially a mutant from an era long ago, awoken in this modern day, very confused about what's going on around him and decides to do something about it. He certainly brings an intensity to it in a great way. That is a great word to describe fucking Oscar Isaac. Intensity. Am I right? Intensity. Yeah. That's what he is. Good Lord. God. 
he brings it. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, you'd have to be Matthew Chikella not to notice that shit. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like getting punched in the face when you fucking watch Oscar Isaac. It really is. It's like being physically attacked. Yeah. What else can well, I watch to see more Oscar Isaac? Partially because, like, when you watched it, I came into the house and punched you in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Oscar Isaac's great. Stop hitting me, Brian. <laughs> So intense. Why are you so abusive when I watch Oscar Isaac films? Like, Jay, Jay, I'm like trying to loan Jay inside Lewin Davis, and Jay's like, I don't want to watch it. (laughs) Brian, I don't, I don't want to watch it. And I'm like putting boxing gloves on. I'm like taping my hands up and shit. Bare knuckle boxing. It's like, feel the intensity, Jay. (laughs) Should I watch that movie inside Lewin Davis? Watch it. Watch it. It's, I gave it a taste of it, but I, if you're a music lover, if, uh, Jay, you would love this. Yeah, if if, if you're a music lover, um, this movie might like hit a, hit a chord with you. But for me, it was, it was a taste that his performance though, on the flip side is a Tupperware. It's just Adam Driver's also in this movie. Oh, is he? Cool. Cool. So it's, it's interesting that he's in a movie with Adam Driver and then he was also in a, a movie with Domhnall Gleeson and Ex Machina, right. and all three of them are going to culminate in fucking the the fucking movie of the year, yeah. fucking Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Somebody was paying attention. <laughs> it's a Coen Brothers movie, okay? Yeah, I, I would watch if you like the Coen Brothers. I, I do. I enjoy them. I love the Coen Brothers. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to DC news. DC news coming straight into the old dick hole. <laughs> DC hey. news. Yeah, thank you, Jake. I was going to ask for the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> DC news. <laughs> All right, guys, I got a DC email, and it's from our buddy Riker XL, aka Scott Shooty. Uh, evening leftovers. You know, if Scott says anything I don't like, I'm going to start calling him Scott Shitty. Okay, just throwing that yeah, out there. I'm good with that. Yeah, but right now you're still Scott Shooty. Right, <laughs> Shooty and all over his name. <laughs> <laughs> Was there just a glitch in the Matrix? (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh, Jake. Oh, you won't be saying anything for the rest of the podcast. What did I I do? Cut off. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) What did I say? Shooty your mouth. (laughs) Shooting it, sorry. It's it's just it's it's what you said, and then there was no reaction. There was zero reaction for me and Jay, and then you kind of like gave this awkward laugh, and I just I lost it. I lost it. I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. Not easy being the one true left. Jay's like, do I shit in Brian's bed now? Is that that's yeah? Do I shoot in Brian's bed? All right. Oh, Riker sends us an email. He says, evening leftovers. How do you know we're not recording in the morning? Yeah. He yeah. knows. You pompous. Yeah, around yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> this email was written from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Show's over. <laughs> He goes on to say, while Brian's theory on Zoom being Barry's doppelganger has merit, I must admit that it feels somewhat easy to me, and I have a separate theory that may prove to just be as awesome. What if Zoom is Earth 2's Henry Allen? Flash's dad. Here are some clues. (laughs) 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Henry Allen is conveniently absent from the series at the moment, and from the eyes of Earth 2's Dr. Wells. Dr. Wells created Zoom and would know who the Zoom doppelganger is on Earth 1. Dr. Wells would, at the very least, provide some exposition to Barry if he was Zoom on Earth 2. Last season, we watched Barry take the hero's journey as he made the choice not to save his mother and accept his destiny as the Flash. We even watched as he tearfully says goodbye to her in the scene, in the uh, season finale. What better way to amp up the drama and take that next step in his journey than to have Barry take down his father, albeit an evil, nasty version of him, but still... Anyway, it's a neat theory and one we will have to watch play out as the season continues, as it is still the best superhero show I have ever seen. Let us know your thoughts, Riker XL. Riker, I am hearing you, man. And since I have seen more of Zoom in this last episode, and I've actually seen pictures of Zoom compared to John, uh, what, John Wesley Shipp, mm-hmm. the actor who plays, you know, Henry Allen. Yeah. I am in 100% agreement. Wow, wow. So I do, I do think you are right, sir. Um, I think maybe the, the Barry line was some misdirection, possibly. Um, but man alive, it, it, I think that that's why they've conveniently had him leave the show. So we not think about him or something. And so, and also because it seems like when these doppelgangers come through the breach, these Earth 2 doppelgangers, the first thing that they do is try to kill their Earth 1 version of themselves. Ah, okay. So when Dr. Light came through, she was trying to kill Linda Park from Earth One and they all try to kill their their doppelganger as soon as they come through. So I am in complete agreement with you after seeing the pictures and and this makes sense and uh I think it's gonna be great watching this unfold this season. Cool man. So Yeah. What are you, what are you doing over there? Look at pictures of the zoom. Oh. Pictures of the Zoom. The Zoom. <laughs> what was that car commercial where they go, Zoom, Zoom? Yeah, Zoom, Zoom. That was fucking stupid. That was a horrible commercial. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know what that car was, but I wouldn't buy it just for that fucking commercial. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Man, I can't wait to like, I can't wait to like catch up on fucking Flash. That's one of those things in my back burner. I can't fucking wait to watch. Start getting on to the Flash series. Yeah. Sounds fucking great. It is know. great. It's my favorite comic book show on right now. And fucking Cisco's been bearable now that he's been using his vibe powers. <laughs> not yeah. thinking he's fucking, uh, what's that? Uh, like a fucking inventor. Like he's fucking Beekman or some shit. Uh, he's like Q from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but fucking Zoom, man. I love that storyline. I'm glad, I'm glad this is part of the series to begin with. It's cool that they're even doing it. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about a rumor that came from comicbookmovie.com. Here's what they said. There's a good chance Wonder Woman won't be the only prominent female DC character on the Justice League roster, as Heroic Hollywood has heard that Queen of Atlantis and wife of Aquaman, Mira, will also make an appearance in the Zack Snyder-directed superhero ensemble flick. Apparently, the feelers are are being put out for background on the character in advance of pre-production commencing on the movie this coming January. 
Though they seem pretty sure Mira will feature in the film, they don't know if she'll actually suit up as a member of the Justice League or not. I don't think she would. No. That seems silly. In the comics, Aquaman and his lady love have what you might call a tumultuous relationship and have even found themselves on opposing sides on several occasions. So if that carries over to the screen, it should make for a very interesting dynamic between the two characters. Um I, I'm in. I'm in 100% agreement that we're going to see Mira in, at least in an Aquaman solo film. We have to. Yeah, it seems like a no-brainer mm-hmm. there. Right. Uh, as far as her making an appearance in the the Justice League roster, silly. Why would she be in the Justice League roster just to bring another female in? Just it, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like you know why did Gwyneth Paltrow show up in the Avengers film? Yeah, just to yeah complete the you know it could be just as simple as that. You know what I mean? I'm fine with that. But sure. Yeah, suiting up to be part of the Justice League seems that's a stretch. Yeah, you've already Which got I Wonder still Woman. Tupperware that movie. Yeah. Stretch. Oh. <laughs> Jake's already pulling his pants down to shit in the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Warming it up. Yeah. I'm going to go eat a chili through away after this podcast. Get, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Take some X-Lax. You wanted a three-way, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chili three-way and an X-Lax pill. Yes. My warm-up, my ritual. Forced diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my fucking, my bed looks like it fucking, like, I don't know, like fucking bean dip in a microwave. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really gonna stretch my asshole taking a shit on your bed. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. So, <laughs> fucking hell! What is wrong with this show? <laughs> Shit's fucking too stupid. much to name. <laughs> Calling our listeners assholes and everything else. <laughs> I thought they were just dumb. I didn't know they were assholes. <laughs> oh. We- See if they can't take the joke. No, they can't. We like. I can already feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are offended. We like, yeah. Some people. We like. Yeah, don't get up. Don't be. No, don't be those fucking yeah. pussies. Yeah. We, we like, yeah. You only kid the ones you love. Exactly. Yeah. So. You only verbally abuse the ones that you love. Keep the shit out of the ones right. you only call the ones you love dumb fucks. Yeah. <laughs> JoeBlow.com had an article titled what the Joker will actually look like, and upcoming film spoilers. This caught my attention, guys. When I saw this, you got you got that's yeah. I don't yeah. I, you got to click on that, right? That's some, yeah, that's some clickbait. That's that clickbait. is definitely clickbait. And so I clicked on it, and here's the article. According to our source, the Joker image everybody is talking about isn't a genuine image and doesn't match up with how he looks on set. He's missing scars. Which we reported on a, uh, a while back as mementos from his history with Batman. And the grill teeth are kind of what the fuck addition to the image. One source elaborates that he's scarred on his back and arms and his skin is definitely wider than what we see below. The tattoos are brand new, if even real, and may have been added to cover up the areas where his scars will be. Thoughts on this? Are you buying this or is this bullshit? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Anybody with a fucking browser mm-hmm. on the internet can type in Google <laughs> and then you can type in, you can do a search for Suicide Squad Joker set photos. Mm-hmm. You're putting a lot of faith in our listeners here. And we, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We've already called them fucking idiots. But anyway... <laughs> 
If you type in Suicide Squad Joker set photos, within seconds you're going to see that the tattoos are real. Mm. Yeah. You're going to see the eye drop, the, 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 the tear drop tattoo. You're going to see the tattoos on the chest. The, you're going to see all the this. The dumbass mouth on his stomach. You're going to see it. <laughs> it's fucking there in plain sight. This fucking Joe Blow article, clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. All central. fucking day. Mm-hmm. Fucking Joe Blow. They like one out of every hundred reports is correct from these guys. And they, they do a lot of these. A lot of their reports are DC related. And, and you know, I used to think like, wow, they they've got a source within Warner Brothers. And now it's just like, with this report, I've lost all fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember There's, what it was from a couple episodes ago, but I was just like, God, fucking Joe Blow. Yeah, <laughs> it's all DC stuff, yeah. and like this is just like I'm not buying anything. I'm no. not. I, I'm not buying anything that they put out. Why would they release those images just to fuck with people? They're they're official, legitimate images. Well, well Jay, I'm not even talking about official limis, uh, images that were released. I'm talking about like set photos from like people that mm-hmm. were around the vicinity when. Back when David Ayer wasn't filming on a set, when they were filming at location, mm-hmm. people were taking snapshots of the Joker, those scenes where he was with Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn points the gun at right, him. Right. He's near the Joker car. All those scenes when he's in the suit, he's got the open suit, and you can see his chest, mm-hmm. and you can see the tattoos. Yeah. You type that into your fucking Google, boom, you'll see it in five seconds. And Joe Blow's saying, like, this is not true. Come on, who is their fucking fact checker? Right. Who the fuck is who? Who the fuck is working at Joe Blow? Some of our fucking idiot listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what browser are they using? Fucking, fucking uh, yeah. What are they using? This is correct. Yes. Alta, AltaVista.com from like 1996 and Alta, shit. Yes. I looked on America Online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw, in their forums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the last person on Prodigy.net. <laughs> fucking Prodigy. Prodigy. Holy shit, that's a blast from the past. That was like a fucking like online classified ad. Man, that's fucked up. Yeah, I remember. That's all we had back I in had, the day. Yeah, I had Prodigy. <laughs> you had no choice. Yeah, yeah, you had no you really, choice. Yeah, that in America Online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. We yeah. got kicked off of America Online. Oh, yes, you we remember? did. <laughs> yes, we did. I believe this. <laughs> in the early days. Me, you, and Kyle for cursing at people. Yeah. I, I believe this. This this is not surprising. That was a fun night. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> All three of you, huh? All three accounts. Yeah. Well, no, it was just one account. I uh, think it was Brian's. <laughs> it, it, was, it was my account on America Online. <laughs> Kyle was at the helm of the Enterprise that night. Yeah. Fucking got us kicked off. Shit was fun. It was like the very beginning of America <laughs> Online. Well, after that, it was America Offline for yeah. us. <laughs> so you guys ruined the internet for everybody. Pretty much. Early on. We're the cause of censorship. Remember that Remember that noise when you used to connect? Yeah. <laughs> And then you finally see like the key. Yeah. <laughs> that like, shit was crazy. Hey, I'm finally online. Only took 20 fucking minutes. Oh god. <laughs> I don't have any boner anymore. So fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember trying to download porn back in the day. Oh, it took forever. Oh my god. It's like that one picture of like the chick putting like <laughs> the fucking cucumber in her vagina. Yeah. It, it took like nearly an hour to download. Parents went to bed at 10. You're lucky if you saw that by 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was just like, that's not a responsible way to use produce, man. I'm playing Doom, Mom. <laughs> I'm not loading anything. Yeah, by the time it gets to her waist, you realize she has a dick. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Ew. That's not what I wanted. Like, oh, man, I've been masturbating this for 20 minutes. <laughs> not for us, but there, I'm sure there were some people out there that were like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking this I'm pleasantly twist. surprised. <laughs> Thank you, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And I'm finished. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Ohola hands him a towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The towel's going. laughs> uh, what were we yeah. talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Dumbass listeners. Oh yeah, those motherfuckers. Fucking, no, the fucking Joe Blow article. Oh, Joe Blow, clickbait. Yeah, yeah clickbait. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, it's bullshit. Let's. Uh, you know what? Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish this bitch with fucking Star Wars news. Yay! All right. You know what that sound means? <laughs> of course. It means, it means we're back. It means your host is a fucking moron. And he goes, hey. That's what that sound means. It means you're listening to the wrong podcast. This is not the podcast you're looking for. It's your fault. It's not our fault. Yeah, you shouldn't be listening to this. Yeah. Guys, it is time now for Star Wars news. What's Amisa saying? You were supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. I love that. I love that. <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> you need to add the, uh, my name is Anakin and I'm a slave. <laughs> My name's Anakin and I'm a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whee! Jeez, you're a sensitive little bitch. Gosh. One minute you're calling me an angel, the next you're snapping at me. Gosh. Wado probably beats him. <laughs> All right, guys, time for Star Wars news. Star Wars fan Daniel Fleetwood, who we talked about last week on the show, he passed mm. away on Tuesday. Yeah, it's super sad. It's one week after the uh, one week to the day after he saw uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, if you want to help his wife with the medical bills, you can. There's a GoFundMe that has started. Uh, I posted it on our uh, I posted it on our Facebook page and. You can probably just go to GoFundMe.com and do a search for Ashley Fleetwood and donate anything you want. You can start at even a dollar. So, um, yeah, definitely feel like if you feel moved to help out a fellow Star Wars fan, um, you know, Ashley, uh, after her husband passed away, then, then do so. Go to the website and donate. Did you see um, <clears throat> that dickhole, the story about Ken Jennings and his super insensitive tweet about the – the, oh God! I'm Are you talking about the Jeopardy guy? Yeah, 
He is a super D-bag on Twitter. Like, I'll take he's an asshole for $100, Alex. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw him. He, was, he said something really insensitive about the whole thing. Really? And then he got into a fight with um, Ron Mars, the comic book writer. Like, Ron Mars came to the, the defense yeah. of him. He, he said the tweet was something like, it's not a good sign that people that see the new Star Wars movie die. Oh, jeez. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, it was really bad. And then people were just laymaning him on, on Twitter and just saying what a piece of shit he was and everything. Fuck. Fuck him. And so Ron Mars gets into it with him, and he tweets back to Ron Mars, why don't you go write another comic where a woman dies in a refrigerator and leave me alone? (laughs) Wow. I was just, like, blown away by it. I was like, wow, Ken Jennings is a super dickhead. Holy shit. So... Yeah. You never see any fucking Price is Right contestants acting like that. No. <laughs> no. No. It was really crazy, though. Like, Time Magazine did an online article about how terrible he is on Twitter. And I forget. There was, like, the last three weeks he tweeted, like, four or five different insensitive tweets about different topics and everything. Wow. And that was, like, the kicker. I want attention. These people that should not be famous that are famous. Yeah. Like him and fucking Jared from Subway. Oh, yeah. Who fuck gives yeah. a fuck about that guy? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people, like, fan, like Star Wars fans were tweeting at him what a D-bag you thought he was. And, like, all of his yeah. responses were like, well, I have... 8,000 more followers than you, so I don't care what you think. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that's an excuse to be a giant fucking... D-bag. You're wearing those headphones right now, and I'm thinking, yeah. like, it'd be awesome if they were, like, Princess Leia bun. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this segment would just be amazing. <laughs> it would truly be Star Wars news, right? <laughs> I'm gonna wear my queen. I'm gonna wear my queen Amidala outfit next week. <laughs> Those buttons are gangsters. Fuck yeah! Man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I should take a picture. I'd make but, a great Leia. Honestly, honestly, I want to dedicate this show to uh, Daniel Fleetwood. Nice. Yeah. So I don't think we've ever. I've never dedicated a fucking show to anybody, but I want to dedicate this. That's uh, sad. Maybe not. This has been a shitty episode. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect the guy. <laughs> well, then what episode are we going to dedicate to him? If that's the criteria. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll dedicate our Force Awakens episode. There you okay. go. Retro dedication. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Daniel, man. Oh my gosh. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it's a sad, sad story, but it ends on such a, a happy, a happy note for yeah, him for sure. being a Star Wars fan, being able to live out his dream. And then fucking assholes like Ken Jennings. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry I even brought, I gave attention to him, but I just wanted you guys to know. I thought no, it's fine. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a real D-bag thing to do. That's all you've been doing this entire podcast is shitting in bed. <laughs> I know, I know. It is a sad story, though. It's it's. <laughs> Really cool that, I mean, it was less than a week after he got to see it that he passed yeah. away, so I'm glad the timing worked out. Yeah. Got a question for you. What do you call a stormtrooper that just watched the movie Stretch? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Oh, God. I set you, I set you up. A storm pooper. Oh, <laughs> in my head, I thought shit trooper. Uh, I didn't say it. Yeah, storm pooper. That's the answer. Storm pooper. Ken Jennings would have known it. <laughs> he still would have been an asshole, but he would have answered the question correctly. <laughs> Are we going to get the uh, Storm Pooper exclusive action figure? <laughs> that would be amazing. It's just a Storm Trooper with like a brown stain. <laughs> His accessory would actually make sense. It'd be at least to be like a toilet or something. That would be awesome. Uh, guys, did you see the- <laughs> this? is fucking stupid. 
John Boyega, um, one of the uh, actors, uh, he plays Finn in the new Force Awakens movie. Um, he also tweeted about Daniel Fleetwood, and I thought this was awesome. He he tweeted uh, the hashtag has been hashtag Force for Daniel, and he put uh, hashtag Force for Daniel. Glad you got to see the movie. More importantly, that you slept in peace. God bless you, man. You inspire me. Yeah, for so. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, man. From everything that I'm hearing with all the rumors of all the different characters that are in the movie, uh, and I know that Oscar Isaac's in this thing, but from everything that I'm hearing, um, Finn is going to be the standout character in this film. Really? Wow. I, re- I really hope so. I think it's a bunch of bullshit how much um, flack people have given um, Boyega mm-hmm. for being in this movie. All, mm-hmm. the, all the real racist motherfuckers out there complaining yep. about... You know, black stormtroopers and yep. whatnot. It it's really fucking pisses me off. I agree. And so I, I hope he is the most standout character in the movie. Absolutely. Just like a big middle finger to all the fucking racist yep. a-hole idiots out there. Yep. Fuck you, man. Oh, man. Fuck all of them. I hope he, I hope he is the standout character. Like, like I, Poe was supposed to be a more prominent character. Mm-hmm. But when they decided when, when Harrison Ford was going to become like a major focal point of this movie. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac kind of took a back seat in this film. Yeah. And so I think we're going to get a lot more Oscar Isaac in the next film, but I think this film is going to be very, very Finn-centric. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Lawrence Kasdan. This is sad news. I know. I know. Yeah. You know exactly where I'm going with this. Lawrence Kasdan revealed that the last Star Wars film that he'll be involved with will be the Han Solo anthology film. Uh, He didn't even want to do that film, Mm -hmm. but after his family was so excited about a Han Solo solo film uh, and that he would be able to co-write it along with his son, John, he jumped on board, but it will be Lawrence Kasdan's last Star Wars film that he's involved in. I read that not only will it be his last Star Wars film, but he plans on it being the last film he writes altogether, that he's retiring from screenplay writing. Yeah, wow. wow. Damn. Hey, if you're going to go out, go out on Star Wars, though, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Especially a character he was so pivotal in... um, It'd be nice though if he if if he would stay on as a consultant. Yeah, I agree. Read scripts and just kind of yes. like offer advice and everything. Ta- oh yeah, take a few months off. Take the wife to Bora Bora. You know, drop a Viagra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking, you know, have fun. You know what I mean? Get out there, do some things. You yeah. know, yeah. You know, buy a sex swing, have fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know. And then and then after you get bored with that shit, then you know, just be like, I want to be a consultant. On a future Star Wars film. <laughs> I snotted on myself a little bit there for, during sex swing. I'm, just, I'm thinking of Lawrence. Yeah. You know? I think it's impossible. Lawrence of her labia. Oh. <laughs> I, I think it's impossible for his <laughs> footprints not to still be on at least episode eight and nine, though. Yeah, I, I find it impossible to write the first part of a new trilogy and not have some influence over where the story's going to go. I hope you're right. Like I, I, I know. Um, oh God, I'm drawing. Maybe just like hand him notes for like fucking eight and nine. Yeah, I mean, when all right, guys. I'm, uh, here's here's my eight and nine notes. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. When J.J. and um, Lawrence wrote the script, I can't imagine that when they passed the baton on to um, – oh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson for episode eight. Yeah. That they – it's just like when you quit a comic book. Like you – they're not just leaving – for the most part, they're not just leaving you high and dry. Right. They're giving you the stepping stones for the next part of the story. Yeah, absolutely. And to make a good trilogy, you have to like already a little bit know how it's going to end when yeah. you know how it starts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's going to need guidance 
going forward, it's going to be Colin Trevorrow. For sure. He has the hardest job. Absolutely. Right in the last And he's the, the least experienced director that they've got signed on. Yeah. I mean, you know, David Ayer, uh, is it David Ayer doing Rogue One? Who's doing Rogue One? Oh, oh my it's, God. No, it's, it's um, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Thank you. The Godzilla director. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe David Ayer. I wish we'll thank him. That'd be cool. Yeah. For yeah. a fucking Star Wars movie. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think you, Colin Trevorrow is definitely going to need some guidance and, 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 and getting some notes or some feedback from fucking Lawrence Kasdan would go a long way in that movie. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that these guys haven't had coffee together at least yeah. and discussed the symmetry between the three movies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I can't imagine that Ryan Johnson has had no communication with Lawrence and JJ. I, I, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. He's not just like going in blind and, oh shit, I gotta write fucking episode eight and I right. have no idea. These guys really fucking wrote me into a fucking box here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna write myself out of this. I am in 100% agreement with you. So his footprints will still be seen, at least in the next couple um, legacy movies. Yeah. Alright guys, I found this next bit of information. Uh... Crazy, but also awesome on the flip side. Tell me what you think. Star Wars, the the rap broke this story. Star Wars The Force Awakens isn't going to win the National Board of Review's Best Film Honors when the organization reveals its top ten list on December 1st, officially opening the Hollywood Awards season. That's because, and we've kind of talked about, I alluded to this, that's because it won't be entered in that competition and will likely sit out the other early award shows too. Disney and Lucasfilm believe keeping a lid on plot details of its blockbuster to be is more important than accumulating awards prior to its December 18th rollout in the U.S. and most of the world. Consequently, it won't be in the running for the New York Film Critics Circle Awards on December 2nd, the Los Angeles Film Critics Association honors on December 6th, the Screen Actor Guild Awards, for which nominations are announced on December 9th. Um, Disney declined on to comment for the story, but studio marketers have been carefully releasing details on the film in trailer drops and ads that have seeped out slowly. The videos have been devoured by click-hungry entertainment sites and fascinated superfans, fueling the already intense interest in the film. So it's not hard to see why keeping that secrecy up and foiling potential film pirates in the process makes sense for Disney, even if it means missing out on some trophies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is this is one of those things where if it happens in a movie like Fantastic Four, you worry. Mm-hmm. But if it happens for Star Wars and it's been directed by J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like they're just they, – they, they know they have something so special here that they don't want anybody to know what happens in this movie. They're protecting it. So they're not having classic, you know, uh, junkets. They're not having press screenings. This, they don't need them. They don't need them. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff you do to help build publicity. Right. How much more publicity do you need to build for Mm -hmm. fucking the force awakens? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's a shame that they'll miss out on any, like I, it's hard to say whether or not they would have gotten any noms anyway. Because the Academy is kind of snooty when it comes to uh, giving nominations to yeah. franchise movies like that. But you never know. Right. Yeah, I think it's pretty reassuring overall. You know, I, I'm happy with the way this has been revealed so far. I'm overjoyed with yeah. the way it's been revealed so far. So I think, I think they, they know exactly what they're doing. They're on the right path. So I think they're worried about people getting early screenings of the movie and things getting 
you know, loose. I mean, I, one of the first things that I remember from like when the movie first started, uh, filming was, uh, uh, the, uh, the poster that JJ had made up and, and Kevin Smith was the first one to comment on it. And Kevin Smith saw it when he, when he walked into like the, you know, the, where they were filming it. And it's, it was the poster of like an, uh, one of the, uh, uh, Empire's, uh, guards, like a soldier or something like that. And it, it had him with his mouth being covered up by another character. <laughs> and it said, loose lips sink ships. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, I might post that on Facebook. I still have that picture on my phone. Cause I thought it was the coolest poster ever. Yeah. That is awesome. But, um, that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, yeah, we had a Force Awakens spoiler episode, and we gave you the choice if you wanted to listen to it or not. Now, Jake said, fuck you <laughs> later on I did, I did. in a regular episode. But on the flip side, we, we've tried to be tight-lipped about it, and yeah. I think like everybody else has tried to be tight-lipped about it, except for Jake. It's, like, it's been hard even keeping it clean this episode, I guess. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to title this one fucking Jake Shits the Bed. <laughs> nice. I love it. Or, or, I, I, actually, last week I told you in a text message, Jake shot first. <laughs> <laughs> that, that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, I like how they're handling it, though. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, they're, they're, like you said, Jake, they're sacrificing some awards, and, mm-hmm. and that makes you sad. But on the flip side, it's like they're doing this so people will come into the movie surprised. Yeah. Guys, we got different TV spots this week. We got the ABC TV spot. We mm-hmm. got the Disney XD TV spot. We got the Cartoon Network TV spot this morning. Any standout things that you saw on those? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it confirmed, um, oh, man, it's hard to not talk spoilers and reference the Star Wars spoiler episode. But one of the things that we um, pontificated was happening in our spoiler episode was shown to truly be happening in one of these spots. I believe it was the Cartoon Network spot. Just give them, give people a spoiler. We give see, them spoiler alert. We see um, Maz Kanata's castle yes. crumbling down, and yes. it is very plain as day. <laughs> Her castle that's crumbling down. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they kind of gave us that. We finally got to hear uh, Oscar Isaac talk yeah. in yes. uh, the Disney XD one, too. So trying to think of what other big moments stuff with finn finn yeah the stuff with finn <laughs> finn at the cannons yeah yeah the maybe finn fighting a stormtrooper mm-hmm. with a lightsaber definitely doing some lightsaber battling with somebody with another so i don't know if it's something a, it, it's a traditional lightsaber but it, it definitely is something that uh, can block a lightsaber energy mm-hmm. some right. kind of energy blade. i'm still under the firm belief that they are trained with some sort of Something that will combat combat lightsabers, yeah, and I think that's sure. why Finn is so proficient and adept at using the lightsaber. Yeah, okay, I think, I'll, I'll buy that. I think the stormtroopers are trained with something. Yeah, so rather than just blasters, they've got to learn. I mean, like, oh, what have we learned from like listening to you know, like the, the what has been updated in this film? Everything, everything. Mm-hmm. The stormtrooper suits have been updated. They look different. Um, uh, the X-Wings have been updated. The TIE Fighters have been updated. They've mm-hmm. got like a Special Forces TIE Fighter. The Death Star has now been updated into Starkiller Base. Mm-hmm. Why not would you want to have your Stormtroopers updated with something that can combat a lightsaber? And I know, I know that there aren't lightsabers in this universe because all the Jedi are extinct. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is I think this is a fucking first order that's always thinking one step ahead. Absolutely. I buy that a lot more than um they're actually training with lightsabers. Sure. I can see your logic in that. Yeah. I mean 
God, you you do want to update the stormtrooper training? I mean, they can't even shoot the fucking broadside of a barn yep. in the classic trilogy. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, we already know. Le- we- Leia did get shot though in Return of the Jedi. She did. Ooh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Wounded. I'm, Ooh. Tr- I'm trying to. Tr- I'm help- trying to help him out a little bit. <laughs> I mean, if you got a hundred stormtroopers shooting lasers, eventually one's going to connect. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. Uh, no more standout scenes that you noticed? I liked the Han giving Ray the blaster. Yeah. Yeah, Han shooting the blaster. Yeah. Quick scene of Han with the blaster shooting. Um, yeah, that was, and, and Kylo. Kylo deflecting oh, the blast. Oh, Kylo deflecting the blast was amazing. Badass as fuck. Yeah, that was badass. badass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, the final edit of Star Wars The Force Awakens was just locked recently. Hmm. They locked the final time. If you were on IMDb or Fandango or any of these sites last week, they would have shown you a final running time of two hours and 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, it is now locked and it is now two hours and 15 minutes. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, it was locked on November 3rd, 2015 at midnight. So, um, they're going to spend the final few weeks uh, finalizing the film's visual effects, the sound effects, and then there's going to be a final scoring session with John Williams. Um, so the movie's finished. They're just going to work out the, uh, you know, audio and visual things. Uh, basically, as far as like the run times for the saga films, we're looking at episode one was at 133 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode two at 142, which is the longest running. Uh, episode and, and it feels it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> episode three at 140 minutes. Uh, A New Hope at 124. Episode five Empire is 127 minutes. Return of the Jedi is 134 minutes. And then we have episode seven clocking in at one minute more than episode six Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi at 135 minutes. I like this. I think it's going to be a tight story. Yeah, yeah. me too. I yeah. love it too. You know my thoughts when it comes to movie lengths. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's over two hours though. This is perfect. Yeah. Well, the thing is you got to remember is they, they, they count rolling credit time into that length. Like that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's 15 minutes. minutes right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It, it really is. It really is. I mean, there, there's so many people involved in this production. Yeah, so. 10 to 15 minutes of that is rolling time. So no. this, this is a tight two-hour two hour movie here. Absolutely. So. we got the opening crawl. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our idiot listeners, it takes them fucking forever to to read that. <laughs> Dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> did, I ever tell you about the, did I ever tell you about the time I saw it was The Mummy Returns in the theater? <laughs> And when the mummy talks, he speaks in subtitles. And what the mummy was saying was, get him. Mm-hmm. And the person next to me turned to his girlfriend and goes, what, what does that say? Can you read that for me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. That's a one three-letter word. It's two three-letter words. Get him. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have his glasses on. Yeah. Oh, shit. It makes you think like, I know, just hearing this news makes me think about how important it is. The CGI, the fucking soundtrack the the sounds of the just the blasters and everything yeah. how important it is to them i just that 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 to me speaks millions about this film my question to you guys is are we going to are we going to get the wilhelm scream yeah absolutely <laughs> i think so i think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever that is are we going to get it 
We've got to have it. It's it's been in every Star Wars yeah, movie, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's in all the Indiana Jones films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have no idea what we're talking about, just do a Google search for Wilhelm Scream. It's in a ton of movies. I've seen it in like episodes of the Aquabats Super Show. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. everything. It's all over the place. Yeah. Nobody actually knows like the original origin for it. Although, like some people say, it started in a Western movie. Hmm. Okay, hmm. way years and years and years ago. But, that would like, make sense. But Lucasfilm is notorious for putting in the movies. But I've always kind of like wondered that are they going to use the Wilhelm scream in episode seven yeah. Jake yay or nay on the Wilhelm scream yay thank you I, I hope you're right yeah. I, 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 I am also hoping that they use it in here if they don't it's kind of I might even give it a fucking high taste <laughs> One of my big questions is, as far as episode seven, is are they going to use the line that they used in all six movies? The, I got, got a bad, bad feeling, feeling about, about this. this. Yeah, is you had Obi-Wan be? Kenobi using it in episode one. You have to, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there there has to be certain things that, like, I know, like, when George Lucas fucking signed a contract to, <laughs> to, to, to give out his fucking property, there was some things that he was like, he had to have said, like, you have to do this in these movies. Yeah. There, there had to have been. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there has to be things that you use in these movies. There has to be an opening crawl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There, there has to be this line. Right. There has to be the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be a bad CG moment. <laughs> right. Uh, and then when he said there has to be Jar Jar, that's when the negotiations were over. Right. <laughs> You're out of this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we see plenty of flying stormtroopers, so I, I have to believe it's in there somewhere <laughs> jay good point talk about star wars rebels this week was it called the the, the wing what was it called wings of the master wings of the master wings yeah. of the master the new star wars rebels episode yeah. uh, it was a very hera centric episode and i am going to tupperware this episode i'm tupperwareing it too a lot better than last week's it was yeah absolutely phenomenal we got the origin of the b-wing we got to meet a new mon calamari and i love the mon calamari yeah whether i'm reading expanded universe stories uh, or just Admiral Akbar. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go old school, but fucking Quarry. Yes. The creator of the B Wing. This was an awesome episode. It was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. Last episode felt like a filler. Right. Um, but this one, you know, to, to learn Which more. It should have been a filler. I mean, it was fucking Inquisitors. I know. They brought us to a really high point and then kind of gave us a shitty poo poo episode. like before that, was it, was it the Hondo? Yes, episode yeah. with Hondo from Clone Wars yeah. coming back, and that was great to yeah. see Hondo the pirate again. But like, yeah, the the fifth brother and the seventh, uh, yeah, the was it? No, this the seventh sister, seventh sister and the fifth brother. Yeah. Like that should have been like an amazing fucking episode, yeah. and it was like, yeah, pretty weak, pretty weak. Yeah. But this brought us back to Hera. We get to learn more about her backstory, yes. which is awesome for once because she's kind of. Left in the background, like we still always on the ship. We need know? a Sabine episode. We though. need a Sabine episode. Yeah. She's she's kind of. I think they're gonna do it because she's like been more and more in every single episode. Right. So yeah, it was a really really fun fucking episode. And yeah, yeah Corey, uh, uh-huh. same guy that did Cade. The, oh really? The bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh, so we yeah. get to hear him again. And nice. Doku, he did Doku too. Nice. So nice. fucking fun. It was fun. fun. Star Wars. Oh man, watching the B Wing take out the, the B Wing. Was did it take out a Star Destroyer? It took out a destroyer. It took out a fucking destroyer, yeah. and that was amazing. Yeah, she's coming to the front. Yeah, like they're battling all these uh, Phoenix Squadron, and then she just comes out of hyperspace, yeah. and then they're like this ship's coming to the front. You know, yeah. like oh, don't worry about it. I've always loved <laughs> it. the ship design of the B Wing. Just like yeah. I love that ship. Cool it ship, is, powerful ship. Yeah, I. I 
I, uh, I was actually, I think I was actually at, uh, Toys R Us today and looking, I think they had like the B-Wing Lego stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't collect Legos, but goddamn, if I don't love the fucking design of the B-Wing. Yeah. yeah that's a great Lego. Yeah. Very cool. I am not going to be left out of any Star Wars conversation anymore. I know. <laughs> Tell everybody what you're doing tomorrow. I'm, it's starting tonight, but tonight, tonight and tomorrow I'm going to marathon the entire Rebel series. Thank yes. you. So Thank I refuse. You. I refuse. You're in for a ride, man. I refuse to be looking at my phone during any future Star Wars conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you fucking see Chopper with the fucking uh, yeah, the, blasters. the blasters, you're just going to be like, it's like a fucking get out of your chair and fucking shout moment. It's yeah. awesome. I'm so. actually really wanting to revisit Clone Wars again really soon myself. Too. Yeah, Netflix. Uh, I've actually, I started. Yeah. I started. I, I, I started back again from season one. I'm going to go all the way through. I never have watched like the last season. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm going to go through and I started watching and I'm like five or five or six episodes in and I've wa- I'm rewatching things that I've watched, but I want to go through it all over again. I love I love the, I love the Jar Jar is a Jedi episode <laughs> <laughs> from first season. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, let's we're going to move on to Star Wars movie rumors. Hmm. So if you're like one of these spoiler pussies. <laughs> So, if uh, Jake, can you give me a spoiler pussy alert? Yeah. I, what is this? Should I just say a spoiler? <laughs> no, 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 no. Say no, no. spoiler again? No, just like, like, what would a spoiler pussy sound like? Mm, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, a mixture between, like, like uh, Pat from SNL and... Uh, mm. Mm, spoiler pussy. <laughs> I like it. Spoiler pussy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my vagina hurts <laughs> from Star Wars spoilers. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Thanks so for the inspiration. I turn needed off. It. Yeah. Turn off the episode. You spoiler pussies. Come back and listen to this after after the Force Awakens come out because God forbid you know anything that's going to come out in the movie. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Stormtroopers are white. You spoiled it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have blasters. Fucking spoiler pussies. That's what I'm, I'm going to call them spoiler pussies. I like it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I Tupperware. I Tupperware it. Hashtag spoiler pussies. I toss spoiler pussies, but I, do too. I, but I Tupperware the name. I don't, I think, I honestly, I think it's like, dude, part of the, dude, part of the fucking fandom is fans coming together trying to figure this fucking shit out. That's yeah, it. we're like Sherlock fucking Holmes on this shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking, it's part of the experience, am I right? Yeah, no, for I sure. Agree. It always has been for me. Yeah. Always it's, oh, been. oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on media fucking blackout yeah. and miss out on fucking great conversations right. with other Star Wars fans. Fuck off! <laughs> oh yeah. I'm saying it. It always has been. Even, even pre-internet days. Yeah. I remember pre-Return of the Jedi. If fucking Time Magazine had a Return of the Jedi article on it, yeah. I was fucking 12 year old Jake wanted Time Magazine that fucking yeah. week. There you go, man. For sure. All right, I uh, I, I want to clarify something from last week. Kylo Ren is uh, not Adam Driver's character's real name in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, we we don't know what that real name is. J.J. Abrams has said that Kylo Ren is the name of the character that the Knights of Ren have given him. Okay. So I want to clarify that. If there was any doubt of anybody, 
you know, listening to the podcast and thinking that his real name is Kylo Ren. That is not his real name. My money's on Bob. <laughs> Bob Ren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last name's still the same. Bob, 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 Ren. Hashtag Bob Ren. Bob, Bob, Ren. Take my hand. Luke Skywalker's hand. Now Kylo Ren. Bob, Bob. Ah, let's you know. Let's end the episode. And watch, <laughs> let's end the episode and watch some Happy Days episodes. <laughs> Shit, fucking uh, old dude from Happy Days. The fucking uh, the guy that yeah. owned the little fucking soda shop and shit. He just recently died. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, dude. He's like ninety some shit. Oh, yeah. who was that? I don't know. What was his name? Al. Al. Al was his name on the show. Yeah, on okay. the show. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember his name in in real life. No. Sorry to disrespect you there, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jay finds disrespect fucking hilarious. <laughs> Let's connect that to Star Wars somehow. Okay. okay. Ron Howard was in Happy Days. Yeah. Ron Howard was also in uh, American Graffiti, which is directed by Lord George Lucas. Right. Star Wars News. Go fuck yourself. Oh, Harrison wow. Ford. That's, nice. uh, that's your six degrees of uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's dead. All right. Get He's over. He's dead. <laughs> God rest your soul. Yeah. Also, uh, I've had a week to think about it, and I do think that not only does Han is Han going to die in this film. Yeah, I said spoilers, so you should have fucked off. Han is going to die in this movie, but uh, not only is Han going to die in this movie, but we're also going to get the death of General Hux. I've had a week to think about this. Yeah, he's our Moff Tarkin. He is. Mm -hmm. He is. I'm in full agreement. I think General Hux is going to die in this. Um, It's a shame. I, I I do think that when Starkiller Base, when they set the charges and it blows up, I do think that Kylo – I talked to you guys on the porch. I said that Kylo Ren is going to fucking get out of this somehow. Yeah, for sure. I think Captain Phasma is going to show up in like Kylo Ren's ship, pull him up into the fucking ship. They're going to fly off. Captain Phasma is going to survive. Fucking Ren's going to survive. Snoke's going to survive. But Hux – He's fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's very much like the captain of the Titanic or the you know yeah, the, yeah, cap, yeah. the captain in Moby yeah. Dick and everything. Like Hux yeah. is going down. His ship is Starkiller fucking base. Yep. And he's going down with his ship like he's any good down. captain would. For sure. I think he's going to be remembered though. Yeah. Just like Tarkin, man. Just like Tarkin. Yeah, absolutely. If he does fire that, if he fucking fires the weapon on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure he's going to be remembered. And destroys the sledgehammer. His own crew. Yeah, and, and his own crew. <laughs> yeah. and he, it's I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that scene because I think I know of another resistance fighter that's going to die in that scene. Oh, shit. He's a great actor, too. And um, mm. one of my takeaways from the, um, was it the San Diego Comic-Con Star Wars? Or was the most recent panel they had when they brought all the guys out? Anaheim. Was yeah, it the, the D23? Yes. Okay. One of my takeaways from that was how much fun he had playing a really evil guy. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to be a real standout bad guy, like you're saying. He had so much fun doing it that he was the one who slipped he up. He spoiled the, yeah. <laughs> Starkiller Base. And called it Starkiller Base. Yeah, that's the same press conference yeah. that I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And he, you could tell he like was looking down at, <laughs> looking down at JJ like, oh shit, JJ, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. And yeah. JJ's just kind of like, well, cast out of the fucking bag. Exactly. Thanks a, thanks a lot. <laughs> I, I, a lot of people gave, uh, I, I liked him in that. I, Oscar Isaac was phenomenal, but I think the standout actor in that whole fucking, that Anaheim press conference. Are you going to say Glenn? 
Finn. Oh, Finn. Yeah, he was good. Gwendolyn. John Boyega. Was I really, just... Gwendolyn really got me. Like, she's, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm... I, what she said, but I'm talking, like, personality-wise. Like, I gravitated more to Finn because he's, oh, yeah. he's so young, he's so fun, he's so cool. And, he, I mean, during that press conference, I was just like, oh, my God, this is a guy who has a fucking passion for Star Wars. He geeked out when he fucking met Harrison Ford. Yeah. He asked Harrison Ford for a fucking selfie and an autograph, <laughs> and Harrison looked at him like he was fucking crazy. <laughs> but he did it anyway. Yeah. He, he, is, he fucking geeks out over fucking Star Wars. God bless yeah. fucking John Boyega. He yeah, was giddy. Yeah. I, the Gwendolyn stuff really got me, though. You could tell how much of a fucking honor it is for her to be the first on-screen female Star Wars, well, she didn't even think she was going to get chosen. Yeah, and like it almost—you could tell it was like moving her to tears, like talking about being getting to be the first female. I mean, I know we have Ventress, Ventress, but yeah, we're talking that's Clone Wars. Yeah, and it's you know cartoon animated. She is the first you know real flesh female Star Wars villain. Absolutely, and you could tell how much it meant to her that, mm-hmm. that she was a fan herself. I don't think she'll be the last though. No, I don't think mm-hmm. so either. Not at all. But she'll always be the first. She will be the first. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I did kind of tease that I think that another character is gonna die during that battle against the with the with Starkiller base and mm-hmm. the, the sledgehammer. I've been excited to hear this, <sighs> guys. You're getting sad. It is a little bit. Of, it, it is a little bit of sadness. Not Akbar. No, not Akbar. <laughs> Nine numb. Oh, okay. Nine numb. Uh, he is not. He is up there fighting in this battle mm. when this happens, and so I think that Nine numb is going to pass away. Now, um, Poe is going to be like I said last last week during that spoiler episode. He's going to be below that in mm-hmm. more close to the planet's atmosphere. He's going to survive this, but in the action in the actual battle, Nine numb is actually one of the X-wing pilots that I think is going to be taken down. I can see that. I think the whole thing is great material for Oscar Isaac in future movies. The weight of his entire squadron mm-hmm. dying while he yep. was leading the the squadron in the battle and everything. Yeah, it's going to be interesting too. I think there might be like this kind of like uh, cocky uh, exchange between him and Gorwin between the two mm-hmm. between the two squadrons. Yes. And then towards the end of the the movie, that that's all thrown out the window. It's yeah. it's like they, they've come together and they have to rely on each other. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great stuff for that actor and character. Yeah. To play off on future movies. Absolutely. And what that's going to do to his like mo and personality and demeanor moving forward after Episode Seven. Yeah. Guys, uh, Disney's new ride. Uh, it's called Star Wars Launch Bay at Disneyland. Um, have you guys heard about this? No. I have not. Hmm. It explains uh, what happened to Luke's lightsaber after it was lost at Bestman. So they're putting this ride together. Uh, you'll be able to travel to, like, different planets. Jakku, one of them. Uh, I think with all the different planets, they said there are 500 different combinations. So every time you ride the ride, you'll go to a different planet. Wow. Um, uh, but uh, they said for the first, like, couple months, everybody gets to go to Jakku. Okay. That's okay. cool. So, um, but there is a, uh, n- there's, be- before you get on the ride, there's a model of the lightsaber, mm. and near that model, there's a sign, and it reads, Anakin Skywalker constructed this weapon at the start of the Clone Wars, and it was later passed to his son, Luke. Luke lost it in battle on Cloud City, but someone salvaged it from the city's industrial depths. So, all these years, we didn't know if it got lost in the clouds. Mm-hmm. 
apparently when it fell, it fell down below into um, the, another another part of the city. Okay. Okay. So it, I don't know if it ever, you know what I, I mean, left that area. It fell somewhere inside that city. Yeah, that makes sense. So it never like got lost in the clouds. Okay. So that's it's small, but it's something it gives us something. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Right. Yeah, I wonder, man. All right, moving on. MakingStarWars.net had a story about a new talking Ray doll hmm. and some of the lines it has. Um, now, keep in mind that some dolls, when they come out, uh, use lines that don't even appear in the film. Uh, the talking Star-Lord doll from the Guardians of the Galaxy is a perfect perfect example what of this. What did it say? There, there was a bunch of lines that, like, basically before the movie even came out, mm-hmm. but the script was written, they gave Star-Lord's character the Star-Lord doll. And those lines weren't used in the movies. I, I don't even know what was, like, said. But it wasn't given in the in I'm the Star-Lord. Actual... <laughs> 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 Sounds like an original line from the doll. <laughs> I watch Stretch and I shit in your bed. <laughs> I'm one mean, badass motherfucker. Yeah, that's another line <laughs> from it. Uh, thank you, Jake. Um, but, uh, you know, some of these dolls, they go into production before the script is even completed. But uh, here here are the lines that this Ray doll has. And I've seen the video and I've heard the audio, which I'm – let's see if I've got this pulled up. Uh you, want, you guys want me to play the audio for yes. this doll? And then if you can't make out the lines, I'll go ahead and uh, read them for you after if you can't hear them. But uh, th- keep in mind that this was not like a professional video. It was somebody from makingstarwars.net, they, somebody that they know, and somebody sent the video in from a store. Okay. And there's kids talking in the background and stuff. But but kind of listen if you can. Shut up, kid. I'm trying to hear spoilers. Thank you. <laughs> I'll play it one more time. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go Someone ahead. shut that fucking kid up. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I caught was the droid is not for sale. The droid yeah. is not for sale. The first line that she gives is, uh, what's your hurry, thief? Mm. The second one is, uh, how would I know? I'm just a scavenger. Hmm. Uh, the third one is the one that you picked up on. The droid is not for sale. And then the fourth one is, let go. <laughs> which is possibly leaked from the set video that uh, there's a set video that was leaked from a cell phone last year back in August uh, it made the rounds on the internet before it got yanked where Ray yells let go of me and then Finn after that says uh, we gotta move oh okay <laughs> So, um, are you sure she didn't say let it go for another Disney tie in? <laughs> yeah, let it go. She's fucking Elsa in this universe. Let's talk about the first line though. What's your hurry, thief? Um, after the crash, Finn walks into the Jakku station 
And there's a rumor that we've heard that he drinks water after his long walk through the de- through the desert. Uh, we had talked about last week on our on our podcast that uh, we learned that that water is what Ray primarily works for and gets the water and food from Unkar Plut uh, in exchange for the scavenged materials. Uh, it is possible that this line is in direct connection to that. Finn steals Ray's water. Mm-hmm. And this pisses off Ray, yeah. which explains the line, what's your hurry, thief? He walks into this fucking bar, picks up some water, chugs it, starts walking his <laughs> way out. Ray sees this. She's like, what's your hurry, thief? He's not used to the customs on this planet. Right. So he has no idea that these people work for water. Right. And um, I 100% believe that this line is a line from the movie. I feel like it would be more generic if it wasn't. Like, that's way too specific of a line of dialogue for them to have just made up to Mm -hmm. put in the Ray figure. My question to you guys is, and I'm in 100% agreement with what you just said, is this possibly where one of the figures that has been released steps in? Could this be our first appearance of Constable Zuvio? Mm. Hmm. If you read the back of his card, Mm -hmm. it says... A vigilant law officer on a mostly lawless world. The tough and humorless Constable Zuvio keeps order in a frontier trading post. Sounds like it. So basically, um, he hears directly from Ray, her call him a thief, or we see a character within that bar contacting someone off to the side and then he shows up. If you look at the toy... He's wearing a backpack that almost has like this little satellite that's sticking out of the top of it. And my guess is that this thing is actually kind of like spinning around. Mm. And he's always be, he's always picking up transmissions on this scanner. <laughs> and so he's basically the Batman of Jakku. Awesome. And <laughs> he also has some sort of like communication device that wraps around the, his, the back of his head to both sides of his face. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I think... I think he is actually – he gets the call maybe and then he's the one that fucking like comes there. It's like uh, you know, like you're watching an episode of Cops and fucking <laughs> right. you know, Constable Zuvio shows up and shit. Like what, you know, what's the dispute here? Oh, he, he stole your water? Sir, why did you take her water? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be like Constable Zuvio. It's just like a character, like a, like a figure. But I think honestly it's just going to be a very small cameo. Side appearance. character, yeah. yeah. Fucking Zuvio. Yeah. <laughs> Always buttoning in where he doesn't yeah. belong. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Like a Western kind of situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, lo- I love your theory of um, like water being so precious to his people and like Finn just having no idea about the customs and just like not even thinking that anyone would care if he just took a drink from a random glass of water. Right. When you work for the Empire, they yeah. take care of your room, board, fucking water. Yeah. yeah. And here he is on this fucking desolate planet, this desert planet, Jakku. Yeah. He doesn't know their customs, and he doesn't know how these people live. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a great theory. Like, even, like, in the here and now where we live, like, you you get water at a restaurant, and you could hardly even touch the fucking Mm -hmm. thing. It's just, like, something you don't even, you completely disregard and don't, like, think of as sacred or whatever. Like, if some stranger came up and drank my glass of water, I'd be annoyed, but I wouldn't be calling the cops. (laughs) (laughs) I got another question for you. Like, when uh, when Finn first shows up, and he tries to pull, he he tries to, uh, he tries to, uh, tell Ray that he's a resistance fighter. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to get the line, 
you're too short for a resistance fighter. <laughs> That's hilarious. I hope so. <laughs> well, they made it a point to show him in the fucking trailers that he's shorter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's totally obvious he's yeah. shorter. He is shorter. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the line, uh, how would I know? I'm just a scavenger. Um, could this be in response when Kylo Ren says, you're just a scavenger? And then her being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. And yeah. saying, like later on during the conversation, when he asks her another question, uh, after calling her a scavenger, she says, "Well, how would I know? I'm just a scavenger." <laughs> My um, name is Ray, and I'm a scavenger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> My name is Anakin, and I'm a person. <laughs> That's brilliant. I think it's possible. I think it's highly likely that yeah. that happens. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. <laughs> just to kind of fuck you to Kylo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How would I know? I'm just a scavenger. Yeah. Is it true you're just a scavenger? Yeah, he wants actual information that she has, and then it's just kind of real flippant yes. attitude back to him. Yes. Nice. I can't see that she would say that in the scene <laughs> where he's holding the lightsaber up to her neck. No, no, yeah. yeah. But maybe in a different scene. How do you want to die? Yeah. yeah. How would I know? I'm just a scavenger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's talk about this quote. We talked about it a little bit last week. I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. I see your eyes. I know your eyes. Mm-hmm. Maz Kanata. Nice of you. I, I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> Getting all romantic at the I'm... end of the episode here. <laughs> <laughs> you have nice eyes too, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> a little behind the scenes for you. <laughs> <laughs> After every episode, me and Jake just make out. <laughs> yeah, we, we should fucking uh, uh, periscope that one time. I've seen your ass, Jake. Yeah, you think you're, you think you're offended by the Campbell Soup commercial? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't toss stretch, but I fucking tossed Jake's out. <laughs> And I tougher wear that. <laughs> and, we, and we've all tasted each other. <laughs> That's where the rating system comes from. <laughs> it's the origin right there for me. Mind blown. My mind is blown. I didn't think we were ever going to reveal that on an episode. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. All right, so back to Muscadana. <laughs> the eyes have it. Seen some eyes, eh? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Jay's trying to get us back on track. <laughs> it's working, Jay. All right, guys. It's working. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got a, a ton of new information about Star Wars The Force Awakens this week when Entertainment Weekly dropped the, the current issue, and a lot of that focused around Mas Kanata, uh, the pirate that we talked about last week from Takadana. Let's take a look at what both J.J. Abrams and Lupita Nyong'o had to say about the character. I'll read from the article from Entertainment Re- Weekly. It starts off, it says, One thing we haven't seen, at least not in any detail, is the character speaking these words in the recent TV spot for Star Wars The Force Awakens, Maz Kanata. 
the diminutive alien who played by 12 years of slave Oscar winner Lapita Nyong'o. But she's been hiding in plain sight, and many fans have already guessed she's in the center of the movie's poster, sporting a small <laughs> smile and a large pair of dark goggles. That's Maz, says director J.J. Abrams, although we don't know she's who she's addressing directly in this narration. The footage focuses heavily on Daisy Ridley's Ray. It actually reveals a lot more about Maz than we realize. Her eyes have special meaning and power. I had spe- some specific ideas about how she would work and what she would do, Abrams said. <coughs> Excuse me. I had this pitch about these goggles that she wore. Her eyes are more, her eyes are important, uh, are an important aspect of her character, and you'll see how it plays out. Hmm. Nyango couldn't go into the specifics about Maz's eyes and their capabilities, but said that their traits gave her something compelling to explore. As an actor for films, your eyes are a lot of the way you communicate, says Nyango. So it was definitely a gift to have that be the means to her magic as a motion capture character. Abrams was willing to go a little further and reveal some of the backstory behind Kanata and the castle that she inhabits with a court of misfits and miscreants. Her history is that she was a pirate for a long time. He says, she's lived over a thousand years. She's had this watering hole for about a century, and it's like another bar that you'd find in a corner of the Star Wars universe. What kind of species is she? What is her homeworld? All that backstory will be forthcoming, Abrams says. In the movie, you don't learn these things, but I know that these things that are coming out in other venues. So keep your eyes out for more of Maz's past to be fleshed out in books or games. Hmm. Okay, guys. So we learned a lot about Maz, but it begs even more questions about the character now. So let's go ahead and speculate. I already kind of like told you guys in a text message my speculation yeah. about the character of Maz. Did one of you want to like elaborate a little bit on that? How I, what I think Maz is? Oh yeah, I mean you think Yaz or Maz Yaz. You, you, you think Maz is from the same race that that Yoda is, and ever since you brought that up, it's really hard to to not think about that. It seems like very well, especially like how you said she kind of covers up the features of her head mm-hmm. with her uniform and the goggles. Yeah, yeah, and then also uh, we know that Yoda lived nine hundred years. Yes. Maz has lived a thousand years. Yeah, it's true. And I guess <clears throat> I guess it's possible it could all be coincidence. I mean, there's so many different aliens and creatures Absolutely. in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But it is hard not to think that there's a chance that that could be true. Right. Like, one of Yoda's race could turn out to be a fucking forest pirate. Yeah. I, yeah. If you look at, like, the canon of the character um, of uh, Yoda, um, we don't know what the race is called. There was a EU book called uh, The... The Journal of the Will. Mm. And so a lot of people call, like, Yoda's race the Will. Yeah. Which but we don't know. Really stupid. But it's not canon either. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. And so, but there's there's been other characters like Yaddle and, mm-hmm. and there's been other, and they're all, all I think all five characters that are of Yoda's race <laughs> that have been introduced are Force-sensitive. Yeah, it makes sense. So it would not be like out of the realm that fucking Maz Kanata would not be force sensitive. Mm-hmm. So. Maz seems like a really cool character. I wonder if um 
because now that we it's been confirmed she's a thousand years old, if we'll get like stories of what she <coughs> was up to during some of the more pivotal events in the Star Wars universe. JJ, I'm in 100% agreement. And JJ kind of alludes to that. He says, like, you know, Maz's past will probably be fleshed out more in the books or games. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, now, what, what was she doing during the original trilogy and stuff like that? Because she's been there. Yeah. She's been there. She's been around. Um, yeah, we'll probably find out, like, maybe the first meeting of her in, like, Han. Because, mm-hmm. like, apparently he knows who she is. She's notorious in the galaxy. Right, yeah. Um, some of these rumors are uh, coming from MakingStarWars.net as well as a new article from Anthony Bresnikan from Entertainment Weekly. He's written a lot of good stuff this week. Yeah. Anthony Anthony Bresnikan from Entertainment Weekly, uh, he's got – I think he has an inside scoop with a lot of things. I think so too. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to read the MakingStarWars.net article here that kind of talks about their theories and then Anthony Bresnikan – they they write, Anthony Bresnikan has suggested that Maz Kanata has a very special power in his Entertainment Weekly breakdown of the new TV spot for Star Wars The Force Awakens that hit this morning. We've only seen her on the poster, a smallish figure with black goggles. Her eyes are covered because they hold a secret power. That's why her narration is significant. So people are saying, like, she's talking about Rey. Mm-hmm. I've seen your eyes, so people are like, oh, yeah, she knows fucking Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. or he, she knows Han or Leia, and mm-hmm. I've seen your eyes, and that, no, god damn it, it's, she, it, he says, that's why the narration is significant, I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people, I see your eyes, I know your eyes, in the past, I have released information about Maz Kanata, then codenamed Rose, dispatching stormtroopers after the castle is destroyed using her special powers. Does she simply lift her sunglasses and somehow kill them? Fucking makingstarwars.net, they said, does she have the Ark of the Covenant in her eyes? Wow. Is this what induces melty shit? (laughs) Is this what induces the flashback where the crew sees what happened to Luke and then the journey of his lightsaber? Hmm. When she takes off the goggles. Right. Is this what happens? Is she like Cyclops when she takes it off, all hell breaks loose? Yeah, like Medusa and shit. Right. And I already talked about, like, you know, what is Maz? I mean, she she seems very powerful, very wise. Sounds... I, very short. Short. <laughs> I mean, like, even Jay said when you looked at the Lego feature, the Lego. Yeah. Her nose. Yeah, the facial features, <clears throat> especially the yeah. nose and the mouth, was yeah. totally Yoda's Yoda. race. Yeah. We could be wrong. I don't think so. I, think I could see it, though. Yeah. I think you're 100% right. Why cover the ears? Why make that the special? I lean over 50% that that's correct. Absolutely. That's for mm-hmm. sure. yeah. I'm not at a hundo, but I lean over 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Fucking Maz Kanata, I think, is going to be an interesting character. I cannot wait to fucking watch this movie. Yeah, just I mean, another piece that sounds really fucking intriguing. She's one of the characters I'm most excited about, to be honest. Me too. Especially with her being involved in, in us seeing the vision. Yeah. And just knowing what race she is, knowing what her special power is, what the fuck is up with the eyes dialogue. Right. Just, she has so many of the questions I have coming I want that. answers for what happened to the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And she's Fuck probably yeah. has those answers. I think so. So uh, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, you know what? We're going to talk about uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. But before we talk about that, you guys want to talk about Star Killer Base? Yeah, that's cool. Sure. Star Killer Base. Uh, EW talked about that. J.J. Abrams had this to say. He says it is very much, and it's acknowledged as such in the movie. Apparently, another Death Star. Mm-hmm. 
but what it's capable of and how it works and what the threat is is far greater than what the Death Star could have done. Starkiller Base is another step forward, technologically speaking, in terms of power. Did we talk about this earlier? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Yeah. This episode or other episodes? I don't know. We've talked about it in previous yeah, episodes, we, that's we, for sure. Yeah, we yak about a bunch of shit. <laughs> that is for sure, too. Uh, let's see here. The article then goes on about the power of the Starkiller Base. Stars that don't end their life cycles in supernovas can become a red giant, consuming everything in their orbit in a colossal crimson expansion of energy before collapsing again into a white dwarf. Mm-hmm. Starkiller Base may not be the only planet killer. It may be able to trigger such an event and become a destroyer of solar systems. Starkiller Base being a bigger and more dangerous version of a Death Star does sound like something out of fan fiction, but this film isn't in the hands of a fan fiction writer. We do have the benefit of extremely successful screenwriters working on this one, so I'm going to hold my negativity about it as long as I can. It's not long until we see it on screen, and if Starkiller Base is really lame, you know I won't be afraid to say so. What Abrams says about the Imperial wannabes behind this deadly new power does have me really excited. Is this making Star Wars talking? No, this is, uh, I think this is like uh, direct quotes from the EW. Wow, he seems overly critical about Starkiller Base. Yeah, why so pissed off about it? I mean, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Another Death Star. Ooh, I'm pissed. Why? Yeah. I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, me I, too. I, I don't see. I, it. I think this is a Death Star that actually has more of a, if you want to say, personality. It's almost like it it opens up and you see like an eyeball. Yeah. yeah. Boom. It's just what the Death Star was working towards. They never perfected it. So. Yeah. I don't see why this this writer is so hostile towards there there being a bigger and better Death Star mm-hmm. and that being an issue. I also heard an, uh, a rumor this, way, uh, this week while I'm thinking about it that uh, Hux and Kylo Ren are kind of at odds with each other. Oh, I read that. Hmm. They're both uh, they're both obsessed with Sith artifacts. They're both obsessed with not only is Kylo uh-huh. Ren obsessed with the Sith artifacts, but also Hux is obsessed with them as well. Weird. Yeah, I did, I did read this week that their alliance is like an alliance of necessity, and that they are both kind of at odds with each other the whole yes, time. Yes, hmm. I've heard that too. Yeah. I did not know that up until this week. Me no. neither. Me neither. Yeah. You guys want to talk about Supreme Leader Snoke? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm very interested in Supreme Leader Snoke. Supreme Leader Snoke. Um, wow. EW, this is the most inter- uh, the most information we've got about Supreme Leader Snoke since, I mean, at first, I mean, he was codenamed Uber. Mm-hmm. We yeah. didn't know shit about him except he was competing against taxi cabs. <laughs> From what we read, even even Circus didn't know much about him. Jay got it. Yeah, I oh, got I got it. the Uber <laughs> joke. All right, you just didn't find it funny. So fuck nice you. Uber joke, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Genius. Thank we don't you. have Ubers around here, so the <laughs> Uber humor. We will. Oh, yeah, just, I don't know, you know, fucking Supreme Leader Snoke carpooling and shit, split yeah. the bill. You can that's see funny. it. That's some funny shit. <laughs> That's maybe, comedy. Maybe that's what gets Hux and uh, Kylo Ren so upset at each other. That's what I think. That's yeah. why they're at odds. Yeah. Yeah. One of them sits the other on the Uber <laughs> bill. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, article from Entertainment Weekly here about Supreme Leader Snoke. For those frustrated by the lack of information about Supreme Leader Snoke, Andy Circus feels your pain. When he started uh, work on Star Wars, The Force Awakens, as the performance capture, uh, performance capture character, he had no idea either. Here's a quote from him. He says, it's the first time I've ever been on set not yet knowing what the character is going to look like. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was um, not laughing at your Uber joke talking about, how even he didn't know anything about Oh, don't it. explain why you don't fucking enjoy my comedy. 
<laughs> just you know, I own it. Just say, Brian, you're not fucking funny, asshole. <laughs> That's what I just, basically did yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> fucking bed shitter. That's it. We're not making out after this episode. Yeah. I'll Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Jay called my boss. <laughs> uh, this only leads to the tension. Yeah, <laughs> we're like Han and Leia. Next thing you know, it's like we're feeding a kid Campbell's and <laughs> fucking ass banging each other. <laughs> it goes hand in hand, man. That's what happens. Yeah, that's why. That's why pop culture leftovers is. Mm, Good. (laughs) Anyway. True story. (laughs) So Circus, uh, the article continues, Circus is known for his pioneering work in motion capture, merging human performance with digital characters to create Gollum in the Lord of the Rings film, King Kong and Caesar in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. When he spoke with Entertainment Weekly, he was having his dots applied and camera attached to start the day's work on the third installment in that series, War of the Planet of the Apes. Mm Mm-hmm. Each character is always a collaborative process with the filmmakers and visual effects artists. But in the case of Snoke, the look, the voice, and movements evolved based on how far Circus and the director and co-writer J.J. Abrams could push the technology. When we first started working on it, he had some rough notions of how Snoke was going to look, but it really hadn't been fully formed, and it almost came out of discussion and performance, Circus says. Snoke kept changing, not only through principal photography, but even after. So any early concept art that may be floating around online is probably nowhere near what this dark-hearted character looks like. We've seen the concept art where he looks kind of lizard-like. Yeah. Yeah. Is that misdirection or is that what we're gonna get? I think it's I don't I think it's a little bit of both. I, I don't think it's necessarily was meant to be misdirection, but I think it's like they said it was I think the idea of what the character was gonna look like changed post performance. Yeah. And that maybe the idea they had before they got the performance, or maybe an idea they had after the performance that's now metamorphosized into something completely different at this point. Okay. I have theories on maybe I, I it's not my theories either. I mean I'll I'll bring it up here okay. in a moment. We do know he's going to be very tall. That's yeah. one thing that I've read that's confirmed. I'm getting to that here. It says, we shot on set, of course, and I was in the scenes I have with other actors. But the beauty of the process is you can go back and reiterate, keep informing and honing beats and moments. So, J.J., after we shot last year, we've had a series of sessions where I'd be in London at the Imaginarium, my studio, while he's directing from L.A. We've literally been creating further additions and iterations to the character. That's been fascinating. And in the meantime, I've been able to see the look and design of the character grow and change as the performances change. So it's been really exciting in that respect. While Snoke's final appearance, as well as his motives in history, will likely be safe for December 18th, movie to reveal, Circus did provide a little background on Supreme Leader, whose voice uh, was heard on the very first teaser trailer nearly a year ago. Here's what Circus uh, can share about Snoke. For one, obviously he's not a nice guy. Thanks. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Han dies. Spoiler. <laughs> Snoke kills Han. Han dies. <laughs> That's the dumbest spoiler. For for one, obviously, he's not a nice guy. No shit. Right, right. God. (laughs) It's almost like, uh, yeah, spoiler for pornography movies. People get naked and fuck. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler. I was just going to watch porn tonight. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Yep, yep, yep. Dicks enter vaginas. 
<laughs> That's the thing that you're going to no! say. No! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All the suspense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, where the fuck was I that? I thought the guy was just going to be delivering a pizza. No nonsense <laughs> pizza delivery. <laughs> oh, my car broke down. Can you call a fucking tow truck? <laughs> End of the movie. The end. <laughs> what a nice gentleman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, let's see. He's a long-range schemer, not an impulsive hothead type. Supreme Leader Snoke is quite an enigmatic character and strangely vulnerable at the same time as being quite powerful. Hmm. Obviously, he has a huge agenda. He has suffered a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. As I said, there is a strange vulnerability to him, which belies his true agenda, I suppose. While Abrams has emphasized the return to practical effects in The Force Awakens, is Snoke perhaps a character who could have been played by, by circus and makeup? No, no, the actor says. The scale of him, for instance, is one reason. He is large. He appears tall. And also just the facial design. You couldn't, you couldn't have gotten there with prosthetics. It's too extreme. Without giving too much away at this point, he has a very distinctive, idiosyncratic bone structure and facial structure. You could have never done it in real life. Hmm. He says, Snoke and Maz Kanata, the tiny alien creature the Peter Nyong'o is playing, are the only two performance capture characters in an otherwise very analog world. So, they're only two speaking <clears throat> ones. What's, what's that? They're, they're only two speaking who else's uh, motion mocap? I'm sure there's going to be added in aliens that that'll be that'll be digital. They may not be mocap, but they'll be CG creatures. Besides these two, maybe animals. Or yeah, something. I don't know. Hmm. You calling him a liar? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm not so much calling him a liar, but I, I'm saying that his, he's, he's picking his words very carefully, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Andy Circus a lie. Guy played Gollum. It's all about being tricksy. <laughs> I love that. That was great. <laughs> You're here for his Andy Circus. It's a fucking liar. <laughs> so says Jake. Yeah, he's tricksy. <laughs> that guy Trixie <laughs> alright guys uh, let's see here uh, <laughs> they they they, uh, they they asked uh, okay here we go sorry <laughs> if Snoke is a damaged character that raises the question did his wounds come from the clash between the rebellion and the empire seen in the original Star Wars trilogy Circus hesitates here but then he believes Snoke was outside of that conflict no, he's a new character in this universe. It is very much a newly introduced character, Circus says. He's aware of what's gone on in the respect that he has been around and is aware of prior events. I think it would be fair to say that he is aware of the past to a great degree. Hmm. Why does he know so much? And yet he is plotting to unleash further conflict on the galaxy. So much for philosopher George Santayana's famous quote, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Right. Maybe mm. it's hard to see such things on the dark side. So let's ask the question that's on everybody's mind that everybody's goddamn dying to ask. Is Supreme Leader Snoke Darth Plagueis? No. <laughs> no. That's not the question I had. What's the question you had? Will he have a damage tattoo on his forehead? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn you. 
All right, let's look at the description of the character. Let's disregard what Jake said. Let's move on to some real shit. <laughs> is he a cutter? Is, he, uh, is that where he got his damages from? He's one of those fucking, people. He's an emo Sith. Yeah. <laughs> he did the damage to himself with a knife. Let's look at the description that uh, char- that uh, Circus gives the character. He says, quote, he is large, he appears tall. And also just the facial design, you couldn't have gotten there with prosthetics. It's too extreme without giving away too much at this point. He is a very distinctive idiosyncratic bone structure and facial cr- uh, structure. You could have never done it in real life. He says the character is tall. Now, guys, if they are pulling from George Lucas's directives that he handed down, you can look this up. George Lucas handed down directives, and he basically was pretty adamant on this. Plagueis is immune. He was adamant that Plagueis species be immune. Mm-hmm. Uh, his race, according to Lucas, was immune. You can look it up online. It's M-U-U-N. There are no canon images of Plagueis, but there are pics of what Munes look like on the internet. Mm-hmm. If you look at those pictures, Munes are very tall. They have very distinctive idiosyncratic bone structures and facial structures. Yeah. Um, according to Star Wars Wikia, uh, uh, Munes were a thin, tall humanoid species from the mineral-rich planet of Munalist which was also the headquarters of the intergalactic banking clan, the mm. largest banking organization in the galaxy. Munes were known throughout the galaxy for their excellent financial and mathematical skills and seeking economic stability. The Empire exempted Munes from their widespread non-human persecution in order to utilize Munes in their economic finesse. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. That, is. that is the worst picture. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Hi, I'm not Plagueis. If you guys could see the picture that Jake pulled out, <laughs> it's like the fifth or sixth one. But I stop. I like almost laughed right to my mic. I'm gonna go on record and say that there is no fucking way that Snoke is immune. Okay. 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 But he suffered a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. I damage think... done by the hands of Palpatine, Jake? It could be possible. <clears throat> no, don't let me sway you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not just, saying I'm that you. I'm not buying this fucking no, bullshit. It, it could be possible what you're saying, but I, there's no way he's a fucking mute. Okay, okay. So you're saying he could be Plagueis, but he's not a fucking mute. Yes, it, it's more probable that he's Plagueis okay. than he's immune, but uh-huh. I still don't think he's Plagueis either. Okay. But it's like 8,000 times more probable okay. that he's Plagueis All than right. he's a creature that they had in episode fucking two. <laughs> Which is, there's no fucking way that the that's... Thinking what that. about, the, what about, what about <laughs> when Daisy Ridley was, and I, guys, I'm paraphrasing here. Mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley was in an interview and mm-hmm. they were asked about the staff. They asked her about the staff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they asked her, they said, did I have anything to do with Darth Plagueis? She didn't look confused. Right. She, she didn't, she didn't give that fucking look like, who's Plagueis? Yeah. What are you talking about? She immediately said, no, no, it has nothing to do with Plagueis. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that she would even know who that the she, character exactly, was. Since it's exactly. some expanded universe it, stuff. Like right. obviously someone on set. It's not even her. EU, man. It's yeah. fucking. It's as you've pointed out. Oh, that's right. Out, episode three. Yeah. Episode three. You pointed that out to me. Yeah, yeah. So, Jay, I know you love conspiracy. You love, 
you, you buy into all this shit. I'm still, I'm, I'm leaning towards Plagueis. Still. I know, of course I'm you are. I'm still leaning towards Plagueis. Classic J. What form he'll take, I don't know. And Ray is fucking Luke's dog. No, I don't Jay's believe, I never that, said that. It's going to take that form, right? <laughs> and you know what, Jay? Jakku is Tatooine. No, 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 no. Yes. I never said any of that, but Plagueis, I am kind of leaning towards as Plagueis. You don't think Jar Jar is Plagueis? No, absolutely not. I'm just kidding. No, fuck Jar Jar. <laughs> you heard that rumor, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. People are saying oh, yeah. Jar Jar is People fucking... piecing together. No, not, not, Jar Jar is Supreme Leader Snoke. Yes. Because he looks reptilian. Right. And, yeah, it's fucking stupid. No, but yeah, I, I don't know. Everything points to Plagueis for me at this point. I will cheer if Jar Jar is Snoke. <laughs> is it weird that we're a, like, like, is it weird? Like, if you would have asked me last year... Mm-hmm. Like, if fucking Snoke was going to be Plagueis, I would have been like, yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. like, now that everybody's talking about it, now I'm like, no, don't do it. Yeah, don't do the obvious thing. Don't right. do the obvious I'm, thing. I'm with you there. Yeah. I'm excited that there's still enough well-guarded stuff. Like, no matter how much we discover, right. like, we have no... They've totally thrown us off the trail of the Snoke shit. Yeah. They're, like, telling us, like, we don't care if you've seen concept art. Right. We've changed that numerous yep. times. Yeah. So I'm just, like... They're really doing a good job. Like we, they're not going to release a video game before the shit comes out. Yep. There's not going to be a Snoke figure. Right. Like we are, we are not seeing Snoke until December seventeenth. Yeah, I know that's classic fucking like J.J. Uh, Abrams Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Like Plagueis, not Plagueis. Fucking Snoke. <laughs> Snoke is Star Wars Cloverfield. Yeah. You're so much, you're focused more on like Kylo Ren than Snoke or, or anybody, any of the other characters. You're not thinking about Snoke until, oh, until oh, they bring him up. It's because Snoke is not in the forefront right now. Yeah. yeah. Like I, honestly, like people that are, that aren't following the news, if you're just following trailers and shit like that, you don't even know who the fuck Snoke is. Yeah. I like, I mean, we were talking about Snoke back when he was fucking Uber, mm-hmm. back yeah. when he was fucking competing against taxi cabs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll laugh a bit this time. Oh, oh fuck you! <laughs> oh, fuck you! You can't laugh now, you fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, we're just gonna make out, but whatever. <laughs> I told a I told a friend at work the other day. I said, "Did you read that Entertainment Weekly article about Snoke?" He said, "Who?" Oh God! Did you slap him? Yeah. No. <laughs> I hate talking to I hate talking to just like normal people. Yeah, yeah. it's who? I was like, yeah. "Did you read the one about Maz?" Who? Like I, I, I like when I, I work with people and they'll be like, Hey, you know what have you seen this movie? And like I honestly have to like dumb myself down. Oh, I do that a lot too. I have to dumb myself down. And it sucks because like like we follow these movies. Mm-hmm. We follow the pre production. We follow like we know who the director is. We know like like a lot of things about these movies because like that's what we follow and shit. Yeah. Like they'll ask me like, Hey, did you see Ant Man? And it's like yeah, I saw it. And, like, I could get into, like, it could break down everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, basically it just comes down to, was it good or bad? That movie was, that movie was I saw Ant-Man, it was cool. Yeah. It was yeah. funny and cool. It was funny and cool. And, like, that's all they need to hear. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then I can just walk away. Because, like, like if I, start, if I start talking about it like I do on the podcast. Yeah. It's like they check out. Yeah, for sure. They check the fuck out. They're or think like, like negative connotations. It kind of makes you like, because I've been in the same situation thousands of fucking times. Yeah. Like you can easily come off as kind of an arrogant asshole. I know. And it's like, it's like, it's like you are really trying to just like educate people yeah. and like give them your honest opinion. But on the flip side, they're just like, I don't listen to pop culture leftovers. I don't know you do a podcast and like, Holy shit, listen to this fucking guy that thinks he's fucking like uh, Gene Siskel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
okay, Roper. <laughs> Thanks a lot for telling me fucking everything. Right. Telling me how big of an idiot I am for liking Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's what it turns into every time. What are you going to do next? Fucking uh, shit in my bed and feed me soup? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that's that's funny that you bring that up, though. Yeah. I've been in that same situation all the time. You literally have to dumb yourself down. You do. I do it all the time. Yeah. I do it all the time. Or Ant- just not talk to him. Ant-Man fun. <laughs> Me yeah. like Ant Man fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fire good Ant Man fun. Paul Run sexy funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, that's uh blah, blah, blah. that's all I got for Star Wars news. So Jay thinks that fucking uh Snoke is Plagueis. I still Are I'll you going on the record? It. I'm going on the record, I'll stand by that. No. I'm saying no. Still too no. I'm hoping no. I hope no too. Like honestly. Do you hope like, yes, Jay? I don't hope yes, no. I mean, but I just, I just, every sign points to Plagueis. It has from the very beginning for me on this one. Episode eight or nine? The reveal. Uh, eight, eight, for sure, eight. For sure, eight. Nine's the final conflict. Mm. So eight's revealed much like. I'm saying if it is revealed, it's nine. Uh, if it is revealed. I could see that. I'm thinking eight. See that? Found it interesting how you were saying how people haven't thought about Snoke and everything, but we definitely have. I mean, we have. I've, sure. Ever since that first trailer and knowing it was Andy Circus's voice, and yeah. we weren't being told what character Andy Circus was speaking as, mm-hmm. I've been curious about what the fuck is going on with that shit. What if we? What if we? Like, okay, let's say Jay's right. Like, okay, are we going to be able to pick up on certain things within this movie, like how knowledgeable fucking Snoke might be about the past? If, if fucking will. Snoke is talking about shit from fucking centuries ago mm-hmm. in great detail, you know... Those are clues to Jay is right, for sure. Are we going to get another vision of how he came back, though? we got to get that exposition so- somehow. Yeah. We'll get a Snoke comic. Mm, that, fuck that. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. <laughs> we'll get a Snoke, Snoke, a Star Wars story. Well, either way, you're going to have a, a fucking Snoke <laughs> anthology film. Yeah. You're going to have exposition either way, though. If it's Snoke or not, they're going to have to explain who this character is. Just like when fucking uh, Palpatine sat down Anakin yeah. and explained the story of Snoke. You've got and, – and you've got Maz at one end and you've got Snoke at the other. But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Fucking for, for people that fucking don't know shit about the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. when they make the reveal that he's Plagueis – Half of the people in the theater are going to be scratching their heads. They're not going to know what the fuck they're talking about. It's like there's going to be like three geeks in the fucking audience that are just like, oh, wow, it's Plagueis. (laughs) And like three people are going to have to fucking hold like a fucking like a Q&A at the front of the uh, theater after the fucking movie's over and explain to these fucking uh, rando normal people that don't know shit about Star Wars who Plagueis is in the backstory. It's true. It's going to be like the end of fucking the Avengers when everybody's like, who's the fucking guy? that looks like a California raisin at the end of the movie. <laughs> My chambers are That was cool. fucking Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> well, that... <laughs> exactly. That's unless they do set it up over time. Right. And then they reveal who he is. Yeah. And then you, as a Star Wars fan, you're like, oh yeah, I heard about him in the fucking prequel. If you're not as knowledgeable as other people, you know. Yeah. I did hear about him in the prequels. Sit down, son. Which I agree. I agree. It sounds pretty weak. It's yeah. It's but, not. Gonna, it's not going to blow your dick off. Like everybody can understand, like fucking lineage. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm your father. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I watch Maury. I know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Either right. you are the father, or you're not. Yeah. And I can get. I get that. But if like the big reveal is like, 
I'm Plagueis. <laughs> Remember me from the prequels? You're, you're, you're gonna have like people that like that just like are casual fans that are just gonna be like, okay. <laughs> this kind of makes me like it more though. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, just so because you're like in on the inside? Yeah, anything that confuses casuals, I think I like. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's a Jake thing. <laughs> Jay's convincing me to like this idea more. <laughs> I am not liking it now. <laughs> Anything that leaves out 80% of the audience, yeah. I'm down for. Yeah, Jake just Jake just wants people to look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, it's true, it's true. <laughs> I don't want any explanation or backstory. I just want dumb people left in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jake's like, Jake just walks out of the theater like with his head held high. I know something. Yeah. <laughs> when those people are like, who was that? I'm going to be like, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's all I'm going to say. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm leaning towards I want Plagueis now. I think, I think it also ties into the Sith artifacts thing. Like, why are they collecting ancient Sith artifacts unless the Sith told them to go collect it? And why is Hux and Kylo? Yeah, but Snoke is already fucking in existence. It's well, not like they need the fucking Sith. He's damaged and he's fragile. It, okay, so you're saying that it's fucking Plagueis that's obsessed with, he's obsessed with the Sith artifacts. Yeah, he's using Hux and Kylo Ren to find all these artifacts. Hmm. He's just trying to find the shortest method to get this stuff. So What's the Star Wars version of like eBay? Can't they just get it? <laughs> That's where they like Vader's helmet at. Snoke gets fucking outbid for the helmet and yeah. shit. <laughs> the, the Ewok. Fuck. The Ewok Logray started his his version. That's that's the eBay. He sold the Darth Vader helmet. Sold fucking, all the- they don't take Imperial credits? God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like American Express. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should have got Discover. Yeah. Not accepted everywhere, huh? <laughs> All right, guys. We've rambled on about a bunch of stupid stuff. This show's stupid. Our listeners are idiots. Yeah. Let's end it. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Go yeah. fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> You too also. Yeah. Right. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, all you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not just the listeners. Yeah, everybody. Leftovers and left outs can go fuck themselves too. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Hill can go fuck himself. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Wow. Wow. This happened. Jake just told one of our founding members to go fuck themselves. Yeah, I've taken him off the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> man, you are ballsy. Uh, I'm, I'm carving his head into Frank. <laughs> for those, for those of you that have been with the show for a while, you will get that, and hopefully, you will laugh. <laughs> I like how much it made Jay laugh. I feel like it was, it was, it was okay. It caught me off surprise. <laughs> yeah, look, look at what happened to Brian. Dude. He might yeah. knock his. I knocked over. my fucking drink over. He was all over the place. If, you know, honestly, I could have broken if the light still worked on this. Oh, thing. I was getting ready to make the same joke. <laughs> Fuck you guys. My next sentence, really. I was like, as soon as Brian starts talking, I'm tell, like, oh. tell him about this cup. Tell him about this cup. Brian has a light up Kylo Ren cup. And he used oh, to- no, Brian had. Had. And he, he left it here, and he specifically told JJ. Oh, tell him, there's, there's, a, there's a light bulb in the bottom of the cup. Yeah, he specifically you, said, don't put this in the washer. It has a battery in it. It's like, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the following week, he'd put it in the washer. I come back, my Kylo Ren, my Kylo Ren Star Wars cup. It's fucked. You push the, <laughs> you 
push the button where it used to light up and you had a flashing strobe light. Brilliant. It does, does not work anymore. Brilliant It's a, it's a Snoke cup now. It's, it's damaged. Yeah, it's damaged. It's fragile. So... Yeah, uh, I'll never live the cup down. Yes, have you? When forgotten? I die, you'll be like, "Well, he fucking ruined my cup." <laughs> <laughs> so fuck him. <laughs> I told him not to fucking wash it. My tombstone says, "I'm sorry about the cup, Brian." <laughs> All right, guys, this is episode 114. It's in the books. Yep. <laughs> it is. We're it is. done. What was said was said. It can't be taken no. back now. Nope, nope, nope. No nope. editing. Absolutely no editing on this show. Guys, and just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thank you for listening and thank you for your patronage. I was waiting for you to say something. Suck it or fuck it. There you go. Suck it or fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, let's make out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Ready like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before We don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good it, toss it, good it, taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it, clean it, race it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture, pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcast that original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said Leftover Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers We love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.